Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti, featuring the producer of the show, show t- Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, everybody. Welcome to the show. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you for tuning in on this Monday night. We really appreciate it here, folks. Uh, we are live in Las Vegas, not far from the Lions Den at the MGM Grand. If you listen closely, you can hear them munching away on some monkey skeletons. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix all on board and all presenting the show tonight. Check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. And if you need a product for your bike or your body, you can probably save money on it. Uh, check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Thank you, people, for listening. You can get this show on Stitcher. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on the Pulpamex app. You can listen live on TuneIn on that app. And, uh, yeah, we got a great show. Kevin Windham, Eli Tomac, Trey Kennard, and Dean Wilson on tonight. Jason Thomas will be on later to discuss things. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. As usual, with me on this Monday night to co-host the show, to provide us knowledge, to let us in on what it's like to be a top mechanic in the sport. None other than the veteran, the grizzled old veteran, Tony Berluti. Berlute, what's up? What's up, Steve? Grizzled uh, old. That's a new introduction. Yeah, well, I kind of just rolled off the tongue a little bit. Uh, you know, good. you've... um <laughs> Grizzled. Man, you've been doing it a long time. Yeah, I have. Yep. Do you ever think to yourself, man, I've been doing it a long time. Yeah, all the time, <laughs> but uh, still having fun. No, that's perfect. Your rider, Brock Tickle, on the RCH team, 8-8 eight, eight this weekend. 8-8 eight, eight for 8. You okay with Crazy that? Crazy 8s. Um, it's about his, where he belongs, I guess, starts, or where he's been doing. His starts were better. Absolutely better. Right? Yeah. He, Is there something you guys did, some magic? No, nah, he said he's been working on him a little bit, but uh, I would like to see a little bit more out of him at the end of the race. Right, right, right. Um. Looking forward to uh, our guests tonight, Kevin Windham, Eli Tomac, Jake Canada, and uh, Dean Wilson. I think I said Trey Kennard. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, Jake Canada. Uh, I, I got to read my writing right. No, Jake Canada. Right. 10th uh, place in Moto2 on a privateer Yamaha. He so. ended up 10th. Yeah. That's he impressive. had to go to the LCQ on uh, – Did he really? Yeah, I don't know what happened. We'll ask him. That's awesome. 702-586-7857. Let's take some calls off the top. Off the top. Call in anything that's on your mind. Let us know. We got voicemails. We got emails. We got the race tech emails. Coming up, Race Tech Suspension. We have BTOsports.com tweeted tits, your best questions. We have X Brand Goggle Tear Offs. And we got the NFAB Banging Bar segment all on, on all on this show. So stick around. Gonna be a good one. Producing the show, taking your calls, handling things behind the scenes. Uh, in his farewell months on the show here <laughs> going forward. Uh, the Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? Yo. Have you decided what you want to do for your for your farewell? Um, I, for my farewell, like, you know, we're going to build this up. We're going to let it go. Maybe December. Can, can we get, uh, the great Western bank team back in here? No, I don't know. Okay. Um, thanks for coming out tits. I appreciate it. Yep. Great. Uh, great to have you here. Thank you. Yeah. Enjoy it. While Already have some people vying for your job. 
Not surprising. Yeah. I hope one of them was uh-huh. Chunks. Chunks Remember is Chunks. Yeah. What happened to Chunks? Chunks, is MIA. I think Chunks he, come back. Yeah. Chunks, we I need miss, you. I miss Chunks. Um. Uh. Anyways, uh, and Jonathan Lee's in studio too. We're going to talk to him later. Uh, Hotlap.co. Remember them? Um. They lost, but still very exciting things in the future coming for them. So we're going to talk about them. Uh, he's chowing, chowing down on some Chipotle. All right. He's going to be in the studio all show, hanging out. Uh, big news today. Big news today, Berlute. Uh, just dropped like an hour ago. And we, we figured out, we figured this would happen. But uh, Ryan Villapoto, going to get surgery after the last national, going to miss the motocross the nations. Wow. Um, that your, sucks. What, what's your take on that? Uh, actually, I heard about it earlier today. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was going to ask you, what's, I mean, you're pretty close over there and whatnot. Um, what's wrong with his ankle? Well, from his crash, um, Leg, maybe ankle, but leg. Remember his crash in St. Louis over the bars? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, okay. that, some of that hardware needs to come out. It's been bothering him. Gotcha. It's been uh, you know a little bit of an issue with him. Uh-huh. So they've got to get it taken care of at some point. He, he can't wait till after the donation? Well, he can, but uh, that's four weeks from the last race. We could, we could use him. Well, can we? Do we? Do you? I'm oh, Canada. I'll tell you what. Well, I'm yeah, Canada. That's right. Oh, you are. Okay. I'm happy for him being out. So, oh, so yeah. You are? <laughs> One more spot. Um, One more spot. We all we need is Dungey, Barsha, Tomac, uh, Alessi, Stewart, um, yeah. Baggett, and a whole bunch of other guys to drop out. Even if they dropped out, I still don't think Canada <laughs> would beat us. I, I still, still don't think it would happen. <laughs> so, no. what's Germany's track supposed to be like? Oh, it's not deep well, sand. No, it's not. I've been there. I went to a GP there in '09. Okay. Uh, it's hard packed. Okay. It's hilly. Um, yeah, starts are very important. It's um, pretty tight in spots. We so, should farewell there. I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think, and also, too, Germany is losing Marcus Schiffer. You mm. know, Germany's been pretty good. Even at Lakewood, they were good. And, of course, they won in Lomo. They're losing Marcus Schiffer from their team, so that hurts them. Um, they don't have three great riders. I don't think this will be a problem. I mean, Barsha's probably going to step in. People have been asking me about Stewart. While well, Stewart came on this show and said Roger DeCoster doesn't like him, right? Roger DeCoster would never pick him for the team. Okay, and so and he didn't sound like he wanted to be picked. Hmm. So you can stop with the Stewart stuff. He's not going. Um, so I think it'll be Barsha on the four fifty. That's a and legitimate choice. Barsha rode great at Lomo. You know, he wasn't the reason the team lost. Wait, so I, I'm, I'm behind. So okay, Belgium. Are you saying um, Germany? Germany won last year. <laughs> yeah, Berlut. They did. Yeah. Caroli kicking ass and and, uh, and uh, I don't know what's and, going on with you. Germany won, really? Yeah, they got the overall. Like, yeah, Hurlings won and Caroli won, but they didn't. You know, Holland and Italy didn't have the. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Belgium got second. USA got third. Germany got the OA. Yeah. Wow. Schiffer, <laughs> yeah. Roxen, and who was their third? Place? Uh, Nagel, Max Nagel. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> Well, we can talk about the 2012 <laughs> destinations if you want, brother, for a while. Well, he anyway. know, I don't know if he really doesn't know, but I like that he's playing this card. No, I'm just not. Out, Actually, just forget about it. Move on. I know we got our. We know, I know we got our ass kicked. Okay, <laughs> right. But, but, but so you know, maybe right. Well, then actually, I. Canada won. I hate to tell you. Oh, I hate really? To tell you. Yeah, Berlini. impressive. Yeah, Medaglia and the whole nine. He did pretty well. Yeah, we had Clat Wilson, Medaglia, yeah, you name it. Uh, rollerball came back. Rollerball. Yeah. Um, uh, no. So. You know, I truthfully, I don't think, I think they'll be fine. You know, RV would have, Darvi, Dungey, and Tomac, yeah, turn out the lights. It's over. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't, I don't see anybody beating them. Uh, take away RV, and uh, it's not turn out the lights, but it's still looking pretty good for sure. America on yeah. a non-deep sand track. 
Do you feel like RV should have waited? I mean, it's four weeks from the last national to Dis Nations, and of course, the Monster Cup is a couple weeks after Dis Nations. And you is, know, is Monster he, is he hoping to be back for the, well, the cup? I had heard probably no Monster Cup. The press release uh, came out and said uh, nothing about the Monster Cup. Okay, you neither be there nor miss it. If he misses Dis Nations and comes back at Monster Cup. Ooh. You can tell where his priorities are. That's oh, what I was going to say. Monster Energy Ooh, yeah, well, it is the title sponsor. Yeah, Monster. Yeah. He's Monster Guy. I could understand him getting some criticism for that. <laughs> yeah. If he misses Monster Cup, then hey, whatever. You yeah. Know? Uh, that's fine. Um, but if it's just if it's just uh, taking out some uh, hardware, you know, that's a pretty quick recovery, I believe. Yeah, I wouldn't think that'd be that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have any hardware. I don't blame him. I, yeah. you know what? It's a long season. And- you know, and all that. But, you know, you're supposed to do it for your country, right? But there's no pay there or nothing. It's, nothing. it's kind of, I don't, I wouldn't blame anybody for not wanting to go. I hate to say. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Yeah. yeah uh, it's, and Berlut, you know, you've been on a lot of teams, American and otherwise. It's a shit ton of work. A lot of work. For riders, for teams, everything. Like yeah, it, up to it. You know, there's no, and think about, usually it's, you know, a week or two after the last national. You're still in that mode. You're still ready to go. Well, this it's a month now. Wow! So because we our our season ends early, outdoors right? ends early. Can now. you believe how early it ends? It's like for me, I've never yeah, yeah. N- never happened to me either. No. I've been doing it since '96. We've always gone at least into the first week in September. Yeah. And now Tits told me because I don't really know the month and stuff. Yeah. There's still another week in August. I thought we were on the last week of August. Nope. But there's still days after uh, yeah. after Elsinore. Yeah. Yeah. Tits uh, Tits's farewell is gonna. String a little longer. <laughs> Good. Um, so, yeah, he's out, um, and I understand it. It's hard to believe that he needs any surgery after Unadilla, though. Sweet Jesus. Fastest in practice. Exactly. Two hole shots. Led every lap of every, every, both motos. 1-1. One, one. Phenomenal. 46-point lead. If he goes 1-1 one, one in Salt Lake, he clinches, no matter what. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, wow. That was a beatdown. By, oh. by Ryan Villapoto. Yeah, that was that was. He's had some good ones this year, but that one there, two hole shots, and he was gone both motos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Didn't have to work work for it too hard. It, oh, I mean, the track was gnarly. It's motocross. He worked hard. Don't get me wrong, but I of just, course, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, very impressive. I I enjoyed watching that. Well, I mean, I didn't really get a watch. I was watching my guy, but knowing that he did that, that was impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're you're happy with your guy, Brock Tickle, 8-8? Eight, eight, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm okay with no, it. No, yeah. I, mean, I just yeah. feel at the end that Feels deep, should. bro. Feels yeah, deep. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, yeah. You know, we're, he's hanging in there, you know. I mean, I, he's got to get top six overall, or he has the opportunity if he wants to go out and get it. Yeah, it's uh, um, Short, Weimer, Tickle, Alessi, I think I'm missing a guy. Grant. Grant, yeah. Like Grant's you, in it's, there. It's now a battle for sixth place. Exactly. But, you know, we'll see what he's made of, see if he can get, get six. I'd like to see him get six. It's very possible, you know. He's only uh, Andrew Shorty. So he's, he's, he's only like about oh, uh, 12 points behind him. Him and Shorty, him. he was chasing Shorty in that second moto. He, Shorty was dropping like an anchor, and as soon as he knows it's Tickles behind him, he steps it up or something. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me, but uh, I think Moser would uh, tell you. Um, that would be dude. nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Mike, what's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. This is the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. How's it going? Good. What's your question? Good. Hey, so does uh, Metcalf end up getting a ride here for Supercross or what? I don't know. Um, I, I mean, he wants one. There's not many rides open. Like I wrote about this in. Um, I don't even know where. 
But you what about just, Rockstar with a second 450 guy? I think they're only going to go one, and I think they're going to KTM. Um, and KTM, will, yeah. will Davey end up running a KTM? I think so. Yeah, I or do. is he still going to be on the yellow bike? Uh, no, I think he'll be on KTMs. Um, KTMs, right? But you guys have a spot open? Yeah. Um, uh, possibly. Yeah, well, Tickle's coming back. Yeah, he's there. And then Hill. I've heard, and then I heard you're talking to another guy yet. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I heard you're talking to another guy. So there's a spot with you guys, possibly. Grant's probably going back to um, JGR. And Fab Yamaha is open. But I would think Matty would want better than that. No offense to those guys. Uh, he'd probably want a big salary and everything. I don't know what he's going to do. You know, he did mention to me, like, on the on the weekend, he said, hey, maybe I go back to Canada, make some money, and don't do Supercross, like, on um, on his own dime, where, like, Team Teddy Parks or Team Gus or whatever carry his bike around. Full privateer deal. Well, you know, you talk. That's crazy, though. You got a fifth to eighth place guy. He wrapped up the championship in Canada. It just shocks me you can't get a ride. Yeah, that's the way we are right no, now. No, he could get a ride, but according to Steve, he's he wants more money. He won't go with an NFAB, and NFAB's not a bad team. No, I just think, I think if it comes down to, like, making no salary and sort of having to bow down to maybe a bike or, or aftermarket suspension that you don't want or whatever, I think a guy like Brett, Brett will just be like, ah, I'm out. I'm well, going to go. Let me ask you this. What does Brett make up in Canada then? He makes uh, around 140 if he wins everything. You mean he won't go to NFAB because they don't make Ridgeline parts? It's <laughs> possible. It's a good, a good chance. Uh, Thomas at NFAB told me that he is working on Ridgeline parts, though. He just he said, he said, quote, unquote, I know there's five of you out there that want it. So... Um, <laughs> You know, I, I think that uh, – I just think if you're Metcalf and you're going to ride – you sign a deal to ride Canada on a Cowie, you know, same team, leading edge Kawasaki, then why would you ride a, a Yamaha for NFAB or a Suzuki for, you know, this team or whatever? Why wouldn't you just get a Cowie, get some suspension that you like and you know, uh, get a little bit of gear money, do the do the um, Weston Pike deal where you put, put your bike with Gus? You know, you're making – to make a main is two grand and maybe – get some contingency in there and things like that. So you're making $8,000 a month in purse money, plus a little bit of contingency here and there from maybe some of your own sponsors. You're paying for a mechanic. You're paying 500 bucks a week for a guy. You know, you're, you're still going to come out ahead. You're not going to have the glitz and glamour of being in a big semi-truck, but, you know, then you go to Canada and you make over 100 grand. Yeah, if I was him, I'd just do Canada myself. He's got a family now, yeah. hang out. And, you know, I mean, maybe yeah. do some races to warm up. But You're saying not even do Supercross? Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. It, right. The program you just mentioned, I I don't know if he really wants – you know what he should do is do the local ones, the close ones in California or something. Maybe when it comes back to Seattle or something. That's yeah, what yeah. I would do. Do the first five. I wouldn't yeah, spend yeah. the money right. to travel. Yeah, maybe. Why not? Is the Yoshi team still looking at a second 450 guy? Yeah, but he's not going back there. No, I didn't think so. Yeah, either. no, he's definitely not going back there. I've heard they're looking for another guy, but then, you know, Mike Webb said, hey, he doesn't know about budget. So yeah. what do you know, Brilliant? Anything? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm with you. Who's out there to get that they're going to go after? I mean, there, I guess there is Could, some guys. You, you see, go with a Nicoletti or something like just out of the yeah. blue or something. You couldn't know? you see? A solid triple. Yeah. Couldn't you see Mookie there? Ah, that's a possibility. You know, just yeah, with the whole the family thing. thing. Yeah, 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 that sounds like a mess, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right, right, right. Uh, you know what? Let them have that whole program as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Th- thanks, Mike. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks. All right, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, not, no, I'm not saying a mess that way, but a family affair and stuff, it could, it could get, you know what I mean? 
Ah, oh, big James would only, big James would only need one hat then. <laughs> That's and then true. he's got the multi team hat. True, yeah. You know, it would be it'd be pretty easy for and him. Shirts. Yep. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um Kevin Windham's coming up here shortly. Eli Tomac, Jake Canada, and uh, Dean Wilson coming on. Which guests are you looking forward to most, Berlute? Windham, um, Tomac, Canada, and Wilson. I am going to ask Eli Tomac if the reason he did not sign with RCH was because of you. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I, will I, ask him I think it'll be interesting to have Tomac on there. Did the you, way he's going, it'll be good. Can you him. tell us that you went with him to go ride the bike? No. You can't tell us or you did not go? Oh, I didn't go. Okay. All right. Um, He didn't pick you guys. I know. Pick Geico. Does that hurt? Uh, yeah, it okay. does a little bit. Well, we'll tell him. We'll it get to the bottom nice of this. To... We'll get to the bottom okay. of this. We'll find out why Eli doesn't like you. Right. And RCH racing. That's that's fair. <laughs> um, hey, you've been going to Unadilla forever. What'd you make of the track changes? Did you get a chance to wander over there, you know, coming back into the gravity cavity? Did, yeah. did you like that? They got rid of the tree turn? Yeah, I watch it on TV. It's it's kind of sad that that off-camber t- tree turn is gone because yeah. that that was like synonymous of that place, you know. But, but it wasn't a great passing thing. It wasn't, you know. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree with what you're saying. I looking at it on TV and yeah. watching it. I welcome the changes. It yeah. seems like they got you know that they brought in dirt or whatever. They did, I think. Yeah, they got rid of some rocks like too. The track was better to me. And they brought in a cell phone tower. Verizon cell phone tower? <laughs> My phone didn't work. Well, really well what are you? Are you you know, Verizon, obviously. No. Oh, it was beautiful. Really? All day long. <laughs> what do you mean they brought it in? The track did. No, well, the, really? track, the track uh, either rented it or whatever you do to get. Um, oh, just for a temporary deal. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, bro, full bars. Nice. Tweeting away. Get the. Oh, yeah. Uh, just did, for you, probably. You probably uh, maybe. Did asked you, for it. Did you hear me on the, um, on the uh, uh, announcing? Did you hear me announcing? No, I missed it. Was that in the lights class? No, or it was the uh, class. No, it was um, uh, all day in the morning in practice. Really? Bidas said, "Hey, come up here and help me out announcing." So I go up there, and literally ten minutes after we're rapping about like the silly season and yeah. the, the series, he goes, "I gotta go. Here you go. I gotta go do this parts unlimited thing." <laughs> what? Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah." So, anyways, looking good, Brian Villapoto, faster. I'm like. <laughs> Full on, Did and, you really? and then one of the guys, awesome. are, one of the guys, are like, "Hey, practice is over." Tim Cotter has a uh, Eli Tomac to talk about the fastest, so throw it to him. And I'm like, "Eli Tomac, right Dude, on." Maybe yeah. you got a future, huh? Uh, wow, that's so funny. I can talk, you know that. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, um, I don't know if I got a future. You but... better keep your day job, Steve. No, I, I will. I will. Okay. Um, my day do- job of talking shit on riders is still secure. Yeah, yeah, good. So you watch the race, right, on TV? A little bit. The second motos. Okay. Uh, who was better, um, RV or Tomac? <laughs> Tomac didn't lead every moto, every lap and pull both hole shots, but, man, no, he, I mean, he hit afterburns. Back to back. So I, I heard Tomac set the fastest time in practice. He did. Is that right? Yes. Yes. How does that happen, Brilu? Especially on that kind of track. Right. Huh? Why don't you uh, better. Tomac was better then. Okay. All right. I don't know. I was just going with I that. know everything. All right. We'll go with that. Um. Hey, you know what else has been good lately? Um, and coming up with Kevin Windham on the Pulp of Mech show here. We've got Tony Berluti in the studio. Uh, Josh Grant's been good the last month. Right. What do you What do you make of that? It's, it's time to sign up, right? Time for a contract? Yeah. He seems to do that. Do you think that guys can do that, though? They can flip a switch like that for contracts? Mentally, somewhere along the line, something like that. I don't know. I mean, they seem to fake it. Not fake, but the no. injuries sir, seem to come easier if you don't feel like being out there. I don't know. <laughs> but when you know you got to be out there, it's a mindset going, going there. 
when you get on that airplane knowing, I don't know, I don't want to say that, but it makes you wonder, right? You know, a lot yeah. of times yeah. it seems like that happens. No, I know, I know. Um, you know, if you talk to J-Bone, he says that uh, his shoulder's healthier, you know, he's feeling it a little bit, but. Whatever the case, he was hauling ass. He's been good yeah, he the last good. while. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's always good at Red Bud. He's good at Millville. Those are good tracks. He's won there before, at least motos and overalls. But this weekend, again, he gave Dungey a fit in that second he moto. He sure did. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, Dunge on the, uh, Dungey on the podium said, you know, there's a lot of tracks that my bike works great on, and I don't think this is one of them. Did you agree? Watching his bike, did you notice it at all? I, no. I, I didn't really, but. I couldn't really. Yeah. It looked. Okay, to me. I, I mean, on I wasn't really looking no, for yeah, that, yeah, like you're at, right. you know, mentioning. It didn't look out of whack, like he would, like he was really fighting it. There has been some tracks that looked like it was kind of a little bit sketch, but I thought more so in Supercross. I thought, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I thought I'd there were some some, some some Supercross races where I was like, ooh, yeah, ooh, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Dunge wasn't happy with his bike setup at all there, and that track, although it probably was nothing like in the olden days. Like, when did you first go there? Probably ninety. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ninety with Budman. Yeah, yeah. Was it? And it was all grass. It oh yeah. Just, just yeah. First couple of years, it was you went there and it was just all grass. It was I, pretty bitching. I talked to Bob Hanna today about wow. Unadilla. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he said, you know, back in the seventies and eighties, this is even before your time, it got ridiculously rough, ridiculously crazy, and you the the grass hid some of the big holes. Oh yeah. Uh, and you you couldn't really pin it without knowing what was there. Yeah. Was it like that when you went there in 1990? I mean, yeah. You... It, 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 now that you mention it, it would have to have been like that, you know, because it was fresh grass. I mean, the track, it was just like what you're talking about. But then soon they started doing amateur stuff or different things. And next yeah. thing you know, the grass went away. First time I went there in 96, I was disappointed. I'm like, wow. It was rocky and beat down and dusty. Was and... it a dust deal? Oh, yeah. I was like, there was a couple of years that it was so dusty that guys were sucking so much dirt, you know, their bikes that were going was up in smoke. a. I remember the year that Dobb won. Maybe. It was really dusty, they said. Yeah. Uh, 93. That might have been the yeah. year, because I remember on our Suzukes, and guys were guys were blowing up. Blowing up. Yeah. I blew up there with Nick Way's bike. You did. The filter just got, just sucked dirt. Same deal. Yeah. It was twin air filter, like, pre-oiled, uh-huh. you know? Really? Yeah. They remember they used to pre-oil them for no, you? No, they still do. Oh, they do? Yeah. Um, and yes, just, it got so full of dirt, it just, whoosh, right what, through. What year was that then? 2002. Yeah, huh? I know that one year that you were talking about, like like in the '90s, in the mid '90s, it was it was just it was disgusting. It was like this this is Unadilla, right? Right. A buddy of mine came from back uh, from out west, and Uh he went there and was completely disappointed. Like you're talking. Yeah, I was. I was the first time I went. I'm like, ah, Unadilla. You know, Um, Shoop. What's up, Shoop? What are you doing, bro? How you making out, brother? What's up? I know you've seen a laser gate T-shirt. Please tell me you did. Yeah, on, uh, I didn't see it at the race, but uh, laser. I saw it um, at the at the uh, on Instagram. Right on, right on. Is yeah, that I was you? looking for. We couldn't find you. I seen JT. It's about it, but um, the look in Villy's face when he was spraying it, it was ridiculous. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure he loved it. Knowing Villapoto, I'm sure he loved <laughs> it. Um, uh, yeah, good. Did you see the shirts, the laser gate shirts? I saw a picture on one of the. Whatever right. internet, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. funny. That's yeah. cu- that a cool shirt. No, it's good. It looked like a, a Jetson gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah like George a ray Jetson. gun. On the back, we had the new technology. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, I just saw the front front. the laser beam with it said new technology. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you send us a couple? 
Dude, I got two made. Me and my buddy uh, went in on one. I you... didn't even think of it. I could have probably could have made millions off those. Yeah, things. that's you, cool. You cheap ass. <laughs> I know. I had to get them like three days before. Dude, they weren't cheap. Custom ink is is a lie. Right, right. Um, all right, Shoop. Thanks, man. Good job on the shirts. Hey, no problem, man. All right, thank you. Uh, Lou, what's going on, man? Hey, Mathis. Yeah, I just listened to your podcast with Williamson today. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, wondering, are you a little concerned? He said he feels he's topped out as a mechanic. He uh, Is he going to steal tits away from you and uh, take Optrix and all your sponsors and do your job? It's possible. It's possible. It wouldn't take much to do a better job than uh, than me. Um, look, he says he wants – I did a podcast with uh, Williamson. He yeah. said he, you know, he's looking forward to being a How are you, Berluti? How are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing? Berluti, Berluti yeah. probably said the same thing as Williamson in 1988, and look at him. He's still doing it. So, hey, man, somebody's got to. No, the, these guys, they're adrenaline junkies. They can't. They, Berluti can't get off the high of seeing his rider do good. Does Williamson have kids yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a point in time where, you know, you on the road. I mean, I don't blame them. You know, I mean, it's a tough one, but uh, – yeah, like you said, I don't know. I'm you. You still do it, but he wants to be a management. You said, you know, a team manager or something. Yeah. You know, where he doesn't have to go in as early and work as hard. You know, gotcha. I mean, who? Oh, yeah. so he can be like J Bone. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 uh, I, I'm not going back to being a mechanic unless you know I have to, to feed my family. There's no, there's no way. I mean, I'll do almost anything. Are you? You, you know? think you're going to still have the wrenching skills when Evan turns pro, or what? Come on, bro! You never lose the wrenching skills. It's either. I, I watched. I, I did watch those trans world videos. They were pretty scary. Uh, it's either male <laughs> prostitute, male prostitute, or mechanic, depending on what I need to do. So. Wow. All right. Thanks, Lou. Yeah. Take it easy. See, See ya. Yeah, I don't know what Williamson's going to do. Uh, who knows? I I can't believe Berlute that, like I said, with Goose a couple weeks ago. I can't believe you and Goose are still doing this. You guys are my heroes. Like. It's yeah, it's amazing, and also you've pulled off the rare, very rare feat of living in Las Vegas. Yeah, and still doing it. Yeah, well, Goose spends a lot of time in Idaho. He does. Yeah. yeah, you might still be at Suzuki if you hadn't lived in Las Vegas, right? No, they they were laying off people left. Yeah, there's, there's nobody. But, but you being in Vegas, there there was an easy call. Yeah, they were sure. like, ah, this guy. Yeah, possibly, but you hey, know, I don't. I have no regrets because it really wasn't. Don't. It wasn't your your mechanical skills that did it. Hart and Huntington picked me up, and I've they've they, they've treated me very well. They've treated you very well, or Kenny has treated you very well. Kenny treats me good. Yeah, no, yeah, they I all do. Kenny's scared to uh, to lose you. Yeah, uh, here's an email okay. before we get to uh, the race tech email segment, the full race tech suspension email segment, and before we get to Kevin Windham, here's an email for you, Berluti, from Leroy, not Leroy McCollum. Okay, who may or may not have probably heard that you. Didn't like him. Oh, I don't I, know. No, okay. no sweat. Okay. Uh, Leroy says, I saw Berluti taking apart Tickle's bike all the way down to the frame. I was going to ask him, but I wasn't sure if it was one of those I'm busy, leave me alone moments. It was. Uh, just curious, why do you do that the race? Why not just clean bike and disassemble back at shop? Also, the riders in this sport are the best. Trey took time to get a photo with my son after the race. Uh, Justin Barsha signing things for guys sitting outside his trailer. Cole Seeley still dirty and sweaty. Stopped and signed a little kid's book when he didn't feel well just getting off bike. It's stuff like that that keeps the sport going. I know everyone is trying to grow the sport, but don't get too big like NASCAR and forget the fans that pay the bills. P.S. Love the show. Look for you after the race and tell JT to smile a little. I was going to say hi to him, but didn't want to get my head bit off. Thanks, Leroy. JT is still intense, Leroy. So, uh, Berlut, maybe explain what you do to the bike after the race for for fans who who may not know. Well, um, I appreciate him, you know, 
leaving you alone. Yeah, leaving yeah, me alone. Right. But uh, at at the end of the day, you know, feel free to you know talk to me. I know I'm busy. We're trying to get that thing torn down, and I want out of there like the next person. But um, the biggest reason I do it just so it uh, it puts me ahead for the following week. Uh, so when I go back, go in like um, we got press day uh, on Wednesday. But so when I go in tomorrow, or excuse me, Thursday. So when I go in and I work on Wednesday, I'm all torn apart, and I get busy uh cleaning and you know inspecting and then it'll go go together a lot quicker mm-hmm. and i'll be able to get it done all in one day okay so um i just started doing that this year really yeah you, it was hard always, at first. i always did that did you really yeah always yeah. well a couple of reasons for one when you turn your bike down you don't have to take that tent down <laughs> which is the worst chore in the world yeah so the longer you tear your bike down the more you can get out of that job because yeah. you still have to tear your bike down yeah so to me i was trading the tent tearing down yeah for the bike tearing down. well did you put all your boats? Did you put all your bolts in uh, uh, solvent, uh, solvent or um, little uh, tubs, tub tie cleaner? You know the the yellow. No, I don't oh, do okay. that. All right, no. Um, so you, yeah, basically you could get your whole motors, your whole bike stripped down in like what half hour, twenty minutes. Not me. What do you mean? I, maybe you were fast. I'm not. I'm not that fast. Oh, perhaps that was a little twenty better. minutes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, twenty minutes. You're 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 four fifty. Yeah. You're badass, yeah, dude. No, I want to watch you work sometimes. Maybe I could learn something. People say that about me. Yeah. I, I love this it. guy right here. Um, well, anyway, so yeah, and then you basically, so when you go to work on usually a Thursday, yeah, your bike is now just ready to be cleaned and put back together. Pretty much, right. yep, yep. And you're not doing your motors. Nope. So are you checking clearance at all? You do any of that? Uh, there, you know, we, we'll check a couple things if, you know, in certain situations. Um, we were doing uh uh, two races in Supercross, so I would double check, you know, do yeah. the tolerance and stuff. But um, other than that, we just keep an eye on the cam chain and uh, a couple little things. But right, not, right. I don't really have to do too much with yeah. the engines. Which is, do you do practice bikes or no? No, not I don't. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? That's I got nice. It. I got it good. It's good over there. Yeah. Um, uh, it's good at RCH Suzuki. Uh, all right. So, hey, another thing I want to talk about, we're going to couple kept coming up with uh, Kevin Windham. Jeremy Martin. Second Impressive. overall, Unbelievable, right? yeah. Good endurance, great speed, the whole thing. And you were talking shit about him last year, right? Ugh, for loot. Why do you got to remember this shit? Oh, I um, don't know. It was just we were talking about it last time on the show. What, Tits? I guess he would be oh. the rookie now, huh? He's Sorry. the top rookie. Sorry, Tits is bugging me. What's up, Tits? What do you got going over there? I was supposed to call Kevin, but he didn't give me his number. Who didn't? Um, I think you. <laughs> I think you didn't give it to me. You should have it in your Rolodex. I, I do. You, do you I know? Them last I time, wanna, I don't want to invade the writer's privacy by keeping their numbers. Oh in my bullshit! Phone or bullshit! <laughs> I said Rolodex. Nothing to do with your phone. I don't have a Rolodex either. Oh, okay. Berlute, Rolodexes, Berlute, are, right, Rolodexes so. are now in phones, Berluti. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I just, I just sent it to you. Uh, did you get it? Yeah. Okay. Tits, the new producer, will probably be realize that he doesn't have Wyndham's number in the beginning of the show, and let me know. Yeah. You probably will. Yeah. Well, okay. You won't miss me then. Tits is strive for excellence. It's awesome. It's great. So hey, Jeremy Martin, uh, second overall. Good job for him. And yeah, uh, I was always I was always a believer, Jeremy. If you're listening, I was always a believer of you. And uh, Cooper Webb, uh, he's been good. He you know he had trouble at uh, Unadilla, but he but he did okay. Um, do you know the last time Yamaha won a, an overall in a 250 class? No, I don't. Take a guess. Uh, in the 125 or Slash two, 250s. 250s. Yeah, um, 250. I don't know. Jeez, I don't know. With was it with 
probably Troy, Yamaha Troy or something. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Mike Brown. Oh, no kidding. 2004. Holy smokes. That's the last time they won an overall in that class. Wow. And before that was with our next guest, Kevin Windham, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's, 125. Right. Let's turn a real 125. Kevin Windham, welcome to the show. Two smoking it up, huh? Back in the good old days. Uh, <laughs> you were Yamaha's great blue hope for a while there. <laughs> yeah, for a little bit. I can't believe you. And then you did that photo shoot and you were still leaving and all that. Yeah, I just recently tweeted a picture of that photo shoot. It was a. Uh, I think I had a response from you there, Mathis. That was an expensive photo shoot for me. <laughs> well, I was right, wasn't it? <laughs> it was very expensive, yes. Um, that, was, uh, that was a big controversy. Imagine if there was Vital MX back then. Ooh, Wyndham. That oh, man. Bad. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, w- Yamaha, last time they won a to overall in the 125 class was Mike Brown in 2004. But with Cooper Webb and Jeremy Martin, I'm liking their odds to break that. Street. Yeah, those guys are, are riding well right now. I mean, the first thing it's going to take is for Eli to get out of the class. But, uh, <laughs> uh, dude, that guy's on rails right now. I see he's on the show tonight as well. But yeah. uh, I'm really impressed with, with those guys and uh, bright futures for them. So hopefully they keep their head on straight and keep charging away. They're riding really well. Uh, I talked to you a little while ago for an interview on Racer X. Uh, you said you were growing a beard. And then I saw a photo of you from Loretta's, and you're right. You were growing a beard. Yeah, I, I, I was, but you know what? I, I'm really ashamed to say because I, I love doing stuff like that because it's, it becomes such a topic of conversation, right? Like, I love hearing everybody's opinion. I love it. I hate it. Whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So you just. Right. But I came home because look, businessman came out in me, man. I, I and I, I had the beard. It's it's gone right now, and I'm really disappointed <laughs> about it. But it was. It's a good business decision. You know, when you go into a bank and you're asking for money, <laughs> you go, like, you know, like, you look at, like, uh, Leonard Skinner or something like that, you know, like when they were first going out to get their, their music out on the road and stuff. Could you imagine those cats walking into your office going, oh, my gosh, I'm sending these dudes out on the road right now? Yeah. Oh. It's a good point. You're right. Um, but, um, yeah, things are cleaned up right now. That I'm, looked like I'm a really, good beard, K-Dub. It was solid, and yeah. I was hoping to keep it through winter, you know, kind of – I'm, I'm unemployed right now. I was really thinking about not running heat in my house. I was kind of trying to get woolly and, and, and uh, you know, all that stuff. But um, it didn't work, man. I had to shave it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So um, where where you been? Uh, you're at Loretta's. Um, you were at Muddy Creek. Oh, wait, you were at another race I didn't see. Did you go to National lately? No, but I'm uh, I'm actually out to Vegas next week for a deal for Showy. Uh, plan on going to Elsinore, trying to hit a spy ride day, doing a charity event for some wounded warriors here in uh, Kentwood uh, here in a couple of weeks, a, a local track in Louisiana. Okay. And uh, just all kind of stuff, man. It's been some fun opportunities to, you know, kind of give back a little bit in the way of some ride days and charity stuff that's going on, which is kind of fun. Yep. But, uh, you know, just kind of struggling with what's next, where to go from here, talks with, uh, you know, Feld and some of those guys about keeping me around Supercross, being involved with my team in some way, just just all kind of things going on. And I think, as you could probably imagine, for me, when you first retire, there's probably a lot of opportunities that come across. Yeah. And it would be easy to jump at the first one, but uh, just got to make sure that they're the right decision uh, as, as we move forward. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what you do. Um, you know, I know some riders have approached you for coaching them, and like you said, you could work with the the – the Geico guys, but then, like you told me too, you don't want to just be like a dude signing autographs. You want to really help. You know, you want yeah, to really well, I mean, like. It's, it's nice signing autographs. I mean, obviously, the fans no. made my career, but no, I, what, I know what but, you're saying. I, yeah. I agree completely. I want to have a, a true value to whether it be my team or whatever. And you know, I'm I'm kind of to a point with Planet Fitness now and stuff. 
and and the and the business side that I'm I'm doing, you know, outside the industry that I'm not really prepared to be a California guy and I mean getting a guy to come down here and ride in, in the backwoods of Mississippi is probably not going to happen so mm-hmm. uh, but I am going to be at the races probably uh, well I haven't made a promise to my daughter to make <clears throat> at least two of her basketball games so okay. I'll probably have a 15 round series this year <laughs> but uh, you know I, yeah. I'm, I'm there so you know there's been a couple opportunities but some that just didn't uh, didn't feel right so we didn't jump on them just yet we need to get you in the booth I know it's hard. There's a lot of politics. There's a lot of things, ins and outs, and things like that. But man, I thought you were excellent on on TV. And uh, that, although that may not fulfill your like like desire to be useful, I think you'd yeah. be great at it. You know, it's it's fun to do, and it's uh, I, I enjoy talking about what the guys are going through. And I I, I hope that uh, when I put it out there, I hope it really is what they're going through. I mean, obviously, we all have similar struggles at times, but you know, there's different mindsets and stuff, and. Uh, you know, I, I can speak through what what some of my struggles may have been in certain situations, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's tough. It's a tough gig, right? Because you, you, no one wants to be, you know, Aaron Bates throwing her microphone in uh, Eli Tomac's face when he crashed in the whoops. But yep. you know, when you're sitting on the couch, you're like, "Damn, what happened? I want to know what what's he yeah. going to say, right?" So yep. it's like, of course, Eli's pissed. He's like, "I'm not saying nothing to you," <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's it would go a long way for the sports, and but. You know, as a rider, sometimes you're like, oh, okay, I want to respect their position here because I, I know what it feels like to bust your ass in the middle of a points lead and and essentially throw his title away, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's, a, it's a fine line. And like you, and also, too, uh, we see this in other sports, you know, NFL sports and things like that. Um, it's tough in your position to be critical. I feel like Emig can be better at this. I feel like Emig, everything's great with Jeff, and I'd like him to be a little more – Hey, tell me what he should have done, or tell me what you would have done. And I understand yeah. he's got a lot of relationships. He, you know, he's got a lot of things going on. And for you, the same deal. It would be tough for you. Well, look, I've I've interviewed people about five times in my life, and uh-huh. you go and you talk crap on them because you think that's what they're going through. Uh-huh. Try to get that next interview. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, becomes, yeah, yeah. It becomes yeah. very difficult to get another interview. Amazingly, all of a sudden. Yeah. No, I I've been there. You know, there's a, some people that don't won't, won't talk to me. You know what I mean? And it's. What can you do? I try to report an opinion and my side, and sometimes yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't I, matter. Well, I've, I've seen some footage of you trying to ask some questions and get answers and stuff just <laughs> <and> recently. <laughs> yeah. Tuned yeah. into the Pulp Show a couple of weeks ago. I, I know what oh, you go through. Did you hear that one? That was, uh, that was an epic <laughs> one. Um, hey, uh, maybe you can make a comeback, though, because there's no Southwick anymore, and we know you love that place. You know, South Southwick's done. Uh, <laughs> for the moment, I hear I, I hear there's some interesting uh, stuff going on up around there. We actually just had a, uh, you know me, I got my hands in all kinds yeah. of stuff, right? Yeah. So Mike Grondel is now working with uh, getting getting uh, that track back on the map. And uh, interesting here, press release I heard coming out, because we actually went in with the Coombs family at Loretta's. I, I was at Loretta's, in fact, and... Uh, it's interesting how it went down. We met Carrie, and she's obviously just hauling butt around the Loretta Lynn's one of her busiest weeks of her life. And, yeah. you know, I think she, she kind of said, you know, hey, look, there's, there's not a chance for Southwick because of it had limitations, right? I mean, there, if you think about all the nationals and all the things that's going on, you got stuff like there's no, you know, lack of parking, there's no, there's no camping at Southwick, there's no amateur day, and that's all things that really kind of work for nationals, right? But mm-hmm. what I think... 
what I think kind of got overlooked is that we were talking with Mike Rondel, who who has a, a real potential of, of bringing some assets to that place and, and investing some money in it that could get it right. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not giving up on that whole deal just yet. You know, I, I hated Southwick as a rider, but I, the few reasons I did like it was because the the crowd in the New England area is yeah. off the charts. And I think also as a rider, I, I I wasn't good at it, but so this is going to come off a little bit funny. But you do want to embrace different track conditions, right? Like, yeah. You don't want to go to every track that's just got a bunch of mulching and a bunch of this and it's, it's good to have hard pack tracks and, and sandy tracks and I, I think that area does does well for it. And, you know, I wouldn't write that that national off just yet. You know, it's it, uh, it's the Fenway Park of motocross. It's so cool. It's yeah. such it is, a cool but, race. You know, I, I agree with the Coombs family on the side that it, it had some uh, some issues, like I said before, with the parking and yeah. stuff. But I mean, they they did a good job at standing beside the promoters until. You know that that kind of seemed like a, you know that deal ended, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I think Grondel, uh, Mike Grondel, the the, uh, the guy that we got hooked up with with our team, and then also with Plant Fitness and stuff. I, you know his love for the sport, and obviously being for that from that area, yeah. um, put him in a position to try to throw some some dollars at it to um, you know mm-hmm. take it to the next level. So oh, with all that said, good. I know the Coombs family is into the area and 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 willing to try to do you know put motocross. Yeah best foot forward and i think he's a, a good guy that's uh gonna try to do that for air, that area you know like you said it's a hotbed for motocross and the fans are amazing I, I just wish i could have rode better in the sand <laughs> um yeah as i've said before to you it's the one race where i'm like hey i think we got Wyndham this weekend i think we got him um yeah 702 702-586-7857 if you have a question for the great kevin Wyndham. um hey you've uh You've been in the position where Eli Tomac is uh, just absolutely on a roll. Uh, he was the fastest qualifier out of anybody at Unadilla. Dude, I'm not sure I have. <laughs> I think you have. I mean, there's this guy named Carmichael, but he, there were still times where you were unbeatable. Maybe not six motos in a row, though. Dude, come on. Uh, you know what? I, I, uh, I'm glad he's got his, his stuff firing on all cylinders does right he, now. Does he ever? Uh, I mean, because... Uh, you know, look, I hate to bring up spilled milk and talk about bad stuff, but we all remember the Salt Lake City thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, to see where he's come from there to where he is right now and, and, and just watching him ride, I mean, look, it's it's not even, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to jinx him, but he, he seems like a shoe in at this point, obviously. Yeah, he's 39, but, 39 points up. Yeah. But, dude, he's, put, he's posting times that could run with Villapoto or whatever, you know I mean? It's just... It's just ridiculous what he's doing on a bike, and I, I watch him go into stuff, and his bike's not doing anything funny. So mm-hmm. I mean, he's got he's got everything he needs to haul butt in these sections. But like watching on TV, you can visually see like, holy crap! Like, dude, he's he's going in there hot. Yeah, you know, and, and I think like like I said, his bike's not doing anything funny, and when it doesn't do anything funny, that just says, okay, well, hey, I can go another half a click faster. I can go another you know another little bit here or there, and. Mm-hmm. I mean, just his line choice and everything just is different than the other guys right now, and it's it's working for him. It's it's amazing. It's like he's tall and he's big for the bike, and uh, he just seems to be able to put it anywhere he needs it. It doesn't, like you said, it's not it's not getting out of shape. It's not not doing anything weird, and he's just able to put it wherever he wants. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing. Well, you, okay, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say. I mean, I I don't want to, you know, I don't want the other guys to throw in the towel prematurely, and I don't want to just sound like I'm just waving the biggest Geico Honda flag in the world. But when a guy can start 18th. Mm-hmm. And come through and 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 have a fifteen second lead at the end. I mean, he's doing something right. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. He puts himself at a deficit. Uh, how many times has he started in the top five this year? 
I don't know of any, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been but, tough. But then, you know, but then again, you have Will Hahn, who went ahead and scored him fifteen grand or whatever it was with the Superstore deal. Oh, Wilbur and his starts. Well, at least, like, for Wilbur, I, I think he's a little frustrated, but he's leading laps. So he'll get there. He's figuring it out. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, we'll bounce around the whole Geico Honda team, I guess. not. we're just going to just <laughs> Geico show. But, um, you know, when you start behind those guys – I mean, unless you're somebody like like you brought up Carmichael earlier, mm-hmm. or you know somebody that's just so gnarly, you know. I mean, Will Will's a great talent and a great rider, but he I, he's not in a position where he can start himself in a real deficit of being down a couple of rounds and, and kind of coming back into that you know hostile environment. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's brutal to jump in midseason and, uh, and and just expect to just run with the boys. I mean, they they make a lot of ground this first couple of rounds. Yeah. Um, hey, and I'm, I'm guessing that you're a fan of Eli going back to Geico next year. And do you think Berluti being at RCH, we know Eli was talking to him, do you think Berluti being there maybe chased Eli away? That's sort of what... uh, I mean, that could definitely be a liability. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know. You I, know. I agree. Thanks, bud. Yep, he... I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I owe you maybe one along the way, Berluti. There you go. I'll take it. I <laughs> right, got you. Right, right, right. <laughs> There's probably somebody at the test track when you were at the Zuga that he pissed you off. So, um I think Berluti was there at the test track. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He, that, Berluti looked at a photo of Buddy Antonez in 1990 and was telling he was, him. And he, he was at the test track. <laughs> he was there. It's, it's amazing. Um, uh, so, anyways, for yourself, you got, you're busy coming up. you got uh, some riding ride days coming up. Uh, Craig Morgan's got something going on, right, that you're going to be involved in? Yeah, actually, yeah. this year, I hate to say it, I'm, I'm not. Uh, that's actually the weekend that I'm doing. Uh, I've had a wound, Wounded Warriors oh, thing okay. on, on the books there a couple of weeks earlier. So, I, I hate This is going to be the first one I'm actually missing, so uh, disappointed in that. But just saw him last week. I stopped by and said hello while we were at in Loretta. He's mm-hmm. from, from nearby uh, that area. So, um, yeah, just not yeah. going to be able to do that one. Right, well, right. Uh, how are you – how are you getting along with retirement? One of my questions here Dude, for you. How is it? It, it sucks. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. It, I, I really – I don't like it at all. Um, I call uh, my team almost weekly, and I, <laughs> I tell them I'm coming back, and they're like, <laughs> right. you're, you're not serious, are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they always say – they always throw that out there. And, um, you know, I – I'm glad I'm not crashing. That's a big plus in my life. I, I haven't crashed since I retired. Mm-hmm. I haven't crashed in 2013. That's a huge success for me. Right, right. And, uh, you know, things are going well. I'm keeping myself busy, but it's just, it's just it just hasn't been as rewarding, and it's, it's uh, something that I'm struggling with. But then you always have the reality of, like, okay, yeah, I can yeah. come back. I can make a comeback. Dude, I don't want to run with those guys no more. I mean, it, it, took me like, it took me like three weeks to watch TV and go, Holy shit! These these guys, <laughs> these guys are doing something special. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, two weeks into my retirement, I'm like, oh man, I can do that with my eyes closed. Turn off the lights. We'll do a transfer right here. We'll do this. We'll do that. All right. But now I'm looking at it like, dude, these guys are gnarly, and, and they really are. And <laughs> and I look at this point in the season and where they're at. Although I haven't done outdoors for many years now, but I mean, just hats off to these guys who have been busting their ass since September, right? Yeah, of, yeah. of 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 2012. You know, with testing and Supercross and Motocross, and you know, maybe they get three weeks off and then they're going to jump back in there. And you know, thirty-five is kind of old for that, mm-hmm. unless you're John Dowd, you know. But <laughs> I'm, I'm not, or, or Mike Brown. Now, I guess he's he's yeah. another guy that's but ripping it up. Even Brownie, I talked to him at um, I don't know, maybe Millville, 
And he was like, man, he's guys. He's like, I feel like I'm as good as I was last year. And, you know, last year he got some top tens. Uh, he goes, man, I've been riding a lot. I feel okay, but class is, is tough this year. You know, Mike, Mike, it was hard for him to admit that, but, he, you know, he did. He's just like, wow, okay. You know, yeah. so. Um, uh, hey, what about going to Loretta's? Do you see yourself ever making a return a la the great Tim Ferry and Robbie Bernard? You know, you know what? I, uh, I, I can. Yeah, I can, I can see myself doing that. Okay. I, I yeah. actually rode a uh, – well, my son's riding now. Right. You know, and I think that's cool when you can go back and ride with your son. And um, I actually got a gig coming up uh, here in, the, in a racer X here pretty soon. Uh, I did a little my take on Loretta Lens. And, it, you know, it's, it, it actually touches on that and going back. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I don't want to let too much out of it. I, I actually had a good time writing, you know, kind of through the eyes of K-Dub there down in Loretta Lens about – you know the, the blurred lines between professional and amateur racing, and mm-hmm. you know old pros coming back to amateurs and young amateurs making way too much money or getting way too much stuff. You know, so it's 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 pretty cool about you know my take on that yeah. blurred lines of things. Dude, I tell you what, I mean that that race that race has been on some performance enhancing drugs since I've been there in '94. <laughs> that thing is gnarly right now. I yeah. mean, just the uh, the production and the, the the show. I mean, it was televised this year, and just the things that are going on around the amateur race. You know, I mean, that's that's an gnarly production right there. Um, yeah. It, well, it, you know, you were maybe the, one of the greatest amateurs ever. You won a ton of titles. It, you, Thank you, know, you very much. I appreciate that. You were, and and look, you came out, and you were, you know, just a team green kid out of a van. There was yep. no there was no deal in place for you. There was no money. And and as I said, you were one of the best. And and to go from that to, uh, you know, Matt Bichelia or J- or Josh Hill or whatever, and they're right on a factory team, right into it. It's a lot different than when you were there. Yeah, I mean, well, keep in mind those days the pros went to box fans. Uh, you know, you were, yeah, you, were true. you were getting some some right. rad box fan that you know, uh, Eric Kehoe just gotten rid of, <laughs> finished riding out of. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I actually the first. When I first went to Yamaha, that was the first time that uh, a, a manufacturer OEM went to a uh, eighteen wheeler. So I went from uh, literally like an Econo line van to, yeah, yeah. to the eighteen wheeler, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I got shell shocked a little bit. I mean, I wasn't. I, I should have been. You know, there's some of these kids that are super outgoing and, and, and yeah, yeah. I guess kind of cocky, which you know that can obviously play against you. I don't. I don't. I don't really put a lot into who I am, I, you know, as far as, like, should have changed it because I think that, you know, who I am attracted a lot of people to me, and, and my career was great for for reasons outside of that. But, you know, some of these kids that are coming in now, they I, I really get you get the sense just looking at them and how they carry themselves that they're like, yeah, dude, I'm pro. Right. I'm going pro. I ain't, you know, ain't been in school for five years. I'm, I'm I, This yeah. is my deal. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Which so, is good and bad. Good and bad. It, it is. Yeah. It is, for sure. For sure. Um. Uh, hey, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We got a few questions, a few lines open for uh, Kevin Windham. If you got a question, call in. Uh, K Dub, we we have a segment on our show, X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment. Um, it's basically a qu- quick answer, rapid fire questions. Um, we got three of them for you. Are you ready? Yeah, but I've been drinking. Oh uh, well, okay. So we'll, maybe we'll give you you know a little longer than fifteen seconds. But um, yeah. all right, let's do this. All right, first one. Whose riding style reminds you of yourself? Um, let's see. Can, can I go with like a Josh Hill? Does anybody see Josh Hill? Or not really? No, I don't see right. Josh Hill. I I uh, I see Tomac a little bit. Do you? I do because I, I, taller, taller dude. 
stays yeah. central in the bike. Doesn't have his elbows down like you as much, but um, I, I see went it. hill. That was my rapid fire. Pull that tear off. That was the wrong answer. Yeah. Uh, it, it, <laughs> no it, wrong whatever, answer. There's no wrong, wrong answer answers. when it comes to you. Uh, all, all right, right, next question. All right. What was the biggest perk of flying private despite all the money you burned through? Uh, just having it right there whenever I wanted to go wherever I wanted, getting home whenever I wanted. It was, it was sick. Like, it was so much fun. <laughs> that was one of the things that it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dude, I, when I would get to my house at 1030 after a national and go, dude, I'm sorry. Them, them uh, poor folks are <laughs> driving to Pittsburgh right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm like rolling in my bed, like oh uh, man, it was so Ch- nice. But Chad, uh, Chad told me a story that like, uh, yeah, uh, I just give my pilot my Outback Steakhouse order, and then yep. he went and picked every Outback up for everybody. JT, yep. and when he got to the plane, there was Outback waiting for him. As he's as he's strapped in and started eating his, I'm just like, stop it. Or stop or, it. or if you wanted anything else, it would be on the plane as well. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Exactly. Um, and, and, and you you know you pull up. You drive your car straight to the plane. A guy grabs your luggage, puts it in, no pat down, oh, security check. Yeah, no awesome. guy telling you that you have two two ounces too much of fluid. I mean, dude, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I flew private private once. Uh, have you ever? Couple times. Couple times. Yeah. With Prim. Yeah. Yeah. I did it with uh, Castillo. Yeah. Flew from Indy Supercross back to Orange County. I, I I've yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's a, it's a life changing experience. I can see the rock stars. It, it is a life changing yeah. experience. It's it's changed every one of my kids' lives. Like <laughs> none of them are going to college. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally changed everybody's life. That's good. Oh, okay, next question. I'm just joking, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last question. Uh, what was the weirdest body part or item you have ever autographed? Well, um, nothing. Nothing really weird. You know. I mean, you know. Anything that you can fit the tip of a sharpie on, I've signed. <laughs> but um, you know what I don't like? I don't like signing shoes because I'm like, dude, this guy's just been in a urinal out in the middle of, you know, a field or at a supercross or whatever. Oh, something something weirded me out about shoes. Like I was just weird about that. But I don't know. I don't really think any real body parts is being weird. Okay. All right. Although when they go and get it tatted the next time, that gets a little bit. Yeah. You know, did you have some of those fans? You did. Couple. couple yeah. Tats. That's that's couple crazy. Tats. I've seen that he with signs it, and then they go to yeah. the tattoo parlor. I'll show you my day. Timmy Ferry later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, Robbie Renard beat him this weekend. I told him this weekend about how disappointed I was. He beat him in I can one only class. Imagine. Yeah, he did. Well, Berlut loves Renard. Well, you know. I know. So yeah. basically, it's a wash. You yeah, we need to talk, we need to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know what? I I actually uh, put that in my little story that I did for Larez as well. But as well, excuse me, they were some of the best racing of of the week, dude. It was, oh yeah. It was pretty pretty epic. Right, right, right. Um, hey, Kevin, thank you for coming on the show. Um, appreciate it. My uh, pleasure, man. Uh, always good to talk to you. I don't care what you're doing. Um, love to get your take on everything and. You know, and all that. So hopefully, we'll keep having you on. Can I ask one question? Yeah, Berlu, sure. No, you're you're a patriot and a great American. Uh, what's your deal going with the uh, wounded warrior deal? Close to home, free weekend sound like a good deal. Uh, Geico actually is a big supporter of a lot of those events. Uh, trying to get into the uh, George W. Bush ride day uh, there, where he has that that ride on his his place, and just. Just being involved in stuff, man. People people hit me up on stuff all the time. Uh, as a, as a professional, a lot of these guys aren't able to hit these events, but that doesn't mean that you wouldn't want to. You know, you sign a jersey and you send it off, and 
to be in person is just it's just nice. You know, I got the opportunity a long time ago. Um, it's actually wind up going to be a pretty big deal there. Uh, mm-hmm. Carmichael's coming as well. Uh, Tim Cotter's coming, and um, it's it's it's, it's going to be fun. You know, yeah, that's it's what a I want. Good wondered. time to ride ride bikes and raise some money. So where's where's it at then? Kentwood, Louisiana, and. Uh, Man, I'm drawing a blank here. Let me let me flip my calendar up real quick. I want to say it's like September twenty one, twenty two, I believe, somewhere right there. Twenty one, twenty two, I believe. Oh, hey, one last question for you. RV, the the news hey, drop. Oh, what? Can I, can I just tell you guys? My 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 heart's sore. My my, I'm just I'm bummed. I don't know if I can come back on Pulp Show. Why? Because I, we haven't heard from a caller, man. Um. Yeah, it's a little weird, for sure. I don't. You, every time you've been on, the lines are jammed. They're, they're, did, did your phone line break or what? I don't. I'm, I'm kind of getting a little bit. Dude, I'm, my either, feelings are hurt a little bit. Either the phone line broke or Tits, our producer, uh, screwed it up. There's a good chance of that. Um, All right, we'll go with that. I feel better now. Oh wait, we, <laughs> no, we have a call. We, no, we actually do have a call for you. Um, <laughs> it's all right. I don't want to take it. <laughs> no, you have to now. <laughs> now you have to. Um, Hold on. Uh, and oh, by the way, uh, so the news broke today about RV getting surgery yep. and missing the motocross the nations. We yep. we talked about that at the beginning of the show. Uh, there's going to be some fans that, you know, want his head on a stake and all this. But yeah. uh, I understand it. It's a it's a four weeks of healing time that he would miss out if he did the race. The race is a ton of work. Yep. Um, it is a ton of work. Can you can you elaborate? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, two takes. One, he's had a tough career. He's had a lot of breaks, and I think he needs to do what he needs to do to. Uh, to increase his career. I think the fans would want to see him out there longer than shorter. Mm-hmm. So he should get himself fixed. I mean, we're talking about getting yourself fixed, dude. That's that's kind of like a, you know. Yeah. But I understand the importance of the motocross nations, but I'm going to finish it with this. I'm going to close it, that the Americans are so badass we can win it without them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. you got a good point. All right, well, now we can take some calls. Luke. Yo, Kevin, uh, I was wondering, what was your biggest inspiration as a kid? Uh, biggest inspiration... You know, for me, just outside of a, a person, like I, I enjoyed watching all the racing, just like all the amateur guys do now. The young kids coming up, um, you know, the Hannas, and you know, I caught the tail end of his career. I was a little bit baby, but you know, looking at all, I was just a, a moto guy my whole life. I love riding, getting an opportunity to ride. I look back at what what my dad gave to me and, and provided for me, and, and how much time we spent on the road. I, I just I don't know how how he did it. Really, I'm, I'm so uh, indebted <laughs> to him, but. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was the kind of guy, like, when I wasn't riding my, my race bike, I was on my, my little pit bike and doing pit bike tracks and just ride, ride, ride. And, um, you know, there's some big races that are forever etched in my memory, you know, cheering Sky Guy along when he was almost winning races and <laughs> that whole Atlanta uh, Atlanta race yeah. back in the day when, when Ward did the triple pump. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was literally always moto and, uh, you know, whatever guys were – yeah. On the track right before I went down, uh, Kudrowski, I, I had this picture on the wall. Um, Kehoe, I made a joke about him earlier, but he's a good friend of mine, and I've mm-hmm. you know, watched him my whole life. So, um, you know, I was always inspired by those guys and their riding abilities and just, just trying to have fun on my dirt bike, man. I, I never threw a baseball. I never threw a football. I looked completely goofy and, and, and uh, just completely out of place when I attempt it, so I generally I don't try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Luke. Thank you. Thank you. Next call, uh, Matt. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. How you doing, Steve? Good. Thanks for calling. I appreciate you taking the call. Uh, Kevin, I uh, appreciate you as a racer and as a uh, person. Big fan. Uh, 
I was at your my first Steel City I ever went to was '96, and uh, I watched you overall at the 125 class. And 14 years later, I take my nephews to Steel City, and I watch you overall as a fill-in rider uh, for Honda there part time in 2010. Uh, I was wondering how much energy you were pulling from the crowd to come back and pass Brett Metcalf to go one-two for the overall. Uh, that, that was, you know, uh, a huge part was the crowd. And um, I can tell you in that, that particular day, I, I kind of left everything I had back there on the track. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, Brett was riding good that day. And, you know, Dungeon, I think, went down, right, early in Moto? Yeah. Uh, the motos. Yeah, I think he went down. But uh, Pulled in the pits for, for repair, I think. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, just – the opportunity presented itself, and, and uh, we were going for it. And Brett wanted his first win. I wanted to win again, and, and that, to this day, is my, my final outdoor win. But, uh, you know, Steel City, to me, there's a lot of, a lot of history there with, with uh, the results I got early on in my career and, uh, and in the closeout there. So it's pretty fitting for me, and, and uh, it's been a great place for me. And, you know, generally when, when a rider has a great place in an area, in a city, in an outdoor supercross, the fans kind of kind of coincide with that experience, right? Because I mean, obviously, when I, when you have fun at a track and you've done well, you go there with a better attitude. It, it helps, you know, the morale of of your relationship with the fans and all that stuff. And uh, that's a great venue for me. And um, you know, like I said before, fitting that my last win was there for outdoors. Uh, yeah, it was a it was an amazing race. I mean, I get goosebumps right now. I mean, it is literally one of the loudest times. I have ever heard Steel City. It was in, in the sea you go out like that, your last race there. It was, it was unbelievable. I appreciate uh, it, and thanks. thank you very much for uh, just being a true ambassador to the sport. Man, thanks for the support. Appreciate it, bud. Thanks, Matt. Uh, last call for Kevin Windham here. Uh, Matt wants to, This Matt wants to know who your favorite teammate was, uh, K-Dub. Dude, i got to be honest with you. You know how gnarly it was for me to have 16 years old just got finished getting my GED, and I was rolling with Doug Henry, John Dowd, and Damon Bradshaw. Like, dude, that's that's pretty gnarly. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that is. Yeah, that got really real, <laughs> real quick. Like, that was gnarly, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, that was some good days, and it set the the whole, you know, precedent for what's to come. You had Emig there, um, but. Uh, yeah. It was fun coming back home with Rock, making my return and getting that final final home there with uh, was, you know, the Geico Honda team. And, and uh, you know, earlier in the show we had talked about Eli. And, I, you know, I'm glad for their program. You know, I, uh, the whole team to, to do the 450 program as well. Um, you know, that's good for the, that team. And their, their success here recently has been, been just through the roof. So um, they gave me a real home follow, following there. And it was it was more about – Less about the riders because I, I kind of you have that lone when it was me and Mike it was cool but it, you know you got that lone yeah. rider thing but as far as the team around me it was it was good but but the actual riders was, was my was, first team my was, first one coming in man it was it was nuts was Bradshaw like as ornery back then too sort of it was his comeback but was he he as, was yeah. Yeah, but our, our yeah. chicks kind of hung out a hey. lot together and uh, okay. you know Dottie's been you know around for the whole show and and uh, you know they 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 hung out a lot. That made it a lot better. Like, right, right, right. That was uh, pretty much the only way you could get Bradshaw to talk is if he had to say something to his wife. He didn't <laughs> talk to me a whole lot, but <laughs> um, is that is that good, Matt? 
Yeah, thank you. Okay, thank you, man. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, you too, bye. All right. Hey, uh, Kevin, thank you for coming on. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, no problem. Has he been on yet tonight? No, he's coming up next. All right, sounds good. Uh, you listen. Your Saints are up uh, seven on preseason. Bye. Yeah, yeah. You watching it? No, man. I, 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 I uh... I actually just did math homework, which is fun. <laughs> and I'm talking about third grade math homework. Uh, hashtag retired problems. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, right. but I'm ready for Falcons regular season. Oh, oh now you're a Falcon one. guy. No, no, no. We're playing the Falcons. Oh, our first oh, regular okay. season oh, game. Oh, no, right. Dirty Bird. Are you serious? Yeah. No, I, I was very worried there. I mean, yeah. You got a, you got your coach back, so hopefully things turn around. Yeah. It's you hard to get excited if, about if they do, preseason. If they do, he's going to get a raise next year. Yeah, no doubt, right? You're, you're right about that. Uh, thank you, Kevin, for hey guys, coming on. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. See you, K-Dub. See you, really. All right. And that's uh, Kevin Wyndham, his appearance on the show, brought to you by Showy Helmets. Uh, 19 years of racing. Wyndham knew uh, the importance of Showy, and that's why he relies on Showy even now in his, uh, in his retired days. So Josh Grant, Justin Barsha, uh, Michael Lessie, they all use Showy, Showy and uh, the premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy-helmets.com. We thank them for coming on the show. And uh, check them out on the VFX line of off-road helmets. Showy, one of the one of the best helmets out there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and... and Optrix. There we go. Yep. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to come back with uh, Eli Tomek. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time, because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I've ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, 
and G3S Custom Series shocks. Race Tech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Race Tech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new adjust step and endura step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. 
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulp MX show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, 
and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Pulp MX, finally a show your father will approve of. That guy's going down. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Shocker, I know, Van Halen on the Pulp Mech Show. Coming up with Geico Honda's Eli Tomac. Eli Tomac, brought to you by Atlas Brace, born in fuel from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three-year period of team engineers and biomechanical experts. Then it was tested by some of the top professional riders in the world. The end result delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Simply put, the Atlas Brace has it all. AtlasBrace.com, Villapoto, Weimer, they wear them. Why don't you? Uh, check them out at atlasbrace.com, and thanks to those guys for stepping up. Super cool brace. One of the only ones out there that, uh, the only one out there that uh, uh, makes it for kids. So it's custom fit for little children. Thank you for listening to the Pulp Mech Show. Presented by BTOsports.com. I'm Steve Mathis. Tony Baluti's in studio with me. What's up, Baluti? Hey, Steve. Weimer you, did well this week, huh? He did. With the Atlas Brace. He did, exactly. Yeah. Good good call. Weimer. With the Atlas goes one, or Villapoto with the Atlas goes yeah. one one, and Weimer gets third in the second moto. Yeah, impressive. You know he why? Good. 
Because they had those Atlas braces, Berlu. Absolutely. That's the point I'm making, yeah. Um, yeah, you're, that's good. Good job, Berlu. I, I like you on the show already. <laughs> hey, let's get to our next guest. This guy here, well, first we had Geico Honda's Kevin Windham. And uh, obviously, he's the great Kevin Windham. This guy here is in line to be the next uh, great Kevin Windham Geico rider. Uh, six motos in a row, a huge points lead, uh, two races left. Eli Tomac, what's going on, man? Hey. Thanks for coming. Uh, hanging out in Colorado, watching a little bit of the Country Music Awards, and I was like, oh, crap, Pulp's calling me. Oh, Better get sh- to my phone. Oh, shit. I can't believe you didn't have yeah. that, like, just you're just dreaming about it all day looking at the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, it's been a while since we had you on, uh, and I, I thought I figured what, what better time than now. Six motos in a row, and holy shit, Eli, you are on a roll. Can you – have you ever been on a roll like this in your career? I mean, what? <laughs> Can you relate at all to what's going on? Because right now you're just on another level. Yeah, I would say, like, right now I'm probably the best I've been. I mean, I I did I have won a few, you know, Supercrosses in a row. But, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, in Supercross most of the time, like, you, you normally you don't win a heat race, but then you win the, win the main or vice versa, you know. But uh, yeah, I guess winning six in a row is pretty cool. <laughs> no no doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, your starts, uh, you're better on your starts. You're not pulling holies yeah. quite yet but you're better yeah i mean they, they are like you know they're, they're just they're just not terrible now i used to be like <laughs> really inconsistent to where like i would get like a 20th place start you know and then those yeah. are the ones you definitely don't win yeah but now i'm at least good enough to be like top five or you know maybe top seven and i guess that's good enough for me this year you know right uh 702-586-7857 if you have a question for geico honda's eli tomac um yeah, it was first at Washugal, and you know before Washugal, a bunch of us smart guys were talking about your race, and we're like, "This track's hard to pass on. He's got to get a start. Yep. It's it's not easy to to run. It's it's difficult to go fast because it's so slippery too. Um, if you start pushing it, you could end up on the ground. But that was the start of your streak right there. Did you do anything? Have you switched anything up in your training and your riding, or anything different to to really start you roll start you on this roll that started at Washugal? Uh, man, well, well, the past three races, while Shugel, you know, I did have my best starts, you know, and, and I was, you know, that's, that's a good thing. Cause that track is tough to pass on, you know, mm-hmm, um, yeah. man, I don't, I can't pinpoint anything really. It's just, uh, you know, being healthy, you know, not having any little, like, you know, little tweaks here and there and, right. you know, the bike's working and man, it's just like when everything's job together you know you just you're just rolling right and then you know will well i guess you can get good starts because according to people on the internet will hahn has the whole shot motor have you, have you yeah, heard, have you heard I that don't, one i don't dude i would love love to have that guy start so like <laughs> the second one you know i was like hey man can I, can I put a rope on your bike so you can tell me the first corner um well <laughs> like i said though people on the internet are saying that geico is experimenting with whole shot motors and they're giving it only to Will. <laughs> I swear to you. I swear to you. This is this is the stuff that goes on awesome. the internet. So, um, so oh, maybe yeah. you need to get one of those yeah. motors. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. Yeah, that would that'd be uh, make um, life easier for sure. Did you like Unadilla this weekend? Obviously, I mean, you, you kicked ass, but did you like the track? A lot yeah. of guys don't, but uh, I did. Yeah. I actually, I really love that track. Everything besides the roost, you know. I, a lot of people, you know, kind of whine about that place, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm a fan for sure, for sure, because it, it's gnarly rut. It turns into a real motocross track, you know. It's yeah. natural terrain, yeah. like the big screw you corner, and, uh, you know, I think it, it is a real motocross track, so that's why I like it. Yeah, yeah, it, it is pretty gnarly. You're right about that. Um, Eli, how yeah. come none of, you guys, none of you guys on your team even uh, used uh, handguards? 
No, see, yeah, that was it was a little bit sketchy too. You know, I think uh, you got to have them when you go 450 because I was actually checking out my hands today and I have a couple little you know little marks <laughs> on them. So it was a little bit of a risk, you know. Right. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We're on the phone with Eli Tomac. Feel free to call in if you have a question for him. Um, how's John? Is he still gnarly? He is. I don't know if you, if anyone's heard, but he actually broke his arm again or his elbow. What? I don't know if that ever got out. Again. So yes. So he watered it on the mountain bike. That yes. was the first one, yes. and that's when everyone saw him on TV at Washougal or whatever. But uh, right. So anyway, my mom told him to go take out the trash can one morning here at the house. <laughs> he was walking back and saw like a sprinkler jacked in the field. Uh-huh. So anyway, went went and looked at that. And then for some reason, he went to go pick up this pallet that was next to the field. And there was like a huge bee's nest under there, like wasp nest. So it freaked him out. He turned around to sprint. And then he just spun out in his cowboy boots and then just smashed his arm. Oh, God. <laughs> no way. Yeah, and then, and then pulled the bone, like, or pulled the screw out that was existing in there. Oh, Broke that piece in half. And then, like, it was, like, bloody murder, dude. It was, like, blood all the way up to the house. My mom freaked wow. out. Like, I was walking down the stairs, like, in my underwear, about, you know, for breakfast. Oh. <laughs> and there was this huge commotion. It was wild. Oh, Johnny T. Oh. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, yeah, so he's wrapped up again. Jeez, that guy. Uh, Brett's on yeah. the line for question for you. Brett, what's going on? You got a question for Eli Tomac? Hi, everyone. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for hey. calling. Yeah, good. I'm just wondering, Eli, congratulations this year. You're killing it. Um, huge fan. And just wondering, how long have you signed for Geico for, on the 450? Is it just the one uh, you do? Or are you? So, 14 years. Okay, awesome. Yep. That is awesome. Well done. Congratulations. Thanks. Right. Thanks. Yeah, it should be good. Thanks, Brett. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Um, yeah, one of my one of my theories, and you know, of course, I'm in the media, so I you know got to come up with these crazy theories. Uh, perhaps some of that silly season stuff played a role uh, mentally with you, and and it's all settled. It's all signed. You're going Geico Honda 450, and you know you've won six motos in a row. And I mean, I guess it happened a little while ago, but. Some of that is off your mind. Do you, do you think there's anything there, or is that? Uh... Uh, no, I don't. No. I don't think so. Okay. You know, I've been pretty good, like just mentally this year. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say that 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 was my issue. You know, like having to worry about other things. It's just, uh, I don't know. I've just gotten stronger and stronger all season. You know, and just felt better and better. And I haven't had any goofy little crashes to where you know it, right. it's nagging during the race. So it's just been a, a good year, I guess. Do you think that maybe some of the reason you went with Geico is because Berluti here, you didn't like Berluti when he went to your house. Did he creep you out? Was it weird? <laughs> Did you just say, hey, I don't want to – RCH, I'm over you guys because this guy's talking about Buddy Antonez a lot. Is there any of that? Was there- no, no, Berluti was good. No, Berluti was good. Okay, all right. I'm just checking yeah, yeah. Berluti. So, yeah, yeah. I mean – Start, he's telling me about Robbie Renard all the time. Oh, stop you know, it I, already. I, I, can't, I, can't deal, I can't deal with this guy. Give me my 50 bucks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a bet, um, Ferry versus Renard, and it looks like Renard got him in one class, so I owe Berlut some money. No, it's, <laughs> it's good. I can't believe it. Of course you put the money on Ferry, right? <laughs> Come Boy. on. Come on, Eli. Um, <laughs> hey, you guys, uh, you guys have a good team down there. You've you're, you're, you know, got Zach Osborne. He's, he's fifth in the points. Uh, maybe he's fourth. What fifth or fourth? Uh, Will Hans pulling whole shots, leading laps. Justin Bogle is yep. is really riding well right now. He's having a big outdoor season. Yeah, Osborne's fifth, 
and uh, yep. you know you're you're obviously winning the title. I know Mitch Payton hates to hear it, but uh, you guys are a real powerhouse over there, at Geico Honda. Yeah, I, you know we're we're bringing the heat. You know, uh, yeah, I guess it just you know it's just the kind of the change of power, and I think it's always going to change. You know, um, yep. You know, I guess you can only rule for so long. You know, and you know who knows maybe in. Five years, we'll go back to PC. It's just uh, right. just different at this moment of time. Uh, we've got Zach on the show a lot. Uh, he's good friends of the show. He's been on in studio a bunch. Give us some dirt on Zach Osborne. What what what's his deal? What what what? I'm actually surprised he's surviving right now at the races because his wife isn't there anymore. Because she uh, oh, she's I... got a nursing job going. So oh, I haven't seen her. Yeah, That's right. Uh, yeah. Oh, poor he's Zach. He's right now at the truck. So I think he. I don't know. Oh, because she makes his his. Drinks for him. She does it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes his drinks. Puts like his little podium legs on. There's like these crazy things that like push lactic acid out of your legs. So looks oh. like the Michelin man upstairs. And oh. so now he's all has to do the work by himself. So yeah. Poor Zachy Poo. Um, yeah. He told me this weekend that, you know, he's been having first moto problems and this weekend he, he got third and he's like, dude, I switched my yeah. bars. And I'm just like, come on, Zach. No, 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 <laughs> no, dude, the bars. And I'm just like, you're such a head case. Come on. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and then he'll puke before like almost every first moto too. So yeah, I don't know. He must have been better this week. I know, right? Who knows? Uh, I got some calls for yeah. you here from Rob. Rob, what's up? You got a question for Eli Tomac? I do, Steve. Thanks. All right, All right. Eli, I'm going to apologize in advance for this stupid question. It is it is dumb, but I just can't figure it out. <laughs> okay. I've looked at the last two seasons that you rode, and you haven't done. There's a little habit that you've picked up that nobody else is doing that you're doing, and you've only done it this season. And it has to do with your right leg. When you're coming out of corners, you'll take it off the peg and just kind of dangle it, like almost like a counterbalance. You're doing it a lot at Millville. You did a lot this weekend going through the ruts. What, yeah. No one else is doing it. What, can you just walk me through what's going on and why, why, why you're doing that? You know, that's, it's actually funny you say that because I had a friend from in Durango. It's like an hour away. But anyway, he's a good mountain bike buddy, my dad. So he was saying the same thing, like, he was calling the the leg hang or something like, but when I watch it on TV, I don't like it. I was like, man, I need to clean up my style. It's kind of like, like I'm lazy dragging a leg, but I don't know. It's just I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, it's just uh, it must just be <laughs> I have no right idea. Now. I have no idea it's what like I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> is it because it's just you're like... is it just because you're tall and you just you just need to rest it because you you stand up all the time. Is it when you're sitting, you're just using, you're just using it to kind of rest, just to stretch out that hip? Do you know? It, it could be. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't really know if it's a good thing just to dangle your leg. <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe maybe it's a little, like, MotoGP stuff, you know, hanging the leg out before the entry of the corners, but all of a sudden I'm not doing it on the entries. But, uh, right. yeah, I don't know what's going on. No, Rob, that's a, that's not a dumb question, Rob. Not so at that's all. That's a good question. Yeah. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Eli. Right. Best of luck to you. You're gnarly. Right, thanks. Thanks. Uh, the whole John Tomac gnarly thing is is out of control right now. Um, uh, um, hey, one of the things that uh, Jason Thomas actually brought up, and he's always on the show. Uh, he'll be on later. Is uh, he's been noticing you uh, really preloading um, the bike, really making it light, sort of sort of floating over kickers. Is that something you yeah. try to do? Something that you 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 know when you're out there, you're trying to make it uh, be as light as you can on the bike, almost mountain bikeish like. Yeah, you know, I, I do do that a lot. Um, you know, I just, I try to pre-jump stuff, you know, and, like, when I'm in the zone is when I start doing that stuff, like yeah. just being light on the bumps, turning the little bumps into doubles, you know, so you're not just slamming right. yourself. And uh, I think I've gotten better at just exploring the track, too, you know, like outside right. lines and 
doing that kind of stuff. Um, Berlut, I don't know how he was fastest in qualifying in, on that track on a 250F. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. that happened. Do you, well, cut, do you think he cut the track, really? No. Okay. No. Right. He did. I, I, I read your little interview. You said uh, you will, you took off when it turned green, huh? Your first lap or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually – it was the first lap. Well, that was the uh, the first practice for, right. that, for that last lap. So, yeah. yeah, you were trying yeah. to get it before the track got too. So, but, your second lap, your second uh, practice was faster then? Yeah, that's where he said the timing, the second one. Yeah. Yeah, it was like six seconds faster or something crazy. Oh, Okay. Yeah, why was the track yeah. so much? It was better for everybody. Why was it so much better? You would think it would get ruddier and gnarlier and rougher, but everyone was faster, second practice. Yeah, I think it was just muddy enough in the first one okay. to where it was just like almost like squirrely ruddy, you know? Okay. And then it then it kind of blew out like a, a main rut, you know, yeah, turned yeah. into like a one-line kind of fast rut. Uh, hey, Jonathan from hotlap.co is in studio here. He's got a question for you. Jonathan, what the, what's your question for Eli Tomac? How's it going, Eli? Hey. Hey, a big fan of yours. Big fan. Um, and uh, I spend a lot of my time pedaling these days. Used to twist a throttle more. Um, and and I do uh, mostly road racing, but I end up uh, doing a lot of uh, different mixed-up interval work for, with different purposes, of course, on road or on mountain bikes. And I, yep. I would assume that, you know, with your dad's past with mountain biking, he's a hero of mine. Um, that you probably do your fair share of inter- interval work as well. And how, I guess, how does how does your work on the bike on the bicycle differ in Supercross? And how I guess how does it compare in Supercross and Motocross? Do you change up the program on the bicycle at all, or is it generally the same? Um, well, most of the time when we're in California um, for Supercross, it, it will be a little more interval stuff, like shorter, you know, sprints. Right, and then, uh, but when I'm back here in Colorado, I just, I've actually been trying to go just up in the mountains, and then where it's so steep, you're basically getting the interval the entire time, you know, just, just longer endurance stuff. So, it, I guess I would split it up a little bit, yeah, to where I, in uh, Supercross season, you know, maybe it is, you know, a little more interval combined. But I'm actually not super, super, um, I don't know what to say, like super specific about it. You know, I just make sure I do get in that. You know that hour and a half or two hours of solid ride. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, yeah. Eli, uh, is is it? Uh, I know. I think the press release is coming soon. Uh, it looks like you're going to Motocross the Nations. I don't know if you can confirm that or if you want to talk about it, but I I think it it is pretty much done deal. Yeah. That's I cool. Think we That's cool. Talked huh? there. Talked to Roger, emailed or something. So uh, yep. yeah, I, I I should be going. That's awesome. Good. That's that's got to make yep. you feel pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be rad for sure. And again, I'm not putting the horse before the cart here, but let's say you clinch this title. You can now pick a permanent single-digit number. Would you do that? Would you keep the 17? What, 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 have you thought? Uh, I, I know it's... I have thought about it a little bit. Okay. Um, well, I know... I don't know if Brownie is going to race anymore. Does he have enough points this year? No, for the three? he doesn't have enough points, and I don't think he's going to race either last two, so he won't make it. That would maybe... So my options would be three, six, eight? Yeah, three, right? six, eight. Yeah, exactly, because Tedesco will get another year with a nine. So. Oh, he does? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they'll, they'll give him a... So, give him I don't a know. Year. I okay. think, actually, the only one I would maybe consider is three... Okay. I'm not a huge fan of the eight ball, right? And six, I don't really know. Man, no one um, wants six. No one wants six, Berluti. Lammy made it look. It's good. It's been open for yeah. years, and no one's picked it. 
Lapson made it look great. I thought so, but hey, it's not a bad number. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Okay. So maybe three. We'll see. No. Yeah. Three is cool. Yeah. Three like would be three. the only one I would consider. Six and eight is totally out of the picture for sure. Uh, I'd, I'd rather stick to two digits. And I know I talked to you about this after the race in our post-race interview. Um, uh, but I, I would like to bring it up again. I think it's it's cool that you said you had an opportunity to park uh, Kenny, um, you know, and you didn't, and he raced you hard in the second moto, and you know he's not intentionally trying to do anything. Um, both of you guys have, I think, carried yourself uh, very well. Um, you're obviously 1A and 1B in this in this class right now at this point of the year, and I think both of you guys deserve some props for, you know, racing each other hard, but no no, no stupid stuff. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you are this, you know, this close in a battle with a guy or, you know, where you're always racing every week and you do kind of get sick of them, you know, so it, <laughs> right. it, could, it could definitely, you know, easily or quickly turn dirty, but, you know, I just, I've, I've, I've had respect for Kenny and, uh, you know, and still do because he's always racing me clean. You know, I've never mm-hmm. had to worry about him doing anything sketchy or anything. So, uh, you know, that's why I kept it that way. There were a couple of corners, you know, I was like, man, I, I could, you know, do a little nasty block pass, but yeah. it's like, what, what's the point, you know? Yeah, you know yeah. Why start, why start beef if you don't have to? <laughs> why start beef? Exactly. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Berlut, how do you look on this Suzuki? How do you look? Do you look good? I uh, I had no comment. I didn't, I didn't see him. <laughs> there probably shouldn't be any comments about that at all. <laughs> I mean, come on. Look, we all maybe, know. Maybe it never even happened. Oh, I don't think please, it you guys. Stop it. It's been, it's been Back, going on in motocross for 20 years. Actually, now that I think of it, he should keep number 17 to carry on oh, R- Renard. Renard's uh, tradition. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Verluti loves Renard. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. I yeah. just thought about that. That's a good one. Nah, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, <laughs> hey, Eli, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, appreciate it. Um, you've been on a roll. Uh, Utah this weekend, a little different track, a little different deal, but uh, should be interesting, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm actually I'm doing press day, so I'll be able to check it out a little early. So that'll be nice. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's only like a six-hour drive. We'll have to hop in the airplane and Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. man, I'm on a lot. Yeah. Of your, I'm on a lot of flights with you guys, you and your mom and dad. And I always think like you yeah. guys have to connect every time, and you have to yeah. drive far every time. Like that's got to be such a pain. It is. It is just because Durango. You know, we have right. to go to Durango, and then it's yeah. and then they're like either Denver or you know Phoenix or Dallas. And it's on a prop plane. Airlines, it's so. probably prop plane from Durango to wherever, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. So you're like butt parking the whole time, and yeah, uh, yeah, that would be obviously. Uh, you've got a great place out there, and you probably love it. Um, but that would be a yeah, big pain in the ass to everywhere. You that is go. the only pain. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, hey, well, so no. maybe now that uh, Will locked up the whole shot thing, maybe they'll give uh, Eli the whole shot motors. <laughs> you hope so. Yeah, I wouldn't give them to him. <laughs> you need to talk to the Rock and figure it out. Get that, yeah, get rock, that motor. Rock and Kibby. Yeah. Right, right. All right, Eli. Hey, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. That's Geico Honda's Eli Tomac, everybody. Uh, brought to you by Fly Racing. Uh, 2014 gear is out now. Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, they wear Fly Racing. It's some of the bitching stuff out there. Uh, it's lead man. It's point man in all things moto. Jason Thomas. What's up? Yes, sir. JT. Uh, What's happening? So I should, uh, you know, big sales meeting at the uh, fly racing. Yeah. All week. Um, oh, wow. just walking past, uh, walking past their hotels, reps, kind of reps everywhere. There's a lot of them. So <laughs> just reps everywhere. Um, well, yeah. hey, uh, uh, real quickly, we're going to get you back on, but I think it's that time. I think it's time for the BTO sports.com tweet a tit segment. We interrupt 
this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from DTOSports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right, everybody. These are actual questions from actual listeners of the show. Tits gets about five to 700 of them. He goes through them the best he can. And uh, BTOsports.com. Listen to the commercial here to save yourself money on an order at BTOsports.com where you can pick up some fly racewear at BTOsports.com. Some of the beautiful fly racewear. Um, all right, Tits, let's go. Let's do this. Okay. Uh, Willie Nico, um, do you think that Phil Nicoletti – could get a factory ride next year. JT. No. <laughs> uh, I didn't say I don't say he's not deserving. I, I didn't say anything like that. I just I mean they're I, I don't see it happening, no. If you count JGR as a factory, even if you don't, everybody's full. There's no spots. So That's what I mean. I, yeah. I just I mean, I'm just being real. I, I that sounds harsh and I don't mean it to come off like that. Yeah. But it's just the reality of it, you know. He's killing it. He's done way better than I think any any. Well, I'm not gonna say anybody, but most people thought he would. But at the same time, you have to be realistic about what rides are out there and where he's gonna fit into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, T Land is 47. This is for Berluti and you, Stephen. Okay. All right. Um, Probably wants some top mechanics opinions. Yep. I yeah. imagine he would. Yep. It's something yep. like that. Yeah. He says, uh, if you guys could wrench for anybody other than Brock or RV or Ferry, who would you want to wrench for? Current day riders. Uh, Jason Thomas. Yes. <laughs> current. Oh, current. Current. Current riders. Current riders. Uh, I would want to work for Eli Tomac. You get some big bonus checks. I think you get a bonus check. You'd get a guy who could win. I don't think his parents are crazy at all. Uh-huh. You know, you want to stay away from the crazy parents, right? Oh, right, for Luke? sure. Um, That's a big one. So you know, you want to stay away from you know, um, just that guy's going down. Things like that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Eli Tomac for Luke. Uh, Zach Osborne. Okay. All right. Uh, he's crazy, anyways. Is though. he? Yeah. Yeah. He's nuts. <laughs> but nah, he seemed like a fun guy. No, he's not. He's not? No, he's a dick. <laughs> really? Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, then can I change my pick? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I'll have to think about it. Ask me later. <laughs> <laughs> can I? You can. Berluti wants change to, it, but I don't Berluti want to. Berluti wants to know if you could pick Robbie at Loretta's. <laughs> yeah, that is current, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's racing. I'll, I'll take Robbie for a hundred. I think his wife or his fiance. His wife or fiance? Uh, I don't JT? know if it's fiance. Fiance? Say girlfriend? girlfriend? I, I don't know. Good question. Whatever she is, she's very nice. I person. think they're common law at this point. She's a very yeah, nice person. Yeah, that's a good point. And on Instagram for the the week after he beat Loretta's or beat Timmy at Loretta's, I would just whatever she posted, even if it was a, 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 a sunset or something, I would just hit it with red angry faces. <laughs> red angry faces. I think she's probably like, "What is this guy doing?" She, she <laughs> Did she say make are, sure yeah. you get Berlut fifty bucks? She knows bucks? who I am. No, no, she okay. knows who I am. But I was just like, "Yeah, nobody cares." All right. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Ridge181, uh, this question is for you, Steve. Why do you hate 11 Ted Mods so much? You I, never have anything positive to say about that's them. That's not true. Absolutely not true. I mean, was I – who pumped 1110 up and the black box fan with Phil Nicoletti and Alex Martin? JT, who was that? Uh, I, think that I think you're actually correct, which is – very rare for you um, <laughs> that you were definitely on the bandwagon, but then it got to the point where you just couldn't be anymore. How? Like they were making it very difficult for you to be on the bandwagon. Thank anymore. you. Thank you. It's really tough. What I try to do 
is tell the truth or tell people what's happening. It's really tough to be a fan of a team that forgets to sign up a rider multiple times, doesn't make it to a race with a rider's bike when a rider spends money to get there, PJ Larson, uh, gets Yamaha support and flushes it down the toilet, causing riders to have to find rides. I'm sorry, Ridge Way or Ridge T180 Ridge. I'm just telling the truth. Uh, Chad Sanders is a friend of mine. Probably not anymore. (laughs) But look, it was a fucking disaster this year for them. They blew it, and it's too bad. And my job is to report the good and report the bad. I reported up plenty of good for 1110 when they were doing great things for Phil Nicoletti and Alex Martin. But as JT said, it gets a little hard. Okay, thank you. Uh, Godwin 39, this question is for everyone. Okay. Um, how do you think Michael Lee will do filling in with the Rockstar team for the rest of this year? What do you think, JT? Uh, I really have no idea. I mean, he's been hurt and on teams and off teams and, you know, on Entertainment Tonight and uh, in court cases. And <laughs> I, man, I'm so, so lost in where he's at as far as his speed and all that stuff. I'm so uh, lost. <laughs> I thought he just landed yeah, a European ride really or something. Have no, clue. no, he's back, Berlude. He did land a European like ride. Like last week or something. No, he's back now. <laughs> two weeks uh, ago. Uh, two he's, weeks he's, ago. He's okay. killing in at Rockstar Suzuki for the last I, two nationals. I didn't know that, but I, right. I just last thing I read was two Dude, weeks ago. It's hard to figure out what's going on with Michael Lee. Yeah, JT hit the nail on the head with that deal. Good for him. Let's see uh, how he does. Yeah, yeah, he could not qualify or he could get eight. And neither would surprise me because I'm completely out of the loop. <laughs> right, right. Okay, a follow-up question to that is, what, what if he beats Tomac? No? Well, that's not going to happen on oh, this planet. Okay. <laughs> um, well, can you give us an update on Wharton, his health, what's going on? Uh, out for the rest of the year. I think he quit. No, he did not quit. I talked to him. No. He did he, not quit. He, he did not quit. Quit this year, okay. though. But um, Okay. Coming back, he, he's going to need a ride. ride for I, the Rockstar team? He'll need a ride next year. He won't be going back to that team. Um, but, no, not quitting the sport at all. That's crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can understand it, but Supercross, he was pretty good this year. Yeah. I mean, aggressive. Yeah, probably good. the best he's been. And then to think next year without a ride, you know. But, I think that whole team is, is – I think they're going to be on KTMs, but I do think they're scaling back a little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to have as Everybody's going to be on KTMs, huh? Right? Really? Everybody. And I then, heard it was Yamaha. And now KTM I heard right? another team is coming with KTM support. A one. Did you hear about this other team, JT? It's one rider or something? Or No, I haven't. Oh, What about Brooks' team? Is it going to be KTM too? I don't know what's going on with that team. Oh, I don't okay. know. I could be hearing the same team about the one-man team that's Brooks's team, you know? like Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, I did hear about that. Yes, I did. I did. Um, but who knows? Who knows what will happen? And was that, that Larry's team or am I thinking of another team already? Uh, well, I was assuming that was what you were talking about, but could oh. be another one, but yeah. I was thinking that was that one. Right, yeah, yeah. A JD, the old JDR team with Larry and NASCAR guy or something. I don't <laughs> know. NASCAR yeah. guy. I know, right? Yeah. Um, KTM Boy 66, this is also for everyone. Uh, he wants to know what your thoughts are on changing the point structure so that if you win the overall, you get a bonus point or two. Yay or nay? Yeah, I'm I'm all for changing all the point structure. I think we're we've been, we've done 20 laps in Supercross, 30 plus two in outdoors, 25 points for a moto win, 22. There's no whole shot points. There's no laps led points. There's none of this. We've done the same thing since 19 
fucking 66 or whenever. Why don't we do some things? NFL's changed things. NHL's changed things. Baseball changed things. F1's changed things. Only we have not changed anything. I don't understand why. Dude, and you gave me so much shit when we were talking the other day about the, the, the turn at Unadilla. You, well, that's just I, dumb. No, I believe that's just dumb. What's dumb? <laughs> Do you keep it for synonymous? You're out of your mind, dude. JT, they took away the, the, the turn. Were you there this week? Yeah, but as a rider, that turn sucked. It was tough. Yeah, it was just way too narrow, and there's always crashes there, and you, if you were in the middle of the pack, you couldn't see where you're going. You got blown off the track. There you, you go. That tree. Yep. There you go, brother. I mean, okay. just, and that's not a fan of it. I think it's cool. cool. As far as, like, tradition-wise, yeah. but as a rider, I hated it. Gotcha. Does that make any sense? No. Like, I, I can understand the nah, coolness factor. Look, look tra- 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 tradition. Oh, we go around a tree. Yeah. Steve, it's, come it's on. It's tradition to go around a tree. <laughs> I mean, look, it's well, not it's not. Look, at you still I'm like not... Pedersen. Come on. I do. Ross, uh, is, that tra- is that tradition? You, there is a sweet photo of Ross going by that tree chasing <laughs> George Joe Bay in 83. And you don't like that turn? It, I think what they did was better. Oh, okay. I think what they did was better. It looked good. I like what they we, did. We got to go around this tree. It's tradition to go around a tree. Stop it now. Okay. Well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of keeping the, these uh, kind of traditional obstacles and, and uh, things on the track. But I yes. felt that that one wasn't great. Even though as cool as it was and all the history, I just felt like as a racer, that, actually, that one actually stuck. <laughs> but the rest of them, I think... If, that every time they take one out, I kind of like get bummed out. If they so. get rid of gravity cavity and screw you, then that's effed up. Okay, JT, what about? And I didn't like getting rid of the hump and the start straight. Why did they do that? They said it's safety, but oh, okay. was it really safety, JT? Um, I, I didn't like that. I don't know. You know I how just, it went down. That yeah, was a long time I think you ago. should have a you should have a full ass start straight. Well, in my th- opinion, I think you're wrong. <sighs> hey, JT, that's fine. I don't really have a lot of evidence to back it up. Right. I just. I, I don't know. I, I really, the really, the main thing I have to say on it is is now if you're on the outside, you at least have a chance. Before the hill was so uneven, you were just screwed. No, like, no, no, no. Done. Like, oh, no, forget no. It. no, 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 no. Let me tell you a little story. We don't have a lot of time. 1996. Okay, well, just just cancel your story and save some time. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Sean Kalos, I worked for Sean Kalos at Unadilla wow. in 1996. Yeah. He had 14th gate pick or something, and we're picking the staging, and we're, he's, he started on the far left side. Everyone was around the box. You know, 14th gate pick, we're, we're all okay. I said, what are you doing? He goes, no, dude, you can pull a start from out here. I've done it. I've, I've done it a bunch. And literally, the fans and the barbed wire and the, the chain link fence was six inches from his left grip. And he's, I'm like, you're crazy. And he's like, dude, no, you can pull a start from out here. Trust me. Far left gate, last one. There was 30 gates to the next guy. Yeah. You know, and we're loading. Wouldn't you know that guy pulled off two top 10 starts from there? It didn't work for Canard this week. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> well, that's because they filled it in. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. I think, I think Kalos, it may, and it's a long time ago, but I think it was flatter maybe on the far left. Uh-huh. And everybody was dipping down a hill. That's, yeah, you know I what think, I mean? I maybe think you're he, right. And maybe he knew that it was flatter so he could come in. Yeah, that's my story, JT. So, yeah, and there's there's stories like that. Like uh, Millville used to be, you could get on the edges where they didn't disc it. You could mm-hmm. get on the grass and yeah. do stuff like that. And there there definitely are situations like that, and they're going away. The, and the better the track work, and uh, you know they watch for stuff like that a lot closer now. So that stuff's kind of going, you know, the way of the dodo bird. But 
Uh, those things are actually kind of cool, like the little local knowledge type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where you can actually pull off a miracle just because you knew a little secret. Yeah. It's kind of cool, yeah. but can you imagine, that stuff's just kind of going away, man. Can you imagine if they had a national hard rock, JT? The lines you'd know around that place? <laughs> My career would be much different. Or I'd at least be famous for a weekend. <laughs> right, right, right. Ocala? Yeah, uh, yeah Ocala, oh, hard yeah. rock, yeah. yeah. You've been there? Oh, been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, we got a call for you, JT, but we'll interrupt this segment. Tyson, you got a question for Jason Thomas? I do. What's up, guys? Mike, Iron Mike. What's up, buddy? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Hey, uh, <laughs> so I know, <laughs> I know, La- I know. Lasergate is kind of pretty much jumped the shark and everything, but I was laser. thinking about laser. I was thinking of laser, laser. Are you done? <laughs> I like his attitude. <laughs> He sounds upset. Uh, <laughs> my, 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 question, my question is, I'm thinking about how um, Jeff Alessi kind of did what he did and it punished Mike. With the VTO fan experience and those guys wearing team shirts and whatnot, has there been any talk or thought process in regards to um, keeping those guys? I mean, I'm sure JT keeps them in line and whatnot, but Let's just say they had a laser in their pocket and they have a team shirt. Would that affect Shorty or have you oh. guys done anything and talked about that as far as keeping those guys in line with the fan experience? Oh, yeah. JT, is. there's definitely rules, isn't there, JT? It's not NOM. Oh, yeah. They're, I would probably just start fighting them, like literally physically fighting them if they did something that dumb. Like I would <laughs> not handle it very well because you're – we're basically, you know, this experience, we're going out on a limb trusting you that you're going to act responsibly. And if you put me in that bad of a situation, I'm not going to do well. I mean, uh, you can't, you know, I don't know. I don't expect somebody to ever do something like that, but, let's yeah, put it this of way. course, uh, I would be held responsible and the team would be held responsible, yeah. Let's put it this way. I mean, this, Moser was spoken I mean, Andrew Short could have been, could be penalized for something stupid that they could do, right? Absolutely. Actually... I don't know because I actually purchased the, the passes and I'm not the team. So uh, I don't know that the team would get penalized. I would get penalized, if that makes sense oh, to you. John Ayers would not um, be happy with you. John Ayers would not be happy. No, and, and I would, he would have every right to be. And they were, he would probably be kicking me out for beating some VIP down. Is probably what would happen <laughs> right. more uh, than anything. Tyson, let's just be honest. Moser was spoken to a lot about, you know, Oh, I'm sure what, what was that Seattle but at the H and H with the uh, the Dodge rep and yeah and, yeah yeah. Like? yeah no no he was spoken to about that hey by the way JT uh, you need you have some spots open for Utah this weekend I do yeah I'm uh, actually what all right yeah good phone all nice right. phone bro it's like Delta broken all the time Ooh, awesome <laughs> yeah Bless your heart. he's gone okay all right no. Ty- uh, what yeah. huh. What? No, uh, what? Can you hear me? Tyson, I heard you, you got go. some spots open for the VIP this weekend in Utah. <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Um, I've got two spots. Okay. Um, I've got two that um, we we just sold last week. So okay. if, you, if you guys want to want to get a hold of me, just uh, email Jason thirty six at aol dot com. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll hook you up. Boom. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Perfect. Oh, okay. Good job. Right. Good job. Big discount. You like that? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, it was good, actually. Yeah, committed to right. memory. Yeah, I like it. Tyson, thank you. All right, see you guys. See ya. Uh, so, yeah, VI- BTO Sports, KTM, uh, VIP experience. Uh, you heard Tyson, Jason36 at AOL.com. There you go. It's an experience of a lifetime. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I got it good. 
You need him on your team, but maybe you could just Spoke give tomorrow. him a team shirt and tell everybody that he's Jason Thomas. Have Tyson tell everybody that he's a you. Nasty scowl on his yeah. face all day long. Oh yeah, we got an email JT about a fan who wanted to say hi to you this weekend, but he did not want his head bit off. So good job on oh, keep, keeping that going. On. That's what I he think said. You can attest that that's not true at all Tit, anymore. I mean, I read the email. I didn't make it up. Tits, tits has the <laughs> no, email. no. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh. I'm just saying as. That is not me at all anymore. At the well, this guy felt like he was going to get his head, head bit off. So, Kay. Smile, okay. JT. Um, the Dr. 527 yes. wants you all to chime in. Um, what is the latest with Southwick? There was a press release saying that the race itself, or the, at least the track's not going away. Clearly, Tits wasn't listening to Kevin Windham. No. Okay. I was producing. Producing what? Uh, not this. Something else. <laughs> Producing floaties for the wrist for the Optrix? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, new owner. Oh, there you go. New owner for uh, Southwick, or uh-huh. a new person running the track, I guess. Right. They don't own it. Um, maybe they'll get a national. Uh, maybe not. Um, not for 2014, they've been told. So there's that. And uh, it's a guy who owns Planet Fitness. I yeah, guess. and Gary Yellen, uh, Bernie Yellen's son, okay. that's been there forever. Yeah, yeah, he's part of it. He's part of it. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. Yeah, so no national for 2014, and maybe maybe after that though. Okay, uh, Greg McCulinich, this is for you, Berludi. Uh, how often do you change parts like levers and chain or chain rollers as uh, needed, or is there an interval on those? Pretty much as needed. Outdoors, we pretty much change that stuff just about every week. You have to. Yeah. There's just so much wear and tear on them, the sand and stuff, so they get worn out pretty quick. Okay. Um, a Corey Lettermosier uh, wants you guys to chime in on Adam Cincerillo and his cutting of the track on the start. Yeah. yeah. That was a question I was going to ask um, you, Steve. Yeah, he, he cut the track. You're a Cowie guy. Yeah, I'm a Cowie guy. <laughs> Dude, I'm an RCH guy. Okay, I hope so. Yeah. You came by and at least hung out with me for yeah, a little bit nah, this week. I always do. All right. Nah, tell Ricky I said hi. Um, uh, yeah, he cut the track, and he, he was wrong. He should have pulled it in. There was no worries getting, um, you know, there's no worries getting pushed to the outside. That happens all the time. But did you see what he did, Berlude, after that? No, actually, that's why I wanted to oh, ask here, you about it. What, what exactly it. happened? I, was it, a, I heard it was on the start or something? Yeah, let, or? Me, let me show you a photo of it. It uh, was kind of gnarly. Did you see the photo, Tits? I saw the video of it. I didn't see either. Where's my photo? I, I don't know where your photo is, but the video, the was, you know, he, he gets pushed out wide on the first turn, and then you see some guys that were in front of him, and they jump back in before the second turn. But he takes a dog leg left and skips the entire second turn and then jumps in and probably saved himself 10 or 15 guys, you know, being passed because he skipped a whole corner hmm. um, and then jumped back you know, in and, and was yeah, going for he it. Yeah, he got docked uh, t- 10 spots. Uh, I don't know where my photo went. JT, you got anything? He, he, you know Steve, what? Steve's he, uh, um, the, um Adam. No. The, uh, no um. <laughs> <laughs> Spit it out. Alan. The dad, yes. Alan Cincerello, uh-huh. they apologized to, to MX Sports. They said, we accept your penalty. Uh-huh. He should have turned much sooner. We don't know why he did that. Uh-huh. It won't happen again. We're sorry. So you right. never did come up with the picture there? No, but oh, okay. he you know, he got pushed wide, which is no big deal. Okay, and then the first turn. Yeah, and then the second turn. He oh, got the second set, turn. He's still outside. Okay, okay. And then instead of going tucking in behind that barrel and making a left, uh, he just hung gee, a left. Gotcha. And just skipped the whole turn. Yeah, later. Well, that track's changed there. You really couldn't have done that before. 
Oh, yeah, I guess not. Because back it, in the day, it kind of used to drop, drop down and yeah. do something kind of different there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Question. know. But JT knows all about cutting the track at Unadilla. Yeah. JT, it's changed there, right? <laughs> yeah, there used to be a drop-off, and then it kind of hooked back left, so he would have went off a ravine almost there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. I have a question. He deserved to be docked. If Adam oh, absolutely, yeah. said yeah. he didn't do it, should Allen have gone to bat for him the way Tony oh. went to bat for Jeff? Uh, yeah, that would have been awesome. That would have been no, great, it's, right? it's awesome, no doubt. You're out of your mind, dude. <laughs> There's a bug ring inside of MX Sports. They could have just sent him a photo of Weimer doing it. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> JT, how, how many tweets did you get about that? I got about five. Wait. Yeah, he's Come gone. On. Really? Really? You're going to really do this with your cell phone? This no. is what you get when you fly Delta. You get shitty cell phones and shitty <laughs> plane service. <laughs> yeah. It's time to go to commercial anyway. So, so are we done? Yeah. Is that it? That's All right, everybody. This is right? BTOsports.com. Tweet a tit segment. Uh, we'll hit JT back um, after our next bit of guests. Still to come on the show, Dean Wilson and uh, Jay Canada on the uh, BTOsports.com Pulp MX show. Thanks, everybody. Stick around for uh, Tony Berluti's music, and we'll be back with Dean Wilson. Thanks for listening. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX show. Beep. The Pulp MX show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. 
MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshinara Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. 
How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 showy. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Alisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show.
Pulp MX Show. Coming at you, some Metallic Anderson, man. Tony Berluti's choice. Good one, Berlute. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I mean, Metallica, how can you go wrong? Super old, super played out song. Yeah, it's um, still good. But still good. Yeah. Yes, yeah, still still very Stairway good. Stairway to Heaven type um, of deal. A lot of hardcore Metallica fans, not fans of that Black album. No. You? The, the new one. You know, no, the the Inter Sandman. Oh, they yes. aren't. I didn't know that. No, no, it's it. They they accuse Metallica of selling out. Is that right? Yeah, I, I myself like it better than. Oh, okay. And kill them all and all that kind of stuff. But uh, thanks for everybody for listening. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, and Fab Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear. You got your Free Gun on? Underwear? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, fantastic. Yep. You want to um, see them? Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection. Worst Connection, company you know well yep. over the years. How, approximately how many incredible products from Worst Connection have you used over the years, would you say? Uh, a lot of them, and they keep coming out with more and more. And they're terrific, aren't they? How about that new air thing they have for the fork? That's pretty cool. I saw that. Yeah. You use it? Yeah? No, no, oh, no. Oh, not, it, yeah. We might in the future. But right, right, right. Um, uh, it's pretty like cool. Looks like a good idea, yeah. though. Huh? No, it's sweet. Yeah. Uh, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, you guys use W Wheels over on Josh Hill's bike? Yep. You love it. Uh, Black Ops Moto, if you want your bike to start better, run better, throttle response, a little more power, check out Black Ops Moto and Optrix. And with that, let's get to our next guest. Uh, he's had a tough 2013 season, but he's uh, one of our great guests to have on the show, and we know he's going to rebound strong. Monster Pro Circuit's Dean Wilson. Dino. Hello. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure. Uh, your tweet. Uh, a couple weeks ago was depressing, and I felt really sour, sorry for you. You did you feel sorry for me? What I, was it? Because you said, "Oh, all these these people all like you when you're on top, and then when you're on the bottom, they never call you or something." I and, felt like that was like months and months ago after I got hurt, and I was like, oh, to, "Was it that long?" Ago? I had a rope okay. in my hand in my room. <laughs> well, I was thinking to myself, "Fuck, I'm probably one of those people." <laughs> <laughs> you are. Steve. You just love me when I'm doing good, just right. like everyone else. Uh, well, I'm trying to make up to you now by having you on the show. So Okay. Uh, you're, you're fine. Uh, I uh, accept your apology. Uh, someone just tweeted the show and said to ask you why you follow seven people on Twitter, and I didn't know this, and I'm dis- disappointed in you. you used to well, I used nobody. to not follow anybody. That, I know. Like, everybody <laughs> just makes me feel so guilty, so I was like, all right, I'll follow some people. I liked the following nobody. I love that. That was awesome. Yeah, but then everybody was, like, taking it like I was cocky or something. But I honestly just didn't care about what anybody said, else said. But. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right, maybe I should just follow some certain people. I don't follow that many. So, so. Yeah, who's this Brittany? He, 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 uh, <laughs> Brittany. Oh, probably one of his chicks somewhere. Don't, don't ask him. Um, <laughs> hold on. He follows uh, Sports Quotes. Kobe, yes, Br- yes, Kobe, Kobe Bryant. One. Ted's awesome as well. Like Ted, Ted always gets me giggle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Tommy Searle. He loves. I mean, loves Tommy Searle. They're they're mates. Chad Reed Mate. rides at his house. Has to follow him. Have to right. Mark Cavendish, the bicycle guy. Yeah, legend. Yeah. And then yeah, Brit Baby, Y X O with a locked account. God, God knows what's going on in that locked account. <laughs> but you see how many followers she has. That's perfect. That's that's what you need to look for. <laughs> Followers, 73. 73. Yeah. Um, no Pulp MX on there, though. Huh. Well, at least at least there's no other media on there. I'd be crushed if it was Motocross yeah. Action. If there was Motocross Action in there and not me, I'd be very upset. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought it was just Jody Wise on not Motocross Action. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, hey, Tony Berluti's in studio, too, by the way. A mechanic to the stars. 
<laughs> uh, um, how are you, Dino? Good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, very well, thanks. Awesome. Dean, awesome. It's, it's been a rough year and a half for you, and I'm bummed for you because, you know, at one point you won the 250 national title with an incredible season. You look at what Justin Barsh is doing right now. You look at Eli Tomac doing right now, Trey Kennard. And, I, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind you should be right there with those guys. Um, how depressing has this been for you? It's been very depressing, but it's just you just have to look past it and look forward to the future, really. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps me uh, motivated. And um, Yeah, it sucked. The past two years have been awful, but, I mean, what do you really do? And, you know, yeah, yeah. It's just... You know, stuff happens, and um, you know it just sucks when you watch Barsha and Tomac, and like you know, I used to beat those guys and battle with them. Yes. Um, and then you know, they're doing so well right now, and they're really uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. stamping a mark in the in motocross. So yeah, it sucks when you're just away because everyone forgets about you, and mm-hmm. you just you seem to lose all these friends, Steve. Like it's like when you're racing, you're winning, you get all these friends and it's like so awesome right. and you get hurt everybody just kind of and then they just went away and you're like oh man so that's the, the the people that are still there when you're down are the you're the true people that are with you no that's the way the sport works man and even in the media stuff like there's media guys who you know suck other dudes off and you're like come on man like you know everyone's gonna have their ups and downs and you just like as a as a guy in the sport you just in my position you just be neutral and you know what I mean? And just not worry about it. But you're absolutely right. In our sport's terrible that way. When you're yeah. winning, you have everybody on you. And every, and then all these dudes sometimes get mad at me for writing whatever I do, and they're not even involved in it. And you're like, really, guy? Like, you'll be on to the next kid the moment that kid gets hurt. You know? You see it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Depressing. No, but, well, you've been good to me, Steve, so I've got no, well, no complaints. No, I mean, look, it's fairly, you know, I mean – uh, fair. I just try to be fair. That's all. Uh, you ride Cowies yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> you ride Cowies. That's right. Yeah. Brother, do you think I'm biased towards Cowie guys? Yeah. So, do you, uh, you well, think I'm, I'm the, the only I'm guy? Fifteen, so that probably helps as well. Oh yeah, you do. You have represented the fifteen well when you've been on the track. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Dean Wilson, um, so. A question for you, and I don't know how how much you can answer or how much whatever. So your bike had a malfunction to cause the latest injury just after the round two at Lakewood. My question, and I also asked Tony Gardia, your agent, like was it your shoulder not done properly the first time? Was there a was there an issue with the, you know doctors are very important in this sport and getting the right one and doing the right work. Do you think it was just uh, was it not fixed correctly? Because man, it does seem you know like such a tough break. Yeah, I mean, actually, it was fixed properly. Like, Doctor Kramer is one of the best doctors. It's just, okay, all right. The way the way it happened, like I think, no matter who was in my position when I fell, if it was anybody, they would have popped their shoulder as well because I was sliding across the ground. Yeah, and I was sliding at a really fast rate or speed, and when I went to dab my like, you know, just like instead of just slamming my head up against the ground, I put my arm mm-hmm. out, and it went. It just ripped right back behind me. It's like. It just happened so fast, and then, yeah. oh, it just, that was the worst feeling, because it, you know, it was just out, and then, oh, it was terrible, because then, the, and then you got the Paris, because it happened at Paris Raceway, and then you got the flaggers running for me. <laughs> they dropped the flag, and they're like, 
<laughs> hey, you want me to pop this thing back in? I'm like, uh, no, 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 it's fine. I'll go to the hospital. You probably better wave so, uh, that flag because somebody's going to land so on I me. Like, yeah, yeah. I had like yeah. three flaggers that swore they knew how to pop a shoulder in, but I just uh-huh. chose to go to the doctor. Yeah, probably a and good they move. probably know how to do it better than doctors because they probably have to do it all the time. Well, the thing was, when I went and popped my shoulder out and then I went to the doctors, like, they tried doing it without drugs, and I just wasn't relaxed, and my arm was going all sorts of directions. I've never even seen it go before, so yeah. I was just like, give me some drugs. Like, I can't stand this anymore. Yep. And they gave, they gave me a uh, ketamine, which is like horse tranquilizer, and I swear to God, Steve, like, I honestly thought I went to a different world than that. <laughs> like, I was, I, was, I was tripping. Like, my mom was asleep by the bed, and I kept... And when I was coming back to, like, life again, it felt like. Yeah. Like, and I, my mom was right there, and, like, she was talking to me a little bit. And I, I felt like I had died, and I was just coming back to life. And I was just like, Mom, I love you. She's like, I love you, too. And I'm like, no, seriously, Mom. Right. I love you so much. Like, I swear to God, I felt like I died, and I was coming back. Oh, it was man. Crazy. That's awesome. Wow, that so, sounds like the same Yeah, don't deal. take care of me. And it was not, it was... Because I was so sick afterwards as well. Oh, I Tedesco bet. had the same story about oh, something did he? that they yeah. gave him over in that in in uh, I think it was Germany or something when he crashed. Yeah, this past year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ivan was telling me that. Was well, it the same it stuff? Had to have been the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure. just makes you just really. He full on saw the white and everything, like he was gone, dying, and then. No way. Yeah. Oh wow! Shit. Um. So you had another surgery on the shoulder. Yes. Um, and when can you get back on the bike? Or is it going to be extra careful now? Is it, or is it some of the same sort of rehab you did before? Um, well, I, um, I've just been in my rehab. And, and I seen him went to the doctor last week. And he says um, another, like, three to four weeks. So okay. I'm looking forward to that. But when I went in there, I, I could have sworn it was, like, at the three-month stage. And it was only like the two-month stage, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So definitely another three to four weeks. But... He's really happy with where it's at, and, and um, it's been feeling so good. That's the thing that kills me. It's like I just feel like I could get it there. But yeah, um, yeah. So no rush back. Just really get back, get on my feet again, get healthy, and get fit. So yeah. that's the plan. And something I didn't realize uh, until I talked to you, I think after Lakewood or yeah, before your practice crash, but either before Lakewood or after Lakewood, your crash in Supercross was a little more serious than some of us thought. And you had said like your lungs were still needing to get back. To being a hundred percent, and and uh, and you know, in your four fifty debut, your first four motos went okay. Your uh, oh, your God. one moto at hardly okay. Well, yeah. okay, all right, they were all right. It was stepping stones, though. Right? It was definitely stepping stones. Yeah, and so your lungs weren't totally healed. You told me, which is gnarly too. Yeah, I mean, I just totally wasn't in shape coming into the outdoors. But you know, I was either skip some races and come back midway, or just like. I was, like, kind of just too anxious. I was just like, yeah, I just want to collect points, which I did. So it was yeah, fine. Yeah. And, I, and I was just getting better each race, and it was going to be okay. I, I think by now I would have been good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just I, I definitely just wasn't ready because my my crash and, and Supercross. And, right. Um, yeah, that took a lot of steam at me for sure. I mean, I broke a, uh, a few ribs, and then I punctured my lung, did my shoulder, and crack, cracked like a vertebrae in my back. So. Jeez. It was, it was a pretty big crash, but I recovered quite fast. Yeah. Most of it, but definitely my lungs needed building up, and that's what really held me back. Um, your second race, you didn't do too bad. At yeah, so he, yeah he second race, I was coming back better. Yeah. I mean, Stefan practice, and then I got, um, yeah, it was okay. Tough year for the Monster Pro Circuit guys. Tyler yeah, Ratchrace had some issues, and, and, you know, he's had, had a podium, which is great, but 
He probably hasn't done what he's wanted to do. Blake Baggett's been all right, I guess, probably nowhere near what he wants to do. Justin Hill, okay. Dar- that, Adam Adam was sick. Uh, Mitch Payton, woo. Man, tough year for Mitch Payton. Yes, very tough year. You probably don't even go to the shop anymore. You're like, forget oh, it. Oh, my God. I honestly don't. I'm never really there. <laughs> I haven't been here as the thing. So. Right. Um, yeah, and also, too, you bought a place in Florida. You, you know, you're riding with Chad. Uh, things looked to be all lining up for, for you and, and making your big bike debut. And, oh, let's not forget the Jeff Ward Racing thing just falling apart. I actually just remembered that. So, man, just add that onto all your injuries. You know what I mean? So, um, yes. uh, next year, what uh, I hear 250s, back to 250s for you, Supercross and, and outdoors. Uh, can you confirm anything? Can you talk about anything? Um, yeah, well, I'm just going to stay with Mets again. So that's that's done deal. Okay. And then um, – yeah, I mean, I just need another. Like, I, I just, I'm not ready to, to compete in the 450 class yet. Like, you know, after just pretty much being injured these past two years, and yeah. I just have nothing to build off of. Like, you know, I need to build myself up again and like try and win some races, and then like have confidence going into the 450 class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to build you know, yourself a, back up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just because it's tough when you're like injured and then you try and jump in, and those guys have been racing all year and they're like. They're just solid and fast, you know. Like the four fifth class is no joke at this point. Yeah. And like, so yeah, I just need a, a year to build myself and mm-hmm. hopefully have a good year next year, which I'm really gonna try my best. So yeah, um, that's the plan. It's gonna be you're gonna see an old six foot one yeah. jolly green giant, but it's gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do my best. Jersey flapping out behind you, um, the whole deal. Uh, yeah. You um, and also too, uh, you went to RCU in England, uh, close to the motherland for you. Did you like that? How was it? Oh, it was so fun. Um, I've never really had a chance to like hang out with Ricky or, or like you know, mm-hmm. spend time with him. And he's actually like just such a cool guy, and he's pretty funny as well. So we had a good time. Um, Jimmy Dobb was there, and um, GH was uh, Ricky's helper. He was a or his agent, I guess. So. He's a cool guy, and then Tommy helped out a little bit, and obviously yeah. Emmy. So it was a good time, and uh, I enjoyed helping the, the kids, and it was honestly just something for me to do. And right. So, uh, no, I really enjoyed it. it the, your appearance. I had, but I, I, I'm not going to lie. I had this one guy come up to me. Like, I'm honestly, like, I try really hard when I'm helping them, and, like, yeah, you know, like, I really just want to see them improve. Like, I enjoy it. And, like, I'm doing my best to tell them stuff, and, like, I got them to stand up around the track for, like, Ten, five or ten minutes. I can't remember how long it was. And this, it's we're not easy, you know. It's quite hard. And this guy comes up to me with black baggy pants, an all black bag. Like, I don't. He just looks like he's like a desert, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Weekend warrior, and he comes up to me and he goes, "What are we doing this for? Like, I'm not learning anything." <laughs> oh man, he was pissed about this little exercise drill we did. Not like, happy. With his, oh, yeah. he was that. He was telling me how stupid it was, and like how he's not learning anything. And he like pretty much just wants to go to the next person. Oh and wow! I was like, Yo, listen up. You're finishing this. Like, yeah, I was. I was quite. I was a little bit agitated. So. Yeah, yeah, a little bit agitated. But it was funny though. It was actually pretty funny. Now, so. Um. Well, you got your appearance over there started a whole bunch of Dean Wilson to the GP rumors that I get all the time on Twitter. So my parents. Your parents. Is that what you said? No, your appearance. Your appearance. Oh, my over appearance. The... Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Your appearance over well, there. Yeah, that was the thing also. I was going to go to GP, but I just couldn't get my flight figured out, so I never ended up going. The the Euros take it like, hey, Dean Wilson's coming to the GP to watch. They actually take it like, he's coming to race. He's here. He's going to move here. He's going to race the GPs. There's no, some... I, was coming, I was going to look for a ride. Oh, jeez. Give me a break. 
Uh, well, it's over now. It's kind of going to be boring now. The air's also fun to stir up, isn't it? No, you're 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 too good at Supercross to go over there and ride in the mud for six races. Um, yeah, that's what I said. You want to well, take you want to take some good, but... you want to take some phone calls? Sure. All right, um, Jake. Jake, what's going on? Hi, how's it going? Hey, good. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for uh, calling. What's your question for Dino? Uh, I want to know um, what's harder: the transition to like the actual 450, mm-hmm. or just all the competition? Oh wait! Someone can someone explain that again? Like, there's a volt phone vibrating. Yeah, whose phone is it? Jake, you're getting a lot of text calls right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I'll turn the vibration off. Well, I can. We can just ask Dean. Just stay, stay on the line. Uh, Dean, he wanted to know: is the the bigger adaption into to the four forties is because of the competition or because of the bike size? What's tougher? Uh, um. I think it's just like the bike size. It's just heavy, and it's like it's just a different beast. Like yeah. it totally wears you out so much faster than on a 250, and you can't ride it the same as a 250. Because if you do ride it the same as a 250, then you'll be definitely exhausted after a 30 minute moto. So yeah. it's just uh, that's where I've really learned like how strong you have to be for it, and um, you definitely can't go into that class not prepared. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Uh, even though you're a bigger guy, yeah, it definitely, uh, that was a little something that you learned, huh? Yeah. Um, this guy wants to talk about James Stewart. What? I, I told him you could just hold until we're done with Dino, and he said that let's, was fine. Let's maybe Dean's got something about James Stewart. Ra- right. Raining yellow guy. What's happening? You're a big James Stewart fan. Oh, yeah, hey, I got love for Dean, too. Dean's a cool guy. Okay. You want to talk about uh, Stewart's second moto, though? I don't know what happened. You know, they they never really uh, showed us anything. You know that, and then James said he went off the track and came back on and went over the bars. But Dino, I don't know. this guy was so happy with James's win at Millville. He was unbelievably happy. <laughs> he, he, this, this hey, is I his, said he'd get on uh, the podium at Unadilla, and technically I wasn't wrong. He just <laughs> only got on there once, so I did lay on my back and urinated on my body. Oh, that's right. You did say you were going to – yeah, we we needed you to f- send yeah. us video of that. Right? Got to experience the yellow rain. Oh, um, he, he got problems. He crashed in the third turn. And uh, crashed in the third turn, looked like he grabbed too much front brake, and he just went down pretty hard uh, with his front front end and, like, hit his head. Okay, here's a, here's a question for, for Dean. Yeah, I heard he hit his head, and they said he had a, a neck issue from, yeah. from Monday, which – Always sucks to hear because the more I hear about the guy crashing, the more I think he's going to – I mean, that's got to get old. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you should tell James that. I'm sure he agrees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But uh, for Dean, I got a separated shoulder back in January. I uh, endowed my brains out and plowed right into my shoulder. Don't and I didn't have the pain. surgery. Okay. And I got full range of motion. Everything's good. Does – did Dean have a, a separated shoulder, or Dean has a torn labrum, which is like <laughs> you only separated your shoulder. You like I popped mine out, so like I've I've had a separated shoulder, and um, I didn't get surgery, but it was funky looking because the bone stuck out my shoulder like really far. Um, yep, I got that. I never, had a I never had an issue coming back from uh, mine was a fourth degree shoulder separation, and I never had an issue. That was quite easy, so. But that's yeah, because that's mine's in third degree. Yeah, so, so yeah, because uh, when you crashed in Supercross, Kevin Windham made a comment saying, uh, 
oh, I got two bumps, a uh, bump on each shoulder from crashes like that. And I thought, fuck yeah, I'm not the only one. All right. All right, Randy. <laughs> right hey, better luck this weekend in Utah for James. We're Absolutely. All... You guys take care, and it's great to hear Tony. You guys uh, take care. Hey, uh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. We're all polling for James yeah. this weekend. Um, Dino, um, what doesn't kill you make you stronger. Just remember that. Yeah. You got to gotta come back strong. Do you know if you're going to go west or east? Do you have any idea? No idea. No idea. Uh, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't know by now. <laughs> I know, right? It's Mitch Payton we're talking about. Um, uh, Depends on somebody gets hurt before. Yeah, exactly, right? Okay, well, hey, yeah. th- thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, we can't wait to see you back on the track. You're, you're a great uh, guy to have on the show, and, and I like your spirit in the pits and – you know, and all that. We need you in the sport, and, and man, it's been a bummer. So, um, get, all right. get, get well. Thanks, Steve. See you guys. All right, see, see you. you. See you, Dino. All right. uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki is Dean Wilson. Man, you got to feel for that guy. Yeah. Like, he, but you know what? What? Like he said, though, his his spirit's so good, you know? He, no, he is. He's, I, I mean, it's a tough one, and I'm sure it, at night it, he, he gets bummed, but yeah. he doesn't really show it. He's no. so upbeat, you know? Good, good spirit. I mean, really, if you think about it, since he won the title at Paula – it's been nothing but downhill. He missed. Okay, yeah. So wait, what did he do? No, double sold. Miss Miss Supercross that next year. Yeah, came back for Hangtown. Shoulder was no. He didn't miss Supercross. He battled with Tomac. Then he separated his shoulder at uh, Seattle with Tomac. Yeah. Then he tried to race Hangtown. Shoulder was no good. Surgery, double surgery, one on each shoulder. Comes back, signs with Jeff Ward Racing. That team falls apart. Signs with Mitch, comes back, you know, struggles a little bit, wins one Supercross, comes back, crashes, hurts your shoulder. You have a gets, soft spot for him, don't you? Gets back from there. Well, just, just get, Canada, Canadian. Uh, he's not Canadian anymore. I no? wish he was. Oh, I know you uh, do. Comes back um, from that. Yeah. Uh, shows up outdoors. Getting, getting better, getting better. Bike blows up on him after the second national. Dislocates his other shoulder, tears his, his labrum in his other shoulder, in one of the repaired shoulders. Like, well, just, just think about that. That's no, got to be gnarly, gnarly, you know? And shoulders. Shoulders aren't. Jeez, Robbie Renard, you know all yeah, those shoulders. Yeah, popping out in the whoops and whatever. Right? Hopefully, he got some good stuff done to it, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why I asked that question about did the doctor maybe yeah, not exactly. fix it good enough? I, like, yep. you know how it is? Like, there's guys racing that they see the wrong doctor in the emergency room after a supercross. Yep. And there's. They never recover. Um, they see the wrong doctor to get it fixed, or he misdiagnoses it, and they're screwed. They're screwed. Like yeah. it's so important to get the right doctor Absolutely. for these guys. Yep. And that's all I had to wonder. You know, I, I don't know. You've seen it uh, time and time again. Well, the good thing, the silver lining is he's got a ride for next year. Yeah, yeah, d- so definitely. So his body and he gets back in shape, he's, he he can come back, and he, he'll be a great story if he uh, rises to the top. He's the winningest Supercross rider in 125 class to never win a title. He's got the most wins without winning a title. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Past Jeff Emig this year. Huh. So, uh, yeah, we got to hope he's going to win one of these titles one of these times, right? Um, hey, our next guest coming on. He's uh, 10th place uh, at Unadilla in the second moto, 450 privateer. He left the Moto Concepts team earlier this year, number 23. Uh, Jake Canada. Jake, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, hey thanks, for, thanks for coming on the show. Um, ah, no worries. Proud to do it. Why did you have to go to the LCQ? What's going on with that, oh, Jay Canada? Dude, what a day. I mean, 
just a just a bonehead move on my part. Uh, in practice, I was out there, and I don't know. I'm kind of a perfectionist, and I just I like to get like a good solid lap on my lap times, and mm-hmm. like I was I was putting in laps, and every lap I would come up on someone or get behind someone and get in the roost and make a mistake. So I'd be, I'd just slow down and be right. like, all right, I got to get a gap. Yep. Got to get a nice gap, and I shoot. I did that, and <laughs> I guess obviously more times than I knew. And right. I was going slow, getting ready. Like had a nice gap. I was like, all right, this lap I got to lay it down, seeing close. And I look over and I see the guy with the checkered flag. I'm like, no way. And I freaking qualified 40. It's, it's such uh, a bonehead move. Yeah, really. You did that for uh, 20 minutes. You're like, oh shit. You know? Oops. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's tough to uh, tough to get a uh, clear lap. Right, I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, you gotta kind of just do it. Yeah, I mean, even uh, shoot. Now that I know, I mean, even if I'm getting roosted or making mistakes, no matter what, I'm I'm gonna be putting down last. <laughs> right, right, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, you came from the LCQ, you won that, got her in the motos, tenth uh, place in the second moto. You gotta be pumped on that. That was a good ride. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Uh, yeah. That was my goal to get in the top ten, and uh, you know, like. Last week or the weekend at Millville, shoot, I felt like I was lining up at freaking Hangtown again. Like, yeah. I hadn't raced since Colorado, so I mean, it was it was like I'd been fresh and just coming in on the 452 and everything. So there mm-hmm. was there was a lot of nerves and stuff, and right. I feel like this weekend I was definitely more loose and ready to go do work, and I was definitely pumped to get in the top ten and come from a, a little bit back on the start to tent too. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for? Uh... Jake Canada, uh, call in and uh, let us know. Um, yeah, it, it's got to be a little weird for you to uh, – you've been out for so long, but people forget you kind of made your name on a 450. So it's not like – maybe people forget you because you rode lights and, you know, supercross and outdoors, but that's – you rode a 450 fast a few years back. Yeah, I mean, I think a 450 actually suits my style. I'm kind of a more smoother, precise rider, I would like to say, and uh, – you know, I like to use the power of the 450. You don't have to be as erratic and stuff. So mm-hmm. I like the 450. Yeah. Uh, and how'd that second moto go for you? Like, where did you know your 10th? That where'd you start? I didn't. I haven't looked at the lap sheets enough to. And I, it seemed to me like you came from a little ways back to get 10th. Yeah, I was actually. I watched it on TV and I counted, and I think I was in around 23rd or so, dropping into the gravity cavity, and then uh, passed quite a bit of guys the first lap, and then. I knew I was in about like 15th or so or 14th, and there was a group of guys right in front of me. And uh, caught up to Reed, past Reed. That was, I'll tell you, that was a weird feeling. I was riding behind him, like going, like this isn't right, like oh, wow. it's not right that I'm about to go around Reed right now. But no, that was it was cool, and I um, had a little battle with Gurky, and then uh, got in the 10th. And yeah, I mean, I saw the pit board 10th, and I was definitely you know getting the chills and just happy yep. that I could do that um question you know you uh you parted ways with the motor concepts team what what happened there what was the deal there we spoke to mike genova about it he said that uh he wanted to take you for a drug test and you said no uh i spoke to you about it and you just said you know what it wasn't working out i wanted to go my own separate way we got to ask you what was the deal with the motor concept split because you'd put in some good rides with them no doubt yeah i mean i'm 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 not here to badmouth anybody, and I I still wouldn't to this day, even after everything that happened. But you know, basically, uh, I broke my wrist after Hangtown, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't know it was broken. I went and actually got an X-ray with my trainer, and uh, they said I was good to go. So I went to Colorado, tried racing, and went to the Asterix Medical Unit. They X-rayed it, and they said, "Hey, your wrist is broken." <laughs> so 
uh, I guess Mike, he, he didn't want to believe that that I didn't know my wrist was broken. He was saying that I knew my wrist was broken the whole time and that I wasted his time and money and blah, 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 and we kind of got into it. Okay. And, you know, that's kind of how it all went down. And then we got into it on the phone, and I was just like, you know what, Mike, like, thank you for everything, but I got to go. We got to part ways. Yeah, yeah. And then that press release came out, so. Right, so you're, you're, you're not, you're not, you, you can't be pumped on that. On the way they handled no. it on their end, right, right. No, yeah, no, it definitely, it definitely didn't make me look good, and I mean, it sucks because I think a lot of people probably don't have the best image of me, and I mean, you know, I have tattoos and stuff, and so it's easy to point fingers and easy to say things, and yep. you know, it sucks, but that's why I'm out there racing and I'm out there showing my face, and yeah. hopefully they. I think that's. I think that's the best thing you could have done is being like, "Hey, I, I'm yeah. still here. I'm still around. I'm still fast. I just got tenth in yeah. the 450 class." You know. Yeah. Um, so what? Uh, talk about like why the Yamaha? Uh, how did DRD come into it? Um, talk about that a little bit. How your your program came together. I've been looking for you, Millville and um, Unadilla, to talk to you, and I can't find you. I don't know what you're pitted out of. I don't know where you are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, no, basically, uh, I actually went out, I mean, I didn't have a bike, that whole thing happened with Motor Concepts, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I was kind of sitting around, and I was like, I, I got a race, like, I can't, yeah. I can't just end it like this and disappear with the press release, with right. the drug related or whatever he put, like, I got it, I have to get back out there, so I actually went and bought a Cali 450 from Malcolm Smith and was just planning on, you know, doing that thing up a little bit and just racing that, and then... Two days later, found out that uh, Doug and Yamaha were going to help me out and do a deal for me and let me ride his two Yamahas that he had because oh, okay. he'd gotten hurt. Yeah. And he got, he got hurt in a mammoth, and he was going to have to give him back anyways. So me and my – who is my mechanic now at the races, Casey Huntley, um, were like, hey, you know, like, let's try to get these bikes. And, like, we made a couple phone calls, and they made it happen for me. So I got oh, that's cool. these two Yamahas. Yeah, basically, I mean, they're basically stock, but they, they only had, like, eight hours or so on them, so they're pretty fresh. And then, uh, you know, just did a couple of things to them, got the, got the one on the road. My dad had to – my dad was a soldier for me and freaking drove all the way up to Millville in my truck and just so we could drop that one bike off. And then I, I'm dropping it off with uh, Derek Anderson. He's hauling oh, my bike okay. to – the rest of the rounds, just you know, giving them a little bit of gas money and uh, oh, okay. flying in and doing that whole deal. So yeah, worked see, out pretty sweet. I saw Derek; he was pitted by the pit entrance this weekend, but I didn't see your bike. They might have just been unloading it in the morning, though. Sorry, because I saw yeah, Derek's, yeah. Derek's black fan or whatever or black truck. Um, uh, well, that's cool. So yeah, so Casey didn't have to drive the truck. Your mechanic didn't have to drive the truck. Your dad did. So no, and, my dad toughed it out and. Did the long haul and yeah, took my uh, truck and awesome. took one of his buddies and drove it out for me. So right, that's right. cool. Did um, you ride Yamaha's before? Yeah, yeah Motor well, Concepts. I, yeah. That's where I filled in yeah, with Motor Concepts was on the Yamaha. Right. So you uh, you had some experience on that thing anyway, huh? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, uh, yeah, I rode it for that whole end of the season. And, uh, no, I actually like the bike. I think it's definitely a, a different bike, but mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's good. Yeah, it's got... It's got a bad rap. There's no doubt it's never as bad as people make it out to be. And I yeah. do think it takes a little bigger guy and a guy who has to like it. But in the end, there's plenty of dudes going 
damn fast on it. The Look engines it. are good, huh? Oh yeah, those things are fast. I mean, yeah, I got I I bought that. Uh, you can buy a complete GYTR head kit. Mm-hmm. It comes with like a piston, cans, everything. Yeah. And I just I bought that for the race bike, and even shoot my practice bike that I practice on at home every day. I ride it. I'm like, Dude, this thing's fast. Like, <laughs> right, right. They're good. They're good bikes out of the box, engine wise and everything. And I think that I think you're right. They are more suitable for a taller guy. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that if you push them too far, they're they're kind of like a twitchy bike, mm-hmm. and you can make mistakes real easy on them. But if you're more of a smooth, taller or whatever yeah. rider, I think that they can suit you really well. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you. Let's get to some phone calls for you, uh, TJ. What's going on, man? What's going on, guys? What's your question for uh, Jake Canada? Hey, yeah, I was going to ask Canada about whenever he saw that whole blow up thing with Mike and the Moto Concept stuff. Did he realize that did it help him to get a ride when people realized just how crazy that camp was? <laughs> yeah, you had to been you had to been Jake uh, going uh, silently nodding your head a little bit at that. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I'm not over there anymore. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't wish anything bad about anybody, yeah. but def- definitely after that happened, I think I think it was good for me because it kind of got the attention off me and that, that whole big thing that had happened with me and kind of put it on them and made it seem, made it show a little bit of their true colors, I would say. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say that yeah. I love the team or anything, but I mean, yeah. It definitely, it definitely took the attention off me for sure. There's like bug inside of MX Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any plans for like the Supercross stuff this year? I mean, is this team going to carry you through Supercross? Are you? Yeah. What? That's my next question for you. What is the plan for 2014? You want to be a, a 450 guy? I'm guessing, Jake. Or no, no. Oh, okay. Actually, no. I mean, it's it's not it's it's not actually a team. It's uh-huh. uh, I mean, privateering it. Doug's Doug, Doug's involved with it. Uh, He's helping, but just basically with pipes and stuff. And basically everything that we got for the bike and the bikes is um, just all me and Casey calling around and getting getting help here, getting help here. You know, some people oh, wow. didn't really want to help. And so basically it's just my, my own deal that I got these bikes and whoever wanted to help helped, and I get to use them until after Elsinore, and then I got to give them back. And then after that, um, um but you know, I'm searching again. Yeah, so you're, I'm trying, you're, you're I'm looking for a ride. Trying to find teams. Yeah, you're, look, oh, oh yeah, you're looking, looking for, for, a ride. for for 2014. Uh, everybody, Jake Canada needs something out there. And you're former top 10 in the 250 class. Um, you've got some skills, no doubt, and uh, had some good outdoor nationals too. So you'd be a, a good hire, I think. Well, for, he keeps for a lot doing of what he's doing. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll well, what's funny is we keep something. we keep hearing about the, the 450 class has never been deeper. It's never been harder it's never been uh, tougher and i agree with all that you do uh, uh and jay canna gets 10th yeah, on a bike awesome. that probably you can buy yeah you know? well, and also so. so did shorty on a bike that was off the showroom floor stuff yeah look at shorty and supercross yeah. right six seventh yeah. with a suspension it shows just shows you how much the 450s are got so much power just stock yeah no absolutely thanks tj no problem thank you so yeah so you'll ride 250s next year jake whatever whatever you can um yeah i mean i i, I definitely don't I want to be on a 450, and I think the 450 is going to be a sweet deal eventually, but I right. definitely want to do a couple more years on a light spike. I think that I have a lot more in me that I want to, that I want to show on a light spike. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, um, I don't know if this question really applies to Jake, but let's – what's Jake? Jonathan, what's your question? I want to know what it was like to hit LaRocco's leap for the first time. Well, he didn't race it this year, but maybe last year he hit LaRocco's leap. Well, last year I was on a light bike, so I, and that year 
I think nobody but Baggett did it. But the year before, I did it on uh, oh, okay. when I filled in for Moto Concepts, and all right, so what's uh, it, it was like? Pretty sweet. I mean, it's it's like it's it's definitely the biggest jump on the outdoors. And if you if you've heard the hype about it for from your whole life and watching it on TV and then going out there and coming out of corner and seeing that freaking <laughs> giant lip and you can't see a landing, you know, you got to hit it fifty or wide on a four fifty. It's it's a little intimidating, but it's it's a cool jump for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go, Jonathan. Better get those texts. All right. See ya. Uh, Sterling, what's going on, man? I sound like Herbie the Love Bug. How's it going? Sterling, what's going on? What's your question for uh, DJ Canada? Uh, I was just wondering, like, every year surrounded by you in the industry, uh, like, people are pumping you up, dude. Not that it's cool because you're a good racer, but, like, you get all this hype, and then, like, I feel like you don't own up to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, you get all this hype. Hold on, Sterling. What, what, a hi- what hype does Jake Canada get? Like, no offense. Uh, I, I'm not aware of any massive hype campaigns. I, I was going to say, because I've been a privateer pretty much right. my whole entire pro career, besides the two years that I was only on Moto Concepts, was the only ride that I've had so far. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah at but one you're point, still young. At one point, Jake Canada was almost out of the sport. Um, yeah. You know, before he, before he showed up at Lakewood on a Cowie, um, there was certainly no hype. Around Jake Canada, then Sterling, but no, for real, Sterling. What, what, what do you think? What do you, you just do? You see some hype for Jake Canada? Oh, uh, I mean, I think it's possible, dude. I mean, I mean, he was an all right teammate for Tommy Week back, you know, uh, back when he was on that Moto Concept team. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Week was a little bit better, but I mean, he was close up there. Week was better than Jake Canada. Well, I mean, if you look at Would you not agree with that, man? Like, dude, Week, man, that fucker can scrub like nothing, man. I mean, Week at Washugo, (laughs) Week at Washugo was on it. Maybe, yeah, Washugo, huh? Uh, I don't know. I feel like Jake Cannon. You tell me Week doesn't have skill on a bike? No, he's got skill on the bike, for sure. Jake Cannon does too, though. I feel like Jake Canada uh, last year in Supercross on the East Coast. He was, uh, you look at the list of guys he was racing with, uh, Geico, Pro Circuit, um, you know, Rockstar Suzuki guys, KTM, and then there was Jake Canada, not even riding a real bike. It was on a Moto MCR 250. Uh, he was uh, putting it in the top 10. I think he was pretty pretty good last year on a bike that I would, I think it was the, the bike was okay, but there's no chance his bike was on par with the guys he was racing on around. Yeah, and I got a fourth and a fifth too. So yeah, yeah you had a really good season. Yeah, Sterling, I'll, get, I'll um, give him that. I mean, that was a shocker. I, that was a loser for me, honestly. But you <laughs> know, a shocker. I, I, I'll give him those props for sure. Okay. Um, well, Sterling, I guess Jake, you need to stop those hype campaigns going on. Yeah, I'll you. try to tone that down. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... Thanks, Sterling. Yeah. Hey, have a nice night. Thank you, man. Um, no offense, Sterling. Thank you for listening. I think you're crazy. Damn, dude. I mean, you know what? We take all the calls, though, here. We appreciate everybody, uh, right or wrong, yeah. and whatever opinions you yeah. got. Um, no, hey, I, I think uh, I think you're doing a good thing showing up, like you said, showing your face up, um, looking, you know, you're still around, you are still got fat, you're still speed, you're on a privateer, and you're getting top ten. I think that was the best thing that could have happened for you um, because, like you said, in this sport, sometimes, you know, you just don't know, and, and these different things come out, and, and it's unfortunate it didn't work out between you and the team, but uh, – I think good job yep. on coming back. Well, yeah, thanks, man, dude. I mean, talk about a talk about an eye opener. On, I mean, I was I was only on Moto Contest. I can't imagine what it'd be like to be on like Pro Circuit or anything like that. But, dude, yeah, yeah. after being on after being on a team like that, and then going and obviously before my parents helped me out, but doing it now on my own, holy crap! <laughs> I, 
bank account is hurting after just doing two races with flights, and uh, it's gnarly. Oh, it's, come on. You made a lot of money. Tough. You made a ton of money for that You tent. probably took home $400. Yeah. What are you talking? 400 bucks. <laughs> after yeah, yeah. $250 entry fee. Oh, national national payout is, is yeah, not that You're not good. doing this for the money out here in the nationals for sure. No, no. And that's it. That money don't really matter at this point. I'm just, I need to be out there. So, yeah. I mean, whatever yeah. it takes to get out there and race, that's what I'm going to do. That's right. awesome. So, uh, yeah, are you staying back? Or I guess you got Utah this weekend in Elsinore. So, um, looking forward to that? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I feel like. I feel like Millville was kind of a just to get my feet wet, and mm-hmm. then this last weekend was definitely good, and um, I'm excited. I'm ready to go again, and I wish that damn, I wish there was more races, but yeah. you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully, put in two consistent motos. It'd be nice to get two motos in the top ten or near the top ten and get a good overall for the day, and uh, you know, try to end the season good and talk to some teams while I'm at it. What happened yeah. to your first moto? What happened there? Uh, my first one was not good. I mean. Well, I was all the way on the outside after the LCQ, and then I went down. I passed a lot of guys and was in the top 20 before halfway, and then I went down into some mud that they scraped off to the side of the track and got my bar stuck in it. And like, <laughs> took me a while to get out, and then I crashed again, caught, caught up, and then I tipped it over again. It was it wasn't good. But, yeah, the, uh, uh, let's talk to, let's, the second moto. The second moto is well, what matters, right? Well, no, well, good recovery from having a bad uh, moto and to come back and get a tenth. That was he's, awesome. He's probably, he, Berluti was probably worried because you were chasing down Tickle, and he was like, oh, shit, who is this kid? Uh, no, chasing I, down I, Tickle. The guy's got skills. If, if you if you get all your shit together, you're you're there's no doubt about it. You're a very, very talented rider for sure. Um, well, thanks, man. What, what you need to do, too, Jake, and, and maybe you've done this, and certainly I'm not trying to, like, like tell you what to do, but uh, or maybe I am. That's exactly it. But uh, like, go go around to these team managers and, and you know introduce yourself and, and you know because they they probably just I mean they know who you are they know the name or whatever they you're a pretty quiet dude and and uh, maybe they you know maybe they don't even know what your deal is and they believe the press releases or whatever so you know just just some friendly advice go up and be like hey I'm Jay Canada I'm looking to ride you know your your team I need something so whatever put the well, word out well yeah it's funny you said that because actually I, I trust me I've been told by a lot of people to do that and this week I was actually planning on. I mean, at this point, I'm just, I was planning on just going to their race shop in the morning and just showing up and saying, hey, can yeah. I have a couple minutes of your time? And, there you go. You know, talk to them, tell them my situation, and just, just, to, yep. just to talk to them all, you know? Yeah, filling yeah. Out for, yep. Filling out job applications yeah. at this point. No, for sure. And, you know, and you're, you're a nice guy. You're, you're polite. And, uh, and people will just be like, oh, it's okay. So this kid is, you know, he's around and he's trying. So, uh, and because we, oh. we, your 10th shows that you could do it on the track. Hey, how's old Doug doing? I was going to ask that. Yeah, yeah that that crash I heard at Mammoth was pretty gnarly. Yeah, I mean, he shoot he he's got a foiled chest where he broke all the ribs on one side, That's what which I heard. makes your whole rib cage just like kind of oh. loose in there. But wow. I mean, shoot, how long has it been since Mammoth? And he's our every time I go to the office, he's in there with his cape on. Just working like uh, he didn't even get hurt, so yeah, he's, yeah. he's doing good. He's doing good. He's definitely a work hor- workhorse, hard worker. So middle yeah. of June, is when though. it was, or, or yeah, towards yeah. the end June, of June, Juneish, yeah, yeah. Jeez, wow. uh, what did he do? Do you know what he did? Crashing? I, I heard about it, but maybe Jake saw did some you, video or something. Yeah, I don't you, know. Yeah, what did he do? Yeah, he uh, he. You know, okay, at Mammoth after the finish line, you make that right sweeper, yep. and then. You got that little jump into that bull corner. Right. I guess I guess he swapped off that little jump and just 
smacked right into that bull corner. Oh, so, that's what I heard. He I think he was couldn't... knocked out for a little while, and it was definitely a hard hit. I, I guess he, I guess he swapped out so hard that his stock grip ripped off the bars. Jeez, that you can believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vulcanized on or yeah, a stock yeah. grip right. ripped off the bars. Wow, the guy's 50, yeah. 50 years old. God, that's got to hurt. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, Jake, thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Good job in your second moto, and uh, I look for. Uh, being a California kid, I think these next two tracks, surfaces and obstacles and stuff will suit you well, and I'm sure you're going to do good again. So, yeah, thanks again, man. Well, yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys, for having me. It was, it was fun. And uh, quit, the, quit with the hype campaigns. Tell your hype department to back it down. Yeah, t- take those shirts off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get rid exactly. of them shirts, okay? Uh, for sure. All right. All right Thank you. All right. Uh, Jake Cannon, everybody, uh, doing it on his own. Uh, making it work. Hey, speaking of shirts, didn't you uh, coin the phrase filthy Phil? I did. I, I heard. I heard there's all these filthy Phil shirts this last there was. week. Really? Yeah. Did you get one? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Right on. Boogie's got one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nonchalant. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, my deal. Um, no that's what I do. Yeah. No, that's what I do. Yeah. And standard uh, operating procedure. Zachy Poo. Also, mm-hmm. he says he people come up with that. So I don't like that one. Uh, okay, I do. That's my guy. All right. All right. Um, hey, race tech suspension. Ben LeMay uses race tech suspension. Privateers everywhere use race tech suspension. They've got a kid right now running their KTM 65 SX, their gold valve kit, this uh, Aiden T. Harrow. He's killing it. He just went to the junior motocross nations, and they I think won. he won there. Um, this kid won Loretta's. Uh, if you've got a KTM 65 and you want to make the forks work, race tech is it. Racetech.com. Wow. They've been around since 1984. We all know about race tech and uh, Privateer's Choice, man. Thanks, uh, thanks to those guys. And with that, let's get to some of our emails, which are – oh, hey. Well, no, okay. That was, that thing, was some of my notes about straight. that ju- that uh, Junior oh, Worlds. I can't believe you make notes. Junior Worlds. So that kid, that's Dude. the kid that won. Yeah. He's, a, the, he's the only guy that really won for us. Yeah. Yeah, the, but, kid did, the team did it through consistency more than anything. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. No, that kid is on the – he's the real deal. Wow. Race Tech Suspension. Is he a California kid? I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, Aiden T. Harrow, probably. Mexican name, Spanish name. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, That's awesome. Okay. So these are the emails. These are the best ones of the week. We read the one earlier about the bike teardown yeah. and about JT biting this guy's head face off. <laughs> uh, Bill sent one. Um, I was wondering a couple of weeks ago when Roxon crashed at Millville, did he have a concussion test? You could visually see the hit. He hit his head. And after the crash, he sat on the track and held his head for a minute before picking up his bike and pulling off the track. Then during your post-race podcast, he said that he hit his head and that it was bothering between motos. If he was not tested between the motos, why doesn't MX Sports make it mandatory for the rider to be tested? If a rider crashes and seems to have hit his head, if test is voluntary, is it even worth having the rider do the baseline for the season? Bill. Bill, uh, it's the Asterix Medical Crew's call on that, not MX Sports. Um, they're the ones who figure out and decide on the spot whether the rider needs to take a test. They ask him some questions. They figure it out. We had Dr. Doc Bodner on the show around the Zach Bell incident, and he highlighted the concussion program they have, and it's pretty good. And it's not a team's call, a rider's call, or anybody. It's it's what the medical people who treat the rider decide. So, remember Austin Stroop a couple years ago crashed hard, and they wouldn't let him race, and he wanted to. He was pissed, but they um, they just said no go on that. So, uh, Dan sent this in. Dan, uh. I can hear all the hill bashing already and how all the rookies, old and new, outperformed him, blah, blah, blah. If you were paying attention, I was because I'm on the bandwagon. He had some miscues early in Moto 1 and was 38th after lap 1. 
worked his way up to 16th, beating all rookies except uh, Jeremy Martin. Moto2 started behind Durham and AC, passed them both as he tried to pace Baggett as they rode up the standings. He was 8th or ninth on the penultimate lap, and again second second rookie behind Martin when he must have crashed because he ended up 18th. Just saying. Dan's a big uh, Justin Hill fan. Been sending me emails for a while. Loves him some Justin Hill. Well, you know, you see the results, but you didn't really know what went down with him. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Did you see? Did you know all that stuff he just? I saw him. I didn't know he was that far back, yeah, and I need to verify back. Bill's info. Yeah, I but got I did you. see him charge through the pack from a ways back. That's so. good. Um, First time he's ever been there. I, what I don't understand though is like I, this Dan thinks I hate J- Justin Hill, but, um, huh? Oh, sorry, it's off. You do. Okay, Dan thinks I hate yep. Justin Hill. I interview his team owner. Every week, and I go, what do you think of your team? And the team owner goes to me, he needs to find some speed. He needs to be better. I'm not happy. So then I write, he needs to find some speed. Mitch Payton's not happy. Um, blah, blah, blah. And I'm the one who gets shit on. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm all, reporting what Mitch Payton told me. Yeah, you're gnarly. But all in all, the kid. I am gnarly. Don't he you forget does, it. Especially on Mitch's <laughs> team. He's got to go faster. But he's having a. Pretty good season, it's really. okay. For, you know what for it is? For a rookie, you know. Well, at Washougal, he was good, and then but everybody went, ah, it's his home track. Right. But he backed it up at Millville. He had yeah. good rides at Millville. Yeah. Um, this weekend wasn't so good, but like he ran into some problems, like Dan said. But the expectations on because him. Because you're on Mitch's he, team. Is, they're higher. That's just the way yeah, this world on works. on Mitch's team. Sorry, Dan. Um, okay, Nicholas sent this in. I'm fairly new to following motocross, but I started listening to your show four months ago. Well, Nicholas, that's the best thing you could have done. Because on this show, I know everything. Your show is great, by the way. Might be me, but all your guests seem to believe that a privateer team cannot be as fast as a factory team. Although all have different reasons, money, support, equipment. My question is, if some billionaire decided to start an MX team, if he was able to get Villapoto and Williamson, Villapoto and Berluti, and maybe, say, the rest of the team's crew members, and build a bike with an unlimited budget, no factory help, though, would that team be able to win Supercross and Motocross titles? Yes. Yeah? Absolutely. Don't you feel like the, the – the, I guess you know what it is? The, the factories have the smart people, right? That's more I what disagree. happens. I've been there, and okay, I, I well, wouldn't say that. But <laughs> Yeah, no, I guess you're right. And, and, I've, and I've been on some teams with some jackals. The bottom line is if you can get Villapoto – but Villapoto would never go to a team like that. Yeah, he he would. would say, For I need money, a factory team. For the money, he would. And that guy's going to buy anything he needs. The billionaire. Yeah, we're going to buy but, the best suspension. We're going to have a suspension tech. Your, your shit's going to be bitching. He, that you can win on it. I totally believe that. You, I think you, you don't can. Think so, huh? I think you can, but I don't think you'd get the riders. They're so locked into, I need a factory bike. I disagree. Look what you guys did. You guys couldn't get riders because you couldn't have factory bikes. When? Before? For years, yeah. We don't have a factory rider now. You have a factory How bike much now? higher was, this, was the salary that they were offering, though? Like, if this billionaire I don't comes think, in, for, if you're Ryan Villapoto, it doesn't matter. Well, you don't, he, he might be the exception to the rule. but you, I'm you just saying, these guys are so locked into, I need a factory bike. I, I don't know. If they ride their production bike with good suspension, let's say, and I know mm-hmm. Villapoto probably doesn't, but he yeah. might have a practice bike that's maybe somewhere that's stock or whatever, mm-hmm. and he knows on a 450 now on a lights bike, you got to definitely have some yeah. good stuff. Yeah. But on a 450, I, I for sure think that, that Villapoto would be winning on a bike that okay. somebody could build for him. 
I think so too, but I don't think you. I think the rider wouldn't do it unless you paid him so much money, um, because they're just so locked into Anita Factory. You know, so but really, you don't like, believe that they think that production stuff is pretty damn good nowadays. I just think they they believe they need a factory. I think they be, half of them believe that a lot of money they're going. <laughs> uh, email last email here from uh, a concerned fan. Oh, Serial gosh. killers long for and love being in control. Little did you know, Tits is taking control in many situations and setting up for what I believe to be an all-in-one kill of the people he is identifying on your show. But before these things are revealed, let's talk about control. <laughs> Tits tracked you down and had lunch with you. Next thing you know, this weirdo is producing your show. He consistently talks to guests, presumably trying to befriend them, and behind your back, controls more than you think. I bet Josh Hill won't be back on the show because Tits keeps talking about how much he hates him. Another form of control. Tits stopped liking O'Rourke, and guess what? Where is O'Rourke? That's true. O'Rourke has gone MIA. O'Rourke is not I've called actually, in. I've actually buried my beef with O'Rourke. O'Rourke is not called in. I, I, don't, I can't speak for that. but yeah. Tits started giving shameless Optrix plugs left and right, and now he is the freaking marketing manager of Optrix. Other clues to Tits being a serial killer are as follows. Ooh. Tits has admitted to sleeping in his truck in parking lots. <laughs> serial killers often sit in parking lots of their prey to get their habits down. That's true. That's true. Wow. That's true, Tits. Eerie similarities, uh, huh? <laughs> a lot of chicks get abducted in parking lots from serial yeah. killers. I thought those would be rapists, not serial killers. Either one. The crier says F you to Tits, and he get, all he gets is a short mm-hmm. Sounds like the reply of a guy who knows he will get the last laugh <laughs> as he dumps his body in the ocean. I'll give him that one. I find it hard to believe that Tits is even a moto fan. Who the F doesn't know what pipe is on his bike? I would say a person who inserts himself into an industry only to one day create a bloodbath of his chosen victims. Wow. Mark my words, every person that gets tits angry will one day disappear and never be heard from again. Consider yourselves warned. Concerned fan. Yeah. I I agree with 50% of what concerned fan says. <laughs> 50%? Yes. Wow. Yes, I All do. Right. Aaron, your last call before commercial. What's up? Yeah, not much. I was just calling in to comment on kind of what the other gentleman said with the billion-dollar team question. Isn't that kind of like the Gibbs situation currently and then getting Stewart and then, you know, they kind of have an unlimited budget, I would say, with uh, what you've talked about and the JGR shop tour and stuff like that? I'd say that's a pretty good point you're saying, but... Uh, they still got factory equipment, though. They got good stuff, but I, I, I still don't think they've ever got a Villa Poto. That's the deal. I they uh, No, let me take that back. They did have Stewart... Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. That's it's true, but I, I I believe that with the right rider and the right equipment, you can do it. Question: If it was any brand other than Yamaha, though, I don't think they would have any problem whatsoever with getting a Villapoto. Or obviously, Villapoto is very loyal to Kawasaki, but it there was the Yamaha stigma. But yeah. if it were a Suzuki or Honda or whatever, I don't think they would have any problem whatsoever. Yeah, good point. I think it's a pretty good point. Serial killer has spoken. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. All right. Have a good show. Thank you. Thanks very much. All right, everybody. With that, let's take our last commercial break of the night. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, and Fab Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs. Hey, Tech One Designs has these bitchin' ass pitch shirts now. Um, check them out on the yet? web. Yes, I did. Huh? And Zach Williams, who's a privateer kid just outside the top 20, he wears X-Brand goggles, uh -huh. and I spoke to his mechanic this weekend. 
Guess what kind of pitch shirt he runs? Tech one design. Yes, and it looks bitchin'. Bing. Yes. Nice. Uh, so if you need a pitch shirt uh, with your logos on it, with whatever logos you want for your team or whatever, if you have an amateur team and you need something, check one design. TechOneDesigns.com. Things are pretty cool. Same graphic company, right? Yeah, graphic company too. They yeah. make Bo Bamberg's graphics. Oh, really? Eddie Van Halen. All sorts of stuff. FMF Racing, man, FMF Racing is great. You know why FMF Racing is great? Why? They hooked up 810 Solutions with a deal on a pipe. Nice. Partners helping partners. Yeah, that ain't bad. Uh, what's that? B2B. B2B, Jonathan, you're right. Brat <laughs> uh, Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, John Anderson and the boys down there. Black Ops Moto, check them out. And uh, Optics, of course. Tits, do you want to do your Optics thing? Yeah, actually, uh, okay. Jonathan here is a, a new, uh, I guess he's a customer. He okay. supported the show. Stop Stop with this. What? Last time you, you got a guy to talk about the optics, it went on too long and it was too Well, that's up to him how long it's going to be. I'm saying he supported the show. He used the code PULP at optics.com. Got 15. That's one five percent <laughs> dot, you know, not dot com, 15% off of his order. And I wanted John just to take just a few moments to tell us how he likes his optics. Case. You, hey, do you have a uh, floaty wrist thing? I don't have a floaty wrist thing. Okay, I'm nope. just saying. Just wait. I, I have paid for my optics, though, so I don't know. I don't know how the freebie deal goes. But um, I love it. It's awesome. Um, I'm always either on the road bike, mountain bike, uh, motocross as much as I can, but that's pretty rare. Um, but every day, at least doing something like that and living up by Tahoe, try to schedule everything so it ends at the lake. So instead of carrying another camera with me, I already have my phone. I pop the thing in, get some footage or get some pictures, go into the lake with it. Okay, that's it. That's awesome. it. Yeah, we're good. All right, that's enough. <laughs> um, anyway, tits, 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 tits had Moser talk for 15 minutes about it. You're, you're, it, was you're, a great, it was a great segment, though. Well, now you guys are enemies, so yeah. look at what, what? Look what happened. Uh, Optrix has torn them joking. apart. No, Optrix oh, has torn really? them apart. Yes, no, I'm not joking. <laughs> Probably because um, he didn't drink any cold beers with him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. Tits is Mormon. He doesn't drink. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um. All right, last commercial break of the night. Yep. Jason Thomas is coming back. We're going to have Will Hahn for the surprise appearance. We're nice. going to have uh, the NFAB Banging Bar segment. I want to talk about that. Tits will probably start crying. Voicemails. Voicemails. Great voicemails this week. X-Brand <laughs> uh, Goggle Tear-Offs. Yep. Stick around, everybody. Join nice. us for the last hour of the Pulp Mech Show. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Eli Tomac. I ride for Geico Honda. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, 
I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villapoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which is becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed, 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me, listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars, he's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives, you can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person. 
and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA... Proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition Now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. 
Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Next show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. The last hour of our show, we have had Kevin Windham. We have had Eli Tomac. We have had Dean Wilson. We had Jake Canada. I'm Steve Mathis. Uh, that's Titch Legendary over there producing the show. Jonathan Lee's here. Uh, Berluti, thanks for everything you've been doing tonight. I can't believe you make notes. That's Come awesome. Come on, dude. Really? No, nobody makes notes. And, and even, even our next guest, who will complete the three musketeers of Geico Honda, Will Hahn. That? Wilbur, what's happening? What's going on, Whole shot what's king. On, you didn't make any notes when you were co-host. Berluti makes notes. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, so am I getting, like, do I need to step my game up right now? Yeah. Berluti makes notes. That is pretty, that's being on top of your game right there. I'm, that's, well, did you add I mean, a prepared mechanic and stuff like that? You're going to write shit down because you're, you're organized. Thank you. Yeah, I try to be. Oh, I see what you mean. 
Okay, okay. I see you were never a prepared mechanic. Oh, really? I wasn't prepared when uh, Kelly Smith was winning High Point or when Timmy Ferry, <laughs> when Timmy Ferry won Summer Cross. I wasn't prepared. Is that what you're saying? Uh, someone else built the bike. Uh, Timmy Ferry beating Ricky Carmichael, Bud's Creek, first moto. Not prepared? Mm, you did all right. You had your days. <laughs> uh, Jason Thomas, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming back. No problem. Are you done with your well, sales I'm... meeting, or what What are you doing? Are you done? Sorry, right, man. I have, uh, yeah, I was at dinner. I apologize, man. Nothing I can do. Hey, did you pull that chick? What? Did I do what? That chick that you were working on at dinner time. <laughs> dude, I saw. Come on, dude. I saw you at yeah, Hank. Dude, I saw you at Hangtown with all those chicks. Do you remember that Mexican restaurant? No. Bullshit. After Hangtown, after the race, or something like that. Love this no. guy. Right no. Hey, uh, different deal altogether. <laughs> I, you must. It must have been someone else. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh man. I'm, I was drunk. I had too many beers. <laughs> Could have been uh, could have been Jason Thomas, the GNCC guy. Could have been. Um, hey, we're gonna give away some NFAB Yamaha shirts before we get to Will Hahn here. Um, we got uh, five shirts to give away. Uh, NFAB, uh, the choice of uh, many people out there for the some of the, some of the top truck modifications out there. They don't make Ridgeline stuff, but they're working on it for guys like me and Will Hahn. Um, <laughs> what what you need to do is email the show. The first uh, I don't know five or six or seven people. To email the Pulpamex show at gmail.com and tell us the name of NFAB Yamaha's owner. That's it. Just tell us the name of the owner. He's been spoken about on this show many times. Not the owner of NFAB. That's Thomas. He's been in studio. The owner of NFAB Yamaha team. Send us an email. They got a truck team too, Steve. I know. That was impressive. Yeah. I saw that this week. Um, so, Wilbur, uh, and the, fir- the first correct answer is five, six, seven correct answers get, get an NFAB Yamaha shirt. Uh, NFAB, the choice of Phil Nicoletti, Chris Blos, Jessica Patterson, and many others. Wilbur, um, so you whole yes, shot yes. again. You clinched the $15,000. Yep. You led some laps. Yeah, that was the biggest part of it, right? I mean, for me anyway. Right. You led more laps at Millville, but still. Still good. Oh, so it's like that. I, so I'm already getting compared. But my result was better. Okay. Uh, yeah, your result may have been better. Which... Race? Did you run a Pulp MX sticker? That would be Millville. Dude, I had a Pulp one on first moto. I'm pretty sure. Nope, you didn't because I saw photos. I checked them out today. No. <laughs> oh, you know what? I saw it today too. I can see it on the helmet. You were so full of crap. Right I now. looked at photos, bro. And- you had a gray uh, seven helmet on. Uh, 6D helmet seven helmet. You had a gray 6D helmet on. There was no Pulp MX sticker on there. Hey, you know what? And. By contract, you know, and like I said, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm not scared to get him involved. Um, I didn't receive a copy this weekend, and if I would, it would probably have been poop, caribou, or whatever that stuff is. JT, will you please back me up on the fact that there's no Starbucks open at Millville? Fucking uh, donuts everywhere. I think you may have a point. No Starbucks, and there's, you know, no sticker. Oh, thanks, JT. Right? Yeah, I'm, thanks. Not, I'm not thanks saying that. that it's, it's like, I'm not bummed that you didn't find a Starbucks. I'm just saying, like, technically, I don't have to run a sticker at that point. I mean, I bought I bought the, the coffee in question, so I'm very aware of where it came from. Uh oh. But yeah, yeah, there's nothing. There was no Starbucks. I will say that. Nothing. Actually, there was, but it wasn't open. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. JT, there's nothing wrong with Caribou Coffee. Tell them. Um, my coffee was pretty bad. 
But it was actually, I'm pretty sure I had like poop flavored creamer in mine. Like, I'm not oh, positive, God. but I'm like pretty positive. Listen, if it ain't Starbucks, it's junk for sure. Um, yeah. We had a deal. We had Correct. a deal. We did have a deal for Starbucks. I can't, get, I can't poop Starbucks out in Rocha and Utica, New York. Sounds well, apparently like you can't you... caribou because that's what it tasted like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I need. And I I need Pulp MX on this on every helmet too. I don't see it all the time. Yeah, well, that's the issue. You need to drop off more stickers. I think I need more stickers. <sighs> Man, and this 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 hey, this like four foot by two foot banner. I, I can't put that on a helmet, man. <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks to the Chisholm deal. <laughs> this is what happens when you make deals with riders, JT. This is why you got out of it, JT. It is. They're all the same. They want to avoid yeah, what, hap- what happened oh, to no. the younger generation. Right. Right. What happened? Rollerball would have stickers everywhere. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> they want to avoid. There's, uh, there's all these rules and stuff now. They want to avoid contracts. They want to they want, uh, enforce contracts. They want to avoid them. They want to talk on. shit on Caribou Coffee. Okay. Hey, you can, you can suck it right now. I'm looking at the whole shot picture from Moto 1, and it's on the helmet. <clears throat> Are you are you accusing Simon Cudby of photoshopping it out? Um, possibly. <laughs> possibly. Um, oh, we had Sinjin on line one. I was going to ask him his opinion, but he's gone. Thank God. Oh, there would have been f bombs, like, f bombs everywhere. I know. I know. That's it's what. not super legible. I'm not going to lie and say it's like just out in the open, like boom, you can see it. But it's there, right above my Honda and Skull Kenny sticker. I'm I'm texting it to you right now. I don't know, man. I need to look again, I guess. I saw photos from Unadilla from Simon Cudby, and I blew that thing up and looked at it and saw no sticker. Hey, Will, um, do your teammates accuse you from swinging from uh, Mathis's <laughs> nuts because you put that on your helmet? No, not really. You don't have to fade the heat or nothing like that, huh? How would you feel? No, how do you think that Honda and Skull Candy feel about their sticker placement compared to Pulp MX? I would say they're like they're limpy on it, like they're all right with it, you know. Like I don't know, maybe not like, you know. I don't really know how they feel about it. No one's really saying anything. Instead oh, of good. instead of your check next month, you're just going to get a cup of coffee in the mail. <laughs> Listen, We're good. I thought that was a deal. Listen, JT, you can back off. We don't need you right now <laughs> to to try to ruin this deal. Uh oh. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I started it. And Wilbur, you. It's good to see Geico still giving you the whole shot motor. Yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're still in front of the weekend. You know what? We uh, we got it to the last the moto. Yeah. So it's huge. When did you start? Bud's Creek, right? Yes, no. sir. So what round was that, Berlute? Bud's Creek. What, what uh, five, six, five or six. Berlute's looking at the yeah, paper. Yeah, we, okay. we had Denver, Hangtown, and Muddy Creek five. before that. So it would Okay, been... so you've only raced five rounds. You've raced 20 motos. Um, yes. right now I've raced, yes. oh, I didn't race really, okay, so I didn't do second moto at Southwick, Okay, so you, so you raced 19 motos. You've yep. clinched this whole shot award already with four motos to go. Yep. No, so I've, wait, hold on. This doesn't sound right. I think I've only done, no, basically you missed 11 the, motos. You missed the first four rounds. What? Where's my math? I'm not yeah, good math, at math. Mathis keeps saying, you were saying that this weekend, and I was like, no way. He hasn't done that many races. 
He missed. No, three. I've done. A, I've done. I've gotten eight out of eleven hole shots. I've I'm, missed three hole shots. I'm terrible at Can- Canadian math. Was never like it was a lot to do with like how many polar bears are in the igloo if you put. Yeah, you know, well, so, fair enough. If you use it like an excuse like that, then I, I kind of understand. Somehow, somehow, I, somehow, equated every national to four motos, which it is, but you only raced two of the motos. Um, so yes, you've raced uh, uh, ten motos, but only nine, and you. No, so I would be at I know I would be at twelve, but I missed the moto at Southwick, so I've done eight out of, or I've done eleven. Okay, this is great radio right now too, by the way. Um, so you've whole shot how many times? Eight, eight whole shots out of eleven motos. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, dude. It's just the whole shot motor. Yeah, it is. Uh, Sinjin, you got a question for Will Hahn, or do you want to weigh in on this uh, coffee debate? I mean, I heard you guys wanted my opinion, which everyone wants my opinion. But no, it's not even about Will Hahn. I, I feel like a dick. I'm going off Will Hahn. But I just have a question and a couple comments. Can, Can you – are you on speakerphone? What are you doing? No, I'm not. Why? Do I like on speaker? You sound like you're shit. You don't, so you don't have a question for Will Hahn? No, I'm sorry. We'll do, I can't have a question for Will Hahn. You guys have him on every fucking week. I mean, I like Will Hahn, but I can't have a question for him every week. I'm going to try, dude. <laughs> well, I was already told you I'm going to, you know, get your dirty underwear and stuff, remember? I was Jimmy's fan. And um, my question is about Jimmy. Uh, him coming back this weekend, what do you think he'll do? How do you think he'll do? He's racing Utah? Uh, I believe he was going to do less, too. Isn't that what he said? I I mean, I'm his goggle guy, expert on goggles, choice of champions. Um, uh-huh. I have not heard that he's racing. Okay, well, then he's just flaking out. JT, do you know you're fly racing? He wears fly racing gear. Uh, I have not heard of this. That doesn't mean he's not doing it, but right, I have not right, heard right. of it. So, okay, so, so Sinjin, dreams, Sinjin dreams this up late at night. And you're somehow, an idiot. And somehow it's true. Okay, well, whatever. Skipping off that. And then uh, the other day, well, he said that on your show, so you need to fucking listen. But um, here's the other thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you, you guys were debating who was the youngest rider in the 450 class? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first is the youngest is that kid Cole Neck. He's seventeen. Oh, okay. All right. So there you go. And dude, he he runs Tech One Design Pit shirts and X Brand goggles. Yes, I knew he went X Brand goggles. He uh he called in to ask JT some training questions. Yeah, I know. I heard him the other day. Yeah, JT was like, uh, just uh, don't bicycle that much. Yeah, he said uh, just do motos. Right. Yeah. yeah good. I, went, I went out with him at Comp the other day. We were talking about that. Yeah, JT and his awesome training advice: just do motos. Yeah. Well, look where JT. No, it wasn't that. What'd you say, Sinjin? Look where JT went? Yeah, I'm just kidding, JT. I bow down and kiss your feet. You're just a god. You kiss something god. else. It ain't my feet, though. Oh, oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can reach down there. You're a little three, what are you, three, four feet now? Ooh, hey, easy. I'll be at Elsinore. We'll find out who's tall and who's not. All right, I'm going to stop. I'm over to the right truck. Now. Oh, Pulp Omex show where, where everybody wants to get into fights. Thanks, Sinjin. See ya. Ah, uh, JT, are you going to fight with our fans? I'd love to see a fight between That's fine. JT if he wants it, I have no problem with it. Jesus, dude. It's our fans. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show where a co-host may beat you up. <laughs> you know what? Um, you start throwing stuff don't around. Don't start, none won't be none. That's what I always say. <laughs> Wilbur, what did you think of the Unadilla track changes? I thought they were bitching. That tree turn was pretty much ate my lunch every year. Oh, look so, at that, Berlutti. So did you get rid of that? Oh. I was pretty happy. Berlutti loves that tree turn. Said it was awesome. Synonymous. Let me ask you guys uh, this. Uh, JT and you're both on there. Do you guys both have troubles with off-cambers? Um, They're tough. You know, not normally. I really don't. But, dude, that thing was just an awkward, shitty rut every time. Like, 
I mean, I'll be honest. It was just a, I mean, in, in first lap, when you come through there and say, unless you do get the whole shot, it was chaos back there, dude. I, that turn. I People were just keep on each other. People were whisking off the track. You're lucky if you just left with both of the legs to that turn first lap, dude. So Bud's Creek, that the off camera they used to have there. Oh, remember that thing? What about the comparison there, JT? Um, I really didn't have as much trouble with off cameras as I did, as I did really just with cornering. I, you know, it was just any corner in general. It's pretty much a mess for me. <laughs> oh. Fair enough. Did now, you, did I, you, I you ever know. do I that one, Will? Cool, like this. You're jumping into the gravity cavity, a big double. It's all ready. It was technical. It looked um, good. It was gnarly. It was gnarly ruddy, wasn't it? Tons of ruts. You guys are badass. Yeah. Yeah, dude, all weekend was just, like, when I went out for first, first practice, I was just like, wow. You know, I mean, it's always tough there, but <laughs> it's pretty... It's pretty gnarly all weekend. Hey, I had you on my pick, by the way. Top five. Yeah, I'm sorry letting you down there. I thought I had that fifth. I was about a wheel away from that first moto, and then... No, uh, no, you did good second, for second me. Moto. You did good for me. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, second moto, I struggled pretty bad, but... Uh, can, you, can you believe Osborne thinks, Osborne thinks that changing his bars was the reason why he'd had a good first moto? Mm, maybe. Oh jeez. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm. 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 What? You know, I. I don't know. Did he go to the same band that you're running? No, he went to a different band. A whole shot band? No. Yeah. Yeah, he went to a whole shot band. <laughs> Will. Will's. Will's got that. Whole shot band. Yeah. Um. Uh, Will, but no, what, what's, I get those. what's your thoughts on uh, on Utah? You're doing press day. No, no press for me. But I'm excited. New place, new track. What do you mean, no press uh, for you? Eli's doing press day, just because he's local, sort of. What? No, I, I don't know. I'm just not doing it. I put my fly like a month and a half ago, and I got paid to change it and stuff, dude. Like, oh. Okay, all right, okay. All right. I thought it was a team thing. Me too. No, I mean, it, it, it is an option. I got the option, but it was after I already booked my flight. Oh, uh, okay. Except uh, I'm a tight ass, and you know how that works. Uh, so. What do you think of the place? JT's already on record as saying it's going to suck balls. Really? Record? I don't think I am. Ah, uh, JT, you're pretty harsh on it. You've been harsh on it. All right. Um, well, what, what are your thoughts? Have you guys have you been there, JT? No. No. That's why I'm um, kind of wondering where like, I'm going with it. But. Um, well, well, I mean, I, yeah. I can see how it resembles Elsinore. Yeah, I just uh, hope the dirt's they better. They put a lot of money into it, you know. How are they going to make that dirt though? Like, like it, it just dries up so quick, like. There's going to be like a fine line of like 15 minutes where it'll be okay. Really? Hey, you know, I I was like a, um, one of 600 that actually liked Elsinore last year. So I don't. <laughs> We're not uh, friends I anymore. <laughs> I know. And, you know, it's only because I did good. And that's probably the only right. reason why I actually enjoyed it. But, I mean, I had a really tough time. I've been, I've been there a couple of times this year during, during the season and, I have a tough time thinking that Elsinore is going to be good for the national right now. I'm sure it's not. I saw a like, couple pictures a from people, and I could not believe what it looked like. Like in the last few uh, months or so, someone told me it's they're they're fighting. They're, they're, there's infighting with the owners and the track people and the crew, and maybe that's Mark Peters. I don't know, but someone said that they took the tractors away and the bulldozers away and there's I heard no water rights too or something. Really? Yeah. The yeah. Thing. I heard something, I heard something about water, them already being out of water, but I, yeah. I don't know. Oh, geez, man. 
Um, Sterling's got a question for you, Will. Yes, yeah, Sterling, what's your yeah, question? Sterling, are you worried about the hype campaign for Will Hahn? Oh, uh, no, actually not this time. You know, you got me, though. Well, <laughs> what? Sterling's called in with Jay Canada, and, and I appreciate the question, Sterling. Don't get me wrong, but he wanted Jay Canada to know how it, or wanted to ask Jay Canada how it feels to never live up to the hype. And I was confused because I didn't know there was a lot of Jay Canada hype. Yeah, what's going, what, what do you, I don't understand. <laughs> the, that, that question wasn't for you, Han. Huh? That was for Jay Canada. And I think, think uh, Mr. MX got uh, offended by my uh, question for Jay Canada. MX got. No, I didn't get it. No, I don't. I just, I don't. But JT, help me. Has there ever been like a lot of Jake Canada hype? Only when you were pumping him up and nobody knew who he was just because his last name was Canada. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's really it. That is a good last name. Um, no, Sterling, it's cool. Don't don't get me wrong. It's fine. I, I you know, you can call in any time. Um, what's your yeah, question? I like your show, dude. You didn't go there. I'll give you props for that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, what's your question yeah. for Wilbur? Uh, Will, dude, all right, besides being the whole shot king, man, you're a freaking beast. But besides that, Monster Energy Cup, dude, dude, all right, all these four strokes, on the ground, four strokes are awesome, but two strokes, dude, you should do a two stroke for Monster Energy Cup. That'd be so dope. You think I should just show them on 250? <laughs> dude, yeah, two stroke, I do, yeah, 250 for a freaking, uh, uh, Monster Energy Cup on the two stroke, dude, that'd be sick. That'd be like people's you know, choice you know right now, like cable fashion. You know why I didn't want to do that? Because he likes money. <laughs> That's the issue. Yeah, you're dissing the two-stroke, I mean, dude? Uh, no, I, I absolutely... I mean, everyone's a fan of a two-stroke. If you've ever written, you're a fan of it. But it's not competitive in our sport, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it's just at the point to where... I mean, yeah, if you want to go there and get a result, then then no. If you want to go there and have a good time, yeah. Be, hell but yeah, it'd be awesome to go to two-stroke. Guys like that. Sterling and guys in tie-dye shirts will love you, dude, when you're getting, you know, 30th. Oh, I'm going to hate on the T-shirt. Well, Sterling, yeah. you just, they're not competitive. No, 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 they're, not, no. they're not competitive. Yeah. That's the only issue. I mean, like, you have to dump a lot of money in order for them to be competitive for four-star. Your guys' pace, because you guys are freaking freaks. Yeah. Uh, You'd have to hire NASA to build you one to be competitive <laughs> at this point. Especially, it's crazy that the four strokes are just so advanced right now, and and pretty much they're, they're really tough to compete with right now. Especially yeah. in Vegas on that track surface, you know. What yeah, I mean? like exactly yeah. the conditions. Unfortunately, there are just not ideal for activity yeah. as well. Um, thanks, Sterling. Appreciate it, man. Yep. Talk to you guys thanks, later. Dude. Thanks, bro. Um, all right, hey, Will, we got to move this along. Tits wants to move this along, so uh, Sorry, bro. despite him acting you like his, like despite him acting like your friend, he wants to go on to the next segment and stuff. Oh, am I getting cut off right now? You're welcome to stay on, but we just have to move the actual show along. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I just got fully, like, I fully got cut off right there. I'm thanking my sponsors, and I'm cut off. Tits uh, tits is leaving the show at the end of September, December, so, you know, maybe the new guy will let you. I'm not holding back anymore. Yeah. Well, maybe I can can come back on then. There you go. Um, Hey, can we do the the uh, tits first tits right now, please? Because that would make my night. <laughs> we we're, we don't have a schedule right now. Um, we tits tied it at five. My wife thinks Biker Sherlock did Big Air, <laughs> and we're we're so Biker Sherlock did Big Air. <laughs> yes, that's what she said. Uh, JT uh, said, "What event back did in Bi- San Diego? <laughs> what event did Biker Sherlock compete in at the X Games?" And my wife wrote Big Air. <laughs> oh. 
I like Biker. That guy was bad. I'm the luge. <laughs> he was not in big air. No, well, why doesn't Will just stay on the sure. line? Let's just keep yeah, Will so on the he line. He doesn't have to get off. We just have to move the segments along as well. Well, then we don't have X-Brand questions for him. Um, can well, we just ask him JT's questions? We can do whatever you want as far as that. All right, let's do the X-Brand goggle tear-off segment. Maybe. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Hey, JT, he wants to move the segment along, the show along, but he doesn't have the segment, you know, intro yeah, I wasn't ready. programmed. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to ask Will Hahn. JT and Will Hahn get the same questions. Okay. Because it, it applies to both of them. Sure. Um, All right. And this is X brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Pulp, Pulp Show 13 saves you 30% off. And, I mean, Will Berhan, your goggle deal is up for next year. You are taking bids. Okay. So, you know, we need to talk and see if you can wear X-Brands. If you wear X-Brands, I promise you, you see things you've never seen before on the track. You in, pick, a, in a good way. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a second a lap by putting X-Brands on. And, uh, a second? Yeah, it's a second. Oh, hell, I could have used that this weekend. Yeah, yeah, well, your call. So, uh, I'm not trying to hype them up too much, but those are the facts. I feel like you're hyping pretty hard right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, let's go. These are questions submitted by a Corey Moser. Corey Moser. And these are 15 seconds, Berluti. Yep. Are you yep. ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right, Steve. Yep. You're known for saying a rookie's debut is usually just, eh. I am not. Bullshit, I'm hey, not known hey, for that. Hey, hold on. I am hey, not hey, known hey, for that. Hey, just That's easy, what happened easy. to Martin. Whose debut <laughs> were you most impressed with at Unadilla? Uh, Jay Canada's. He's a rookie. McElrath. Uh, it has to be him. Uh, you know, uh, or Matt Baseglia, Baseglia had a debut. Will Will Hans teammate. It was a rough go for him, Wilbur, huh? Yeah, I, I would say didn't go ideal, but I think he you know he rebounded second moto from like last gate pick, which I think was pretty pretty decent. Yeah. Um, but he's learning. And that's part of it. That's part of the transition. It's uh, yeah. I mean, JT did, JT didn't score any points. His his national debut. Exactly. So I mean, it's just it's just tough, man. It's just yeah. It's a big deal. Well, and everyone's yeah. all in top form right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not known for saying that. I said that about Jeremy Martin, and I was wrong. Okay, okay. I was wrong. So, so all, Moser it's all, it's can all, it's suck all we it. Ask for you. Okay. Just admit that you're right. wrong and move on. The kid's fast. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, JT, you will get this next one. Um, what do you think Wyndham's single most memorable race was? Wyndham's. Um, and that's difficult when you're talking about, you know, however, 19 years or 20 year career or whatever. Uh, I'll say the one with Ricky when he was on 125 class. Vegas. Vegas 97. Vegas 97. 14.2, JT. Good Ooh, job. That was close. All right. Uh, Will, same question. You mean to repeat it? Uh, no. Uh, I I loved. It's kind of a toss up between for me between um, I believe it was Salt Lake, uh, twenty ten. The the snow one. And, yeah, and then Steel City twenty ten. Man, no one expected that. He's a fill in guy. Fifteen time. seconds. Fifteen time. seconds. Time. Fifteen seconds. Time. Okay. 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 Done. Thank you. All right. All right, Berluti. Yeah. If 2-2 Motorsports changes manufacturers, do you think Lars and Goose will stay with the team? Uh, I believe they would, yes. Thank you. Steve, 
What will be the biggest complaint about the new track in Utah this weekend? Uh, that it sucks balls. Great. <laughs> that was 1.1. 1. 1. Two. Two oh, seconds, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like uh, – Suck balls. That I mean, quick. too many jumps. Uh, soil's no good. Uh, sucks balls. Okay. That, right. That's for sure about the soil there? It's well, not good there. It's probably all going to get pushed off. No, I at- mean – it doesn't look good, but I mean they're going to oh, water you saw it. Pictures but, of it, huh? Yeah, I saw the video yeah. of Chad riding. It'll probably just be like Elson, where they put a whole bunch of stuff on top and it all gets pushed off. Yeah, the, I mean JT, how muddy on. was it for Elson or practice? Right, like they just you're like, what are you yeah, guys? practice was bad, but the first moto, I honestly couldn't believe how muddy it was. Like I was in shock. Like I was, you know, it was my last race ever, so I was kind of like thinking about that. But then I was like, I wanted to find a track worker to slap, you know, as well. So, <laughs> yeah, not real sure, and and I guess they don't have any water now, so it won't be an issue this year. But <laughs> JT, you should, you should race your favorite national track one more time because you got such a shitty track to ride on the last time. Yeah, one more time, JT, for the fans. One last. Do you want me to come back and race one more time at the track that I think was a complete disaster? No, to no, not this week. I'm saying you need to pick one next oh. year. Oh, for your for for your favorite track and come back so that. You left on a good note. One more time, JT, for oh, the I fans. I left on a good note. I raced in, in Europe. It was good. Oh, okay. You can put on the back of your pants yeah. for wow. you. For you. <laughs> you know? On the back of your pants. Okay. It was just I don't think it's going to happen, but. <laughs> All right. I've never seen anybody that's let their racing career go as much as JT. <laughs> I mean, good God. There's just no desire to ever drop, have a gate drop ever again. He'll probably be at Loretta no, Lynn's in a couple Loretta's years. Again. There it is, Loretta. Oh, you Loretta's, yeah. yeah? Yeah, yeah. You think you got sure. something for, for Timmy? Because you don't. Uh, we, had a, we had a discussion about a Saturday night. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Things may or may not have gotten a little heated at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, Chits. we got to move this along. Tits wants to move this along. Yeah. All right, uh, Will, you're going to go first like this time. That was seven minutes. <laughs> will we all lost? Will we ever see another rookie win his pro debut at a national? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. Come on. I mean, eventually, yeah. Of course, right? Stupid at question, Moser. Time. There's this guy named Moser. He does some work for the show. Sometimes he has some terrible questions. Don't worry, Will. What did no, he ask I mean, if a I mean, rookie I... would ever win their debut? Another will another rookie win another their, one? Another oh yeah, one. I would. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Evan, Fe- Evan Ferris. I don't know when. I don't think that's a bad <laughs> question myself. <laughs> no. Okay. Ooh. Moser and Berluti are buddies because they drank at Washougal together. No, yeah. not at all. I mean, that that was that don't happen every day. Oh, yeah. I saw you. <laughs> it does uh, for Moser. Um, okay. Something for Will. Line on one. Something for Will, line on one. Yeah. <laughs> this is our producer. Something for Will, line on one. Riddles? <laughs> is that Mormon talk? No. Okay. What are you All talking right. about there? Uh, there's a caller on line <laughs> one that wants to ask Will a question. All right. Berluti. Yeah. What was the worst race bike you've had to work on? Worst race bike I had well, to work on. Well, if you ask DV, on. it was the 08 RMZ. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I'd have to say probably... Uh, 96 RM250. Yeah, Timmy hated the 125 that year. Did he? Yes, FYI. Okay. Okay, Steve, third and final question for you. What is the best hospitality food you've managed to mooch? Uh, no question <laughs> a lot, No question about it. On the East Coast, JGR guys, 
have a catered restaurant from Hilton Head, South Carolina, come in. Whoa. I had a lobster tail. What? I had, oh, yeah. Uh, no. I had a lobster legit. tail one year. One year I had, like, some prime uh, rib. Um, just incredible. It's wow. called the, the Sage House, the Sage Room or something. Yeah, JGR. I noticed since they had Stewart, they have not had the Sage Room. <laughs> I believe they lost all their money on that deal. Whoa. Uh, so. Wow. JT, you'll go first on this one. Um, what is the strangest pre-race ritual or superstition you've ever seen? Uh, if you ever want to watch Vince Freeze on the starting line, there you go. He is—he's like exercising a demon down there. <laughs> I wonder what that was. Thank you. Well, uh, well, there's Rodney Smith pissing his pants. Jason Wygant told us about. That's right. <laughs> yeah. When he stopped pissing, his and then pants, when he stopped, when he, when yeah, he lost his yeah. Edge, when man. he stopped pissing his pants, they're like he's lost it. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Will? I have to completely be on board with JT on that one. If you've ever started beside him, it's uh a treat. I, I like watching Roxon when he starts shaking his whole body, gets going crazy, getting the blood flowing. I like, you ever I like that? he's I, pretty good. I like Alessi tapping whoever's next to him and wishing him good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JT, did you ever got JT? You ever got that? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I got that as an amateur. You got that as an oh, amateur? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah yeah. He tapped me. It's all about the good up. karma, man. It was just after actually Tony was very angry, I believe, because my I, we stole his gate. Course, yeah, yeah. Um, good luck. All right, next question. All right, Berlut. Yes. Who has been your favorite team manager to work with? Kenny Watson. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I love this guy right here. Okay, there we go. I don't think he really even likes me. A little, little late <laughs> on my drop. Sorry. Uh, Robert, what's up? What's your question for? Uh, um, um, what's his name? Will. Will Hahn. What's his name? Oh, uh, hey, uh, this is uh, Robert. Um, I had a question. I was wondering uh, how nervous were you when uh, Muscan passed you and almost got Bowers at uh, Vegas? Oh. Um, you know, it's it's weird because everything was just so kind of kind of messed up after I crashed in practice that night that there wasn't really, you know, I did everything I could to hold him off. Up until that point, and then after that, I didn't. I didn't have much. My my full keeping my hand on the bars because it was it was kind of a ride through those loops every lap. Um, so I mean, yeah, it was definitely nerve wracking, you know, because I was close enough to still see that you know he was close and could possibly make the pass, yet far enough away to where it didn't really uh, set in on it. So I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I was nervous, but I was like I said, just trying to keep her between the tough blocks. Yeah, really, right? At that point, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Is your wrist all good now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's, uh, it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's fully 100, but it's it's definitely a lot better than it, uh, than it could have been. So, um, yeah, there's still progress to be made, but uh, I, you know, I don't want to run my results right now because I don't really – I don't know. Not Eight's not a bad result, but it's not that good either. It doesn't so. hurt your hole shots. Yeah. That was a good race. Yeah. That was a good race. Yeah, it was okay. No, no. Jeremy Martin was better, though. But, yeah. True that. Uh, thanks, Robert. Thanks. thanks, dude. Thank you. Uh, hey, um, I wanted to play this clip real quick. Uh, our friends at DMXS Radio, um, we they, they had a caller this, this past Monday or Wednesday. Um, I thought it would be kind of funny. Let's, let's play this a little bit, Tits. Let's do this. 
<laughs> I'm just excited to get on the radio with you guys. I mean, I, awesome. my kids have only been racing about two and a half years, and uh, we have, uh, you know, listened to all the, the stuff. You guys are so much better than the Pulp MX, and I like the guy. He's yeah, okay, like, but yeah. it's just, you know, it's... Hey, it's slow rate. he's he's a good journalist and he, and he does a great job on that stuff. And we're friends with Steve. We're, we're trying to compare that. We're just trying to have fun. So let me tell you, let me tell you one thing he's never done. That son of a bitch has never passed up on one carb in his life. <laughs> Damn, don't be. Come on. I saw that video of him with uh, uh, the Alessi. I mean, he he was he was bigger than Tony. Hey, you know what? Uh, we're, we we just don't get enough food here. We're just broke. We can't eat. Uh, so yeah. what's okay. the next question? Uh, uh, Bigger than Tony is, I mean, that's. Yeah, he really got you with that one. Right, like, oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, he's bigger than Tony. Listen, the guy has a point, okay? I definitely am a few pounds. I'm five, six, seven pounds over my ideal weight. There's no doubt. Uh, <laughs> Don't bring yourself down. Thank you, Tits. Don't be too But um, does this guy need to be reminded of my four Manitoba titles? But clearly he does. Summer cross. Some, some well, no, that was when I was a mechanic, greatness. but I mean, when I was a rider. Still. When I was not passing up carbs. Uh, beating Blair Morgan. Every yeah. every show, Tits sits next to a plaque that says, "I was an Iron Man at a GNCC race." Fifth place. Fifth place. Listen, I mean that's fine. He likes DMXS better. That's fine. But let's you know, I have passed up carbs just for the record. I have passed up carbs. So just wanted to get that out there. Where'd you get that? All right. What that clip from their show? Oh. You listen to it? No, I I, I got it, I got it on Twitter. And of gotcha. course, like in today's world that we live in, I got it on Twitter saying, "Dude, those guys on DMXS were blowing you out of the water." Yeah, and you know that's really not that bad. They defended no. me. Yeah, and it absolutely. Was funny. They were cool. And, you know, but you know how that's the way you work in this world now. So then I was like, "What did I do?" And then I got I got uh, Moser to listen to the show, and so he told me the time. So I thought it was funny. Those are your guys, Will. Those are your guys. Well, they, they are my guys. They kind of stood up for you. I mean, not really, but I mean, they kind of like, they were no, like, no, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. No, they're you fine. Know. No, they those hook guys you are... up with Starbucks? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like that they would sacrifice and just bring me a Keurig with Starbucks coffee. Like, if, if there's just food did, coffee like did, that you picked up, they would just go to Walmart, get a, get a did, Keurig, and no excuses. Okay, first of all, you want a soy latte, bro. I just can't make you a coffee. People need to understand that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a, hey, Starbucks has that machine that you make lattes with right now in the front lobby every every time you walk in the damn Starbucks. So I don't, so, I don't know. You're kind of making excuses. So right now there. I need to buy up and be a, I put need to put the apron on and be a barista. <laughs> at well, the I'm just, I mean, if you're gonna make excuses. I'm giving you, I'm giving you answers right now. Um, did you see those <laughs> tweets from that guy? A guy said oh, you should just take a Starbucks cup and rinse it out and fill it full of coffee. He'll never know the difference. I'm like, yeah, that's I got a bold-faced it. lie. You have a, have a soy latte, and you tell me that you're not going to taste everything poop and good coffee. You oh, know I, mean? I know. Believe me, I didn't. I didn't buy that for a second. Um, no. All right. Um, what else we got? Tits. What do we got to do? Voicemails and banging bars. Ah, uh, JT. We had Jake Canada on earlier, and he said you know, he was behind Chad Reed at Unadilla. Quote unquote. I was riding behind him, thinking this isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jake Canada said about Chad Reed's weekend. So, okay, yeah. Just, I asked him on the show today. He didn't want to come on. Well, it's not good right now over Team Two Two. Uh, yeah, I think he's got a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of decisions to make here soon. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah Probably sure. can't talk about much. Yeah, I think that's what's more more what the deal was, right? Um, yeah. All right, it's time. It's time, everybody, for the NFAB banging bar segment. 
This Bang & Bar is brought to you by NFAB. NFAB, Jeep and Truck Products, uh, industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars available in industry today. NFAB's uh, been doing it since the 1980s, and they're committed to building the greatest stuff. N-Fab.com. Phil Nicoletti, Jessica Patterson, they ride for, for NFAB Yamaha. Um, they don't make Ridgeline stuff yet, Wilbur, but they're working on it. Soon. 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 Um, so we're just going to – I know I didn't prepare you for this, Wilbur, but since you're on the show, it's the best banging bar segment. Who was your best battle with this weekend? <sighs> I mean, oh, as, you, as you were going backwards through the pack – was there a guy uh, that you? <laughs> uh, uh, I would say probably maybe. I guess Roxon towards the end. Yeah. Um, of, of first moto because that was. I mean, otherwise I was just getting my plastic ripped off while they were going by. So. Uh huh. Well, um, yeah, you um, you you kind of caught Roxon a little bit there at the end. Yeah, I actually yeah. caught back up and then got pretty close to making a pass on it, and uh, just you know I didn't, but it was pretty damn close. And uh, so that was your best battle. Was there one in practice? Maybe was it? Did you get it in practice? Maybe on the hot lap. Everyone seems to really like to roll the jump and roost the piss out of me. I don't really understand <laughs> it. I uh, one thing that strikes me about you. Do you like these time practices? Um, I don't mind them. Yeah. I guess I don't know them any different because I didn't. I wasn't around um, for them, so I just that's all I know. What about you, JT? Uh, I, I actually like the qualifying race a little bit better, but I can understand, you know, I, I really don't care either way, but if I had to pick one, I felt I was a little bit better of a racer than I was just a one lap, like crazy fast lap. Well, I, I would agree with that. There's a lot of guys that can lay down one lap. That's uh, like just crazy fast. Like Tommy week. Um, Boom. uh, Berluti, do you like him? How about when you were a mechanic back in the day, and only Berluti and I can understand this yeah. in this room, but uh, you had a rider, and he was like 10th in points, and then he's 11th, and you had to go do those morning qualifiers. Then he was 10th, and you had like an extra hour to work on your bike. Did you ever have that guy? I had that guy. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you were like, you were like sure. please get in the top 10. So I don't have to, because oh, they didn't have to sure. ride the morning, Especially, morning qualities. I had a Tortelli, so half the time he didn't race. So he was coming in. He yeah. was coming in halfway into the thing, and I was always out of the top ten. Yeah. Well, I wasn't always. Yeah. He'd get in the top ten the last race or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? No. So I had to do those stupid dates. Yeah. I had a year where, like, Timmy was bouncing around out, yeah. out of there. I think it was the Nolene Chaparral days, and it was like, dude, you're killing me God, with this. God, those are terrible. Yeah, oh, I know. Because, sure. like, so, you know, shit can always go sideways. Yeah. You know? For sure. Um, but JT, yeah, you know what, well, what my point was with this Wilbur too, I was up in the tower watching, um, well, I was actually announcing by the way, doing a great job at that. Um, it's a real race. Like the intensity struck me, Wilbur, um, of like, I was like, wow, these guys are all hauling ass right now. In in practice. Yeah. In practice. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would agree. Like from the green flag on, I mean, you don't have a choice. There's not that much time in an outdoor. Like, I mean. Ten minutes sounds like a long time, but dude, if if you're lucky, you get five Four laps. laps. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jay, Jay Canada, so, Jay Canada was telling us that he didn't qualify. You know, he had to go to the LCQ. He said he 
yeah. like kept waiting for clear track, and then before he knew it, the checker flag was out. And he's like, "What the?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got you got to be on your game. I mean, obviously, he's been doing it long enough that he knows that it's not that much time. So I don't really know about that, but <laughs> I mean, you can't roll the whole practice. But right. um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just something that you, you got to be on your game. And unfortunately, there's really no. Uh, I'm gonna go learn the track. It's uh, I'm gonna roll a lap and then yeah. do a couple starts and. I'm going to go for it. Someone like you, JT, you're always hurt by that because uh, you just kept going. Like the, f- the faster, the r- the longer the race went on, the better you were. Yeah, I just suck at the time qualifying thing. I, I don't know. I don't like to ride like out of my comfort zone so much. Like I don't like to go kind of crazy with it. Right. You know, you have to. I mean, you just really have to. Hey, Will, you did? I noticed you mentioned uh, the roost was gnarly. Did you guys get a memo that no none of your team could wear? Hand guards, run hand guards. Um, I'm actually like not a fan of them at all. Even on a track that's got rocks and stuff. Yeah, I just I've had bad enough experiences with them that it's I, I don't know it's tough because I've ended up catching bars like off the gate, and because of them or crashing and it being bent and um, you know my front brake stuck on at this point and. But none of you guys, really none of you guys ran them. No, yeah, it's surprising. I think, I think actually, Basaglia did. Oh, he did. None of us did. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I always like the uh, look of hand guards. Call me crazy, me but Pastrana, Pastrana oh, he made him look good. Didn't he run the like the full ones that wrapped around him no. to the handlebar? No, he did not. He did not run barkbusters. Bark 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 I like those. those are the this best. is our producer, everybody. Yeah. If you need those a job, let me know. Did you run those, Peter? Um, I think they looked good. JT, no. Uh, I was, I never really liked them. I always had issues with them. No, but the look of them, the look. Eh, I think you look like you're riding in the woods. You could always, there's prime sticker space too. You could really put a good yeah. sticker right there. You no, know? I, I, I don't like them either, except for in a situation that you can blow your hands off. Yeah. Or, well, like, Wilbur doesn't care, obviously. Yeah. Those are fireworks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's um, but yeah, no, Kradowski, like I said to you in the pits the other day, he lost the championship yeah. and probably lost a million dollars or something because of it. Yeah. Good point for that. Unadilla. Except nobody knows who Kradowski is. Really? No, I'm just kidding. He's pretty. I'm kidding. No, I he's probably, know. you're looking around for, you're looking around for a photo. Yeah, of him I don't here. see no Kradowski. Uh, hey, uh, um, JT, one thing I want to get you, your thoughts on, we spoke about this earlier, the big news today, RV getting surgery, missing the motocross nations. Was that today? Yes. It came out today. Oh, okay. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I got I, I got to hit the sack, guys. Okay, Wilbur. I mean, I'm not the bail, but yeah. Oh, so I'm now get out. your rest. Tits, can Wilbur go? Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Extra time. Yep. Thanks, Wilbur. See ya. All right. Have a good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Uh, all right, JT. What What's your thoughts on that? Um, I understand. I mean. It sucks as a as a fan now. Like you know, I've already, you know, I've already bought my ticket to go to Germany and all that stuff. I'm bummed, but big picture, uh, if he needs to get that stuff taken out, it's the right move. And you know, I've read all the stuff, message boards, and nobody's really talked about with um, Monster Cup either. I don't know the time frame. No, but if he's gonna. I was is told he not going to ride Monster no, Cup. No, I was told tonight that he was going to ride Monster Cup. Right. So, uh, and I was thinking that myself without even talking to anyone, I just kind of was kind of like the monster tie-in. If he gets it done right after, then he could probably be back for Monster Cup. And 
Monster probably cares a lot more about their own race than they do Motocross of Nations, which is a Red Bull event, I think. Uh, no, so, they're Monster now. They're Monster GPs. Oh, it's not Red Bull anymore. No. Okay. Yeah, it's Monster. Well, either way, I still think Monster Cup is more important for them. So, But he's, um, he's going to get some flack for not racing for the country and going for the Monster Cup. Oh, yeah, and, I, and I'm bummed too. Right. Don't get me wrong. But I just think there's so much, so much politics involved and uh, – you know, and just big picture for being ready for 2014, which matters more than anything else. Um, he just kind of had to make a hard decision. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of hard decisions, we made a hard decision to play our voicemails this week. 702-586-7857. You can call in anytime. And uh, I picked the best of the best voicemails this week. Some people are unhappy with tits. I didn't even play all of the ones that were unhappy with tits, but we got to deal with it, tits. You got to deal with it. That's all right. You got to step on. up. Yeah. All right, let's go. All right, Steve Mathis, Mr. Laser. Wish my phone would pick this crap up, but it doesn't. I was just calling in to just put me on hold so I can listen because I'm away from my buddy's computer. Crap, my phone sucks, and I've gone back time and time. The guys at Sprint hate me because they can't figure it out, and neither can I. Thanks for the help, Swizzcore, but it still don't work. I'm hopeless without being on hold. Well, listen, uh, there's always the – if Swiss Corps can't help you and the, 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 the Sprint people can't help you and you can't help yourself, and there's always the TuneIn app. You can listen to the show on TuneIn. You can just go straight from your any device, pulpamexshowstream.com. Like, you don't have to have any apps. You don't have to have anything. It just works. Is that chip? Huh? Was that Chip? Oh, no. Yeah, it could have been Chip. could have been Chip. Or, or remember Chip's Chip? Oh, I remember Chip. Like um, <laughs> so is it Slash Stream or? PulpamexShowStream.com. Really? Or you can go to PulpamexStream.com. You just, you just punch that in in the, w, in the address it. bar. That's it. I tried I didn't it even right know before. That. I didn't even know that. In fact, David well, Villain texted me. He wanted to know how to listen. And I just said, go here. And he said, all right. And it worked. So, okay. So Boom. there's like multiple ways to get the show. Yeah. Tune in. Lots. Show. Stream.com, mm-hmm. the app, mm-hmm. the, the the computer, mm-hmm. your, your, your laptop. Stitcher doesn't do live. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of ways to do it. Come on. We're Maybe. making it pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. We're trying anyway. Right. Okay. All right. Next question. Next. Hey, I'm pissed off on the deal uh, with the Red Bull monster and all the logos going over everything up that the main people actually do to build the tracks and stuff like that. They get all the, all the publicity, but yet we don't get here about the guys building the tracks, uh, putting their mud, sweat, and tears in it. <laughs> That's my complaint with the inner uh, drink. JT, hey, can you, JT, can you help that guy? I don't know what he's talking about. Does anybody here know what he's talking about? <laughs> I kind of gather that he wanted uh, – the track builders to get some, to get some jersey time signage or, or something. <laughs> I, don't know. I think he said mud, sweat, and tears. Welcome to the Pulp Show. Yeah, These yeah, are our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. These are our listeners. Good. Sweat and tears. So. Good. Good one. All right. <laughs> Good one. Next in regards to uh, last week's show. Kind uh, of weird. Kind of strange. Tip. Very weird. Very strange. Kind of holds grudges like a, a scorned woman. Kind of weird. A lot of. Uh, Sexual window going on. I wonder if he hates Mason now too, or if he likes Mason because, well, he, he likes Mason. Um, 
also, I've noticed, you know, all of the writers that he seems to like, and self-admittedly, like the pretty boys, might be something going on there, Tit. Don't get so mad. That's probably a nice guy, just because he likes Zillow, a winner, and you like Dungy, a runner-up. Don't hold it against him. It'll be okay. Look at the bright side. You'll always have optics. Adios. Yep. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tits, let's get something straight here, buddy. Without the Pulp X show, you'd be a nobody. Come on, dude. You wouldn't have anybody following you if it wasn't for the Pulp MX show. You were a concrete dude. Nobody knew who the hell you were. So uh, mm-hmm. step up and uh, give Matt some credit here. He's right. Without, I think I agreed to that. I don't I, think I, you did. I, I, I'm pretty sure that we admitted that I wouldn't be anyone as far as popularity goes. My my. So, but you would was, not give me half I, of your Optrix marketing money. No, I don't think that. You got a job Optrix. Did you know that? That's where he's going. No, no, no. That's not no. where he's going. He's yet to determine where he's going. But I, I never debated whether or not my popularity was due to the show. It was. I don't think that my job mm. was due to the show. JT, that's what I think. Can we get a ruling? I've already ruled on this. Yeah. You see, he's with you on that one. Yeah, yes. Are you, are Steve, are you like, him. are you Peter's mentor in this case? Well, did you <laughs> did you bring him up to be what he is? I mean, I like to think that I brought him out of his shell. Yeah, I created this persona. Yes, you know, and now he's getting he's getting marketing jobs, he's mm. getting Twitter followers, he's getting people who are interested in him, all because of the Pulp Mech show. Yeah, and I feel like he should give me half of his marketing money. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Yeah. I hope I'm big someday. On his show. No, I know who the hell you are, man. Steve, keep up the good work, buddy. Later. Yeah, this is Mike Hunt from Canada, eh? and I hey. was just calling to. <laughs> uh, I was just wondering, eh, and uh, just uh, wondering why, eh, and uh, why there's no uh, DV uh, sound drop, eh, on your app, uh, on your Pulp Mix app, eh? Yeah, I just that guy's the funniest guy you guys ever had in the studio, eh? So I just wondering why the heck you don't have any sound drops on. Your app of this guy. Please put sound drops of DV on your app. We, Thank you from Canada. We should get some DV hey. drops. I mean, definitely the great radio and the deep field. Do and, they, you not have the great radio one? Uh, I don't know. If not, I, I can upload it to Swiss. I mean, I keep hearing about these, this fucking Swiss guy. <laughs> I don't know. He's definitely. Hey, Steve, is, yeah. the, is the A, was was he just going he was crazy just, with that, yeah, or is that just, really Canada? Nah, he was just exaggerating. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's I go. It. God. Hey, Pulp and Max, this is Rich from Georgia. Hey, I was just kicking around something with some, some buddies of mine a while back, and thought I'd see what you think. If Ryan Villapoto didn't exist, would we be talking about Ryan Dungey as the next GOAT? Think about all the championships he'd have won since, what, 2010, um, except for the Supercross this year, which probably would have went to Millsaps. But anyway, he'd have won everything. I think without Villapoto, we'd probably be looking at Dundee as being the next GOAT. I just thought it was kind of interesting uh, looking at that way. Anyway, just want to see what you guys thought. I mean, uh, yeah, but, you know, there, if without without Ricky Carmichael, Kevin Windham is a 10-time champion or whatever, and without – you know, I yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess JT. I mean, uh, you know, thoughts. I don't know if it if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around, does it make a noise? You know, I don't, who knows? Yeah. You know what's interesting though is Dungey. He's pretty, I guess, methodical in the way he goes. Like Villapoto dominates, right? Right. And Dungey, as we saw last year, 
he didn't just fully dominate. I guess he, I mean he was pretty dominant, but he kind of he does enough to win, but he doesn't necessarily go mm, over the edge. Uh, have you seen him when ride outdoors? Yeah, without Villapoto there. Yeah, last year last year was pretty boring. And twenty ten, he dominated. Last year was boring. He was. I remember he put one the first year that Villapoto got hurt. Uh, he put ten seconds on Andrew Short in one lap at Millville. I remember. In one lap. And I don't think Shorty crashed or anything. I'm just like, wow. It's definitely dude, not that know. he's not capable. You know, I mean, he's yeah. he's got the speed. Yeah. I'd say Dungey's a little better outdoors than indoors, huh, JT? Probably. You had to say? I'd say so. Yeah? Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Not much, but a little better. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's a f- silly question. Right, yeah. yeah. The new the, the, the new goat is Villapoto, so why, who, why, yeah. why debate it? Yeah. And Dungey's won plenty of championships. He's going to probably win a couple more, maybe. Yep. I yep. mean, you can't take nothing away from either one of them. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a weird question for sure. Uh, all right, last caller of the night here on the show, um, former factory rider, GP winner, David Villeman. What's up, man? How you doing? I've been listening, so I say I'm going to say hi. And okay. Hi. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Hi. Good. Good. Thanks for listening, bro. Deep field. <laughs> Very deep field. We can we can oh. see every week the, the the field is so deep. <laughs> so Jake Canada gets tenth, so it's not deep. Ooh. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. No. Um, Great radio. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> TV, when are you coming to the show next? Co-hosting it? Do we know? Do we have a plan? You told me next Monday. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you asked me that like three days ago. Uh, yeah. And, uh, okay, you well, don't know? You don't remember? No, you can come on by, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We got Pingree, too. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, we can have both of you jerkies in here. We can talk about Bercy. Yeah, and uh, 1998. Uh, in, in, do you know what question I took out of the voicemails tonight? One of the questions I took out of the voicemails? The guy says... Ask DV what it was like to be lapped by Ricky Carmichael and still get second. Ah, click. <laughs> and I'm like, you've gotten that question a few times. It's like, what about the guy, the other 37 guys, 38 guys? You should ask, uh, oh, was my uh, $30,000 bonus I got after the race? That was good. Right. Ah, I got lapped and got 30 grand. 30 grand for second. That's awesome. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, I told the story already. Um, uh, I was at Motorworld as a privateer. Yeah. But um, McCarty said, you know what? That was after the Buku fiasco, and then he gave me bikes and he put me in Motorworld, and he said, you know what? If you do on a podium, or if you get on a podium of a, of a moto or overall, I give you the Yamaha the, bonus. The, the Yamaha factory bonus that you had last. Wait. Yeah. So. And never signed a deal, never signed a contract, never. One day I go to my, you know, maybe a week or a couple of weeks after the race, I go to my mailbox and I had a $30,000 check, you know. Holy smoke. JT, how'd you do that nice. moto? Did you, did you finish? Uh, James Stewart was going wide open up the hill um, <laughs> JT and ran right me. into me. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and didn't he just give up? He was just dejected after that. Wait, was, was that like, when oh, was that when he was quit. stuck with Chad on that hill? Oh yeah, that was yeah. when he went. All the people were cheering. He went off the track, came wide open up the hill, and I'm sitting there stuck. And I'm like, 
He's coming right at me. <laughs> oh, he'll turn. He'll turn. Oh, we're good. No, he'll turn. Oh, shit. He just plowed right into me and then flipped up the hill. I'm like, I remember that. what was that? That's good time. I don't remember you being that guy. I, I got to go back oh, yeah. and watch that. How many encounters oh, yeah. have you had with, with Stuart, JT, like that? Uh, there's been a few, man. There's been a few. <laughs> I got to watch oh, yeah. that. I guess you were you were there when I fist bumped it. Did you see me or what? Were you there? When what? When you finally when made I it up. When, when I fist bumped it, when I passed uh, Reed uh, and um, Jewel that was back in there. Fist pump. That was awesome. Oh uh, no, I didn't see it. <laughs> I was I was uh, <laughs> probably still trying to kick my bike at that point. <laughs> I gotta watch that yeah. clip again. I didn't know that was you, JT. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bowling for JT. Right. Yeah. He's coming right for me. He's here. He comes. Ooh. Oh man. Uh, well, hey DV, thanks for calling in, man. I know it is. See you on Monday. Yeah, sounds good. See you, bud. Bye. Bye. See you. We didn't have enough. I was going to get into the 08 Suzuki controversy, oh, please, further, but please. we didn't have enough time. No, hey JT, thanks for uh, coming on. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Uh, uh, we'll talk to you soon. But when are we doing that Racer X podcast? This never happening? Uh, ASAP. All right. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Possible. All right. See you. See All right. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. Um, before we go, Jonathan, um, I know there's probably some listeners here who uh, remembered your appearances on the show, hotlap.co. And uh, well, we know what happened in some of the aftermath of that. <laughs> FYI, autism people, very angry sometimes. Um, talk about it though. Talk about what's happened since then. Yeah, we've, um, thanks to all of you that voted. Um, that was awesome. Huge support from you guys. So we were able to garner over, over 12,000 votes. So in just a a couple weeks, so that's pretty darn good. Almost Um, one. Almost one, which was actually the best thing that could have happened to us. We're pretty glad that we didn't actually end up winning. Why? Um, well, if somebody were to come up to you and, and offer you a lot of money, but they said they wouldn't, you know, you didn't have an opportunity to meet that person, it might be a little sketchy. So um, we were in the situation that we actually, we would be responsible to a board for all expenditures of those funds. Okay. And we want, we kept trying to meet the board, kept trying to get in touch with these people because you don't accept money from somebody you've never met, you know. Oh, I would, but and, anyway, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, so in this case, um, we were able to avoid all of that. Um we still got enough votes to uh, push some some interested investors kind of over the edge. Oh, so um, yeah, people are like, "Hey, look at this! There is a market." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because it's a foreign market for a lot of people. I mean, the, the motorcycle market's pretty unknown, but uh, yeah. So um, we've been able to close on a recent round of funding, and we're going into development uh, next week. So really? we're hoping uh, it'll definitely be by the end of this year. We'll have uh, the beta um, out mm-hmm. to a limited number of testers. So go to hotlap.co and sign up for that. Um, if you want to get in early on the beta testing deal. Yep. And that's where we stand. So it's exciting stuff, uh, just going into development and testing. So Cool. Right on. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, I'm hopefully, like, the show didn't push you over the top, but yeah. hey, we, we tried. It made us superstars. You know, I had to yeah, calm yeah. the ego down a bit. Yeah, well, Tits, I mean, Tits tried his best, too. Oh, so, yeah. Big yeah, help. Just uh, like with that. Sorry. Tits, yeah. you're counting down the shows till the end. It's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to be sad. How many? It's like 15... Is it really? 12, is it confirmed? Are you moving? Uh, no. Okay. No. It's confirmed. It's he's already his heart's already gone out of it. Mentally, I've already checked out. Yeah. Physically, it's, I'm still here. There's yeah. a lot of jobs for your career in Utah, right? Lame. There's a lot of jobs everywhere. In the Bay Area, everywhere. It's just gonna be. It's not gonna be the same without him. Hey, don't forget email uh, pulpmexshow at gmail dot com. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and for an NFAB shirt, um, 
check best uh, name the team owner slash team manager of NFAP. Did you check? Did we have some answers? Yeah, we got some. Right ones or wrong ones? You probably don't uh, know what the right I'm, one is. I'm pretty sure I got the right okay. ones. All right. Um, Kevin Windham, Eli Tomac, Will Hahn, uh, Jake Canada, and uh, Dean Wilson all on tonight. Tony Berluti, once again, I love the fact you make notes. And I love the fact that. Bring in his A game. Yeah, and I love the fact that you're so smart about our sport. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's called knowledge from experience. I know, I know. And I keep. I'm not really that smart. Almost every show. I have questions for you to fill dead air about getting the job at Suzuki and like hitting the road the very first time and all that. Yeah. Like your first time as a factory mechanic. Yeah. And I never get them on because I'm always so busy, but yeah. I want to. I want to find out about those early days. Yeah. Berluti podcast. Probably the same kind of deal as yours. I know, but I just, I want to, yeah, you know, I need to, we need to do a podcast, like a full length. It'd be good. One. We never did one, have we? Never. No. Like sat down and gone through your career without being on the show. Like just, yeah. We need to do that. I'd listen. I, to I that. don't think. Oh, yeah. I don't think you can get much going there, but. I'll, no, I'd I'll listen. I'll do it. I'll you, do it. Uh, you'd listen, Tits? I would Good listen. Good enough for me. Maybe you can, on your drive, when you quit the show, uh-huh. wherever you're going, uh-huh. you can listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our great partners. Uh, partners like BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas, Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix all on board with us. Check out sponsor deals on PulpMechShow.com to save money listening. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to Tony Berluti. Thanks, Jonathan, for coming in. Tits, thank you very much. Couldn't have done it without you. Yep. And uh, we will see you guys next week after Utah to uh, – to um, talk a little bit about uh, what went down and uh, what's going on and all that. So uh, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Davey Coombs is beating up your kid. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.